Previously on Masks of Nyarlathotep. Recap. With the loss of Hugo, the remainder of the party discuss ultimate strategies to get to Egypt. We also consider contacting allies in England to meet us there, whilst Etienne travels to New Orleans to fetch an ally of his. Walter arranges for Dr. Vanderbilt's steam yacht, the Fair Dinkum, to arrive in a couple of days. In the meantime, we need to make some anks for the Prince Crux on Sata. Mitch and Chai head to the local markets to stock up on supplies for the boat, but given they can't speak Mandarin, they go to the harbour to grab a translator to accompany them. Matteo, Thomas and Rebecca search for a smithy in order to make the anks for the protection wards. Matteo successfully convinces someone to cast several pairs of silver anks by tomorrow evening for a tall but very fair price. We celebrate with a nice lunch. Everyone reunites at the hotel where Walter has been sending telegrams to our allies and arranging for safe lodgings. That evening, Thomas and Chai attempt to teach the others how to use the anks should they ever need to. The following morning, as it rains, we all attend a church service for Hugo, complete with urn full of his mouldy ashes. Mitch is completely inconsolable. Afterwards, we visit the captain on the Fair Dinkum and inspect the ship for supplies, and Mitch discovers there are very few munitions, which concerns him. Chai recommends the captain hire a doctor for the trip, whom Chai proceeds to vet. Rebecca remembers she is a reporter and sends a telegram to the Times to let them know that she is still alive, and they put her in contact with Nigel Wasif in Cairo, as well as John Stone Kenyatta and Natalie Smith-Forbes in Kenya and Nairobi. Matteo and Thomas go and collect the eight silver anks commissioned by the smithy and return to the boat. Recap. Jack is unpacking in his stateroom when he witnesses Etienne's time travel clock appear before him, bringing with him Peggy LeBlanc, an occult specialist, and has been briefed on our adventures. She and Etienne will be joining us to Egypt. Peggy is introduced to everyone, but she has heard of all of us besides Jack and Mitch. Chai requests that our escape boxes be brought on board, but Hugo's should be burnt. We don't want a mouldy minion of Hasseur arriving on board. Walter asks Chai about a box of green tea she supposedly ordered, but they have no knowledge of this. They go and investigate the tea box, armed with shotguns. Jack and Rebecca explore the ship and meet one of the engine hands, Robert Greenwood. Matteo, Thomas and Mitch greet Peggy in the lounge and ask her to introduce herself and her expertise whilst trying to express the severity of the situation to her. Chai and Walter recruit them to come and investigate the inventory. We find a box labelled Gunpowder Green with Chai's name on it. Thomas and Mitch carry the box off the ship and recruit some harbour hands to open the box. It is indeed full of green tea with a message from Miss Lin Yen Yu, a gift to Chai and definitely not a bomb. We carry the tea back on board, but we leave the box behind in case it's another unknown escape box. Thomas, Rebecca and Chai begin making their Prince Crux and Sata which will take approximately a week. While Matteo meditates and checks on the cats that they that have joined us on board. Meanwhile, in the privacy of her own room, Peggy enchants a blade, and Mitch finds some deckhands and plays cards with them, whilst Rebecca pets a cat. Recap. The following morning, the fair Dinkum has begun its voyage to Egypt. At breakfast, Peggy and Matea suggest we need to make a more thorough inspection of the ship, given the unusual boxes encountered on board. 
We split into two groups and explore the decks while Mateo reads through the inventory ledgers. Jack, Chai and Mitch end up getting a tour from the engineer Robert Greenwood. Mitch is concerned the circuit board, which controls which parts of the ship receive power, is fully accessible to anyone. And Chai asks if there are any new crew members on board. Thomas does not find anything in the luggage room, but a cat requests it be carried. Peggy finds a half-used pad of telegram paper in the front deck, and she heads to the wireless room to check any messages that have been sent. Rebecca joins Thomas in the writing room as he also finds a stack of telegram paper, but Rebecca recalls she was using this yesterday. Peggy finds the log of telegrams to and from the ship, but nothing seems out of place, so she sits down to scour through the ledger. In the engine room, Mitch, Jack and Chai inspect the engines and boiler room, trying to find anything suspicious or out of sort, but everything seems in order. Matteo learns of a golden flute that belonged to Dr. Vanderbilt, which is apparently stored in Thomas's room. He also learns Antoine Delamere's effects are in cargo hold too. As they check each room, Thomas and Rebecca find the golden flute. Thomas picks it up and takes it with him to show the others later. Matteo checks the wireless room, only to find Peggy has checked the place. Matteo fetches the captain and asks about the communications to Nairobi or Kenya but there is no record of a message going out. But there is a record of a charge for one being sent. He suggests they check the magnetic record for proof if the message was sent. The other group finish in the engine rooms and head up to the forward cargo hold. In Jack's room, Thomas discovers on the wall behind the curtains a golden mirror or some kind of mask, which definitely doesn't look like the mirror of Mendoza. In Mitch's room, there are lots of movie posters of Aidan Pike's roles on the walls. And in Chai's room, there is a small box labelled Antoine Delamere in the wardrobe. Back in the chart room, Peggy checks the route the ship reportedly took, and there is nothing untoward about it. Matteo searches the ship for Thomas, while Rebecca searches the lower decks for the other members of the party. They are checking the forward cargo hold with all the guns inside but Chai finds a large supply of newspapers with Rebecca's name on it, which she thinks is unusual. They open the box and Jack reaches in and pulls out a goddamned soapstone statue of Cthulhu. Jack immediately throws it back in the box and shuts it. The trio agree they need to interrogate Rebecca about this. For just a moment, the door appears to vanish, but Chai refuses and grabs its handle and allows them to escape. They immediately find Rebecca, who has no knowledge of this crate in the cargo hold. Meanwhile, in the wireless room, Matteo explains to Thomas he fears there is a security breach. Telegrams have been paid for, but the records have been erased. Thomas leaves him to investigate when Chai comes up and fetches him and Peggy to address the situation downstairs. Recap Thomas informs Matteo of the emergency downstairs regarding the Cthulhu statue discovered, and he decides to remain investigating the magnetic record of the telegrams and avoid what is going on downstairs. He slowly makes progress while Thomas goes back downstairs to help the others figure out how the statue got on board and how to deal with it. As we discuss, Chai spots the mirror of Mendoza on Rebecca's possession. Panic begins to set in, and we start thinking either returning to port or throwing the statue through a gate. During the chit-chat, Walter pokes his head out of his room and confirms the golden flute was Dr. Vanderbilt's, so we at least believe this is safe and return it to its case in Thomas's room. 
Walter then accuses Jack of having a box of ritual tools in the cargo hold, Thomas a creative exercise equipment, Matteo a box of llama ponchos, and Chai several boxes of archaeology tools. As we investigate, Chai decides to stand guard with the statue with one of Mitch's turret-mounted machine guns, and Rebecca expresses her concern that our conversations may be overheard by the crew if one or some of them are responsible for these mysterious boxes. Chai tests to see if her escape box works and activates the spell. As she gets out of the box, she believes someone saw her use the spell. She tries to check the rooms and notices some of the portholes are open and lead to the crew quarters below. She alerts Matteo as he leaves the wireless room, who is trying to find someone with the initials AT, only for them to discover all of the escape boxes have been destroyed by someone. We all get back together and Mitch tries to recall the names of the new crew members he has met. Sim in engineering, Adam the cook, and Jim the deckhand. Matteo has gone to fetch the captain, who is looking confused at their heading. The compass has been tampered with. Matteo receives a list of the crew and identifies the culprit. He and the captain return to the lounge and reveal Adam Turnbuckle, the cook, is our man. We check Walter is safe, and Thomas and Shai check the flute hasn't been taken, while Mitch sets up his turret machine gun again, and the captain returns to the bridge. Mateo, Jack, Peggy and Rebecca head to the engine room, whilst Mitch hears something in the bathroom and discovers Adam with the golden flute and the mirror of Mendoza. Mitch is forced to look at the mirror and witnesses multiple horrific images and is frozen in place. In the engine room, the group realises the boiler is overloading. Thomas and Chai come back downstairs to see Mitch's machine gun is unmanned and Mitch and Walter are being bathed in a strange golden aura in the hallway. Peggy identifies the boiler has been rigged with a booby trap and she and Jack trace a wire to a grenade stuck in the heat exchange. Mitch snaps out of his daze and tackles Adam. Their fall crunches and the golden flute beneath them. Uh, Rebecca removes the grenade and Matteo releases the emergency pressure from the boiler while Chai applies her jiu-jitsu to render Adam unconscious. Disaster is averted. Adam is handcuffed and everyone gathers on the rear deck. Matteo and Rebecca are invited to interrogate the prisoner. Chai, Jack and Peggy re-enter the front cargo hold with Mitch on the gun outside. Thomas hands over the cursed artifacts to Walter, who needs to repair the vault. The prisoner reveals that he has revealed our location to Maweru and an ambush is waiting for us at Suez. He alone brought on board the items of our destruction and that a sleeper stirs in one of us. Matteo feels we need to send a fake telegram to try and confuse the cult and also change our destination. Jack proceeds to open his box to reveal a statue of Vendenev with a message saying to hold this statue aloft in the final confrontation. It sort of feels like wandering into an obvious trap, but at least we aren't in danger with this box. Matteo's box only contains llama ponchos. Within Chai's box is a statue of the god of the bloody tongue, but she is quick enough and shuts the box before it activates or anyone else is able to see it. She needs to study how to properly dispose of it and not accidentally desecrate it. Jack reaches inside Thomas's box to reveal a golden statue of Hastur. We reconvene at the lounge and discuss the telegrams Matteo discovered sent by Adam. We try to take advantage of the information Adam has given the cult. 
Since they are expecting us to arrive at a dock in Suez or Cairo, we can instead dock in a completely different country and sail up the Nile undetected by the cult. We still have time to decide on an updated plan as we approach Hanoi to regroup and mend the damage caused to the ship. Welcome back to the Masters of the Art of the Tip, episode Ooh. something. Yeah. No, 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 hang on, you fucking oh. said it now, now I'm going to have to go and check. <laughs> episode one this, reboot. This is, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh god, give it anime number, this is like episode <laughs> zero slash five. Um, it's, it, this is session 35. 35. 35. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Masters of the Art of the Tip, episode 35. Wow. Wow. How good of you to get that correct the first time. I'm yes. certainly not editing this. <laughs> I'm giving you a clean intro there. you got to edit out the rest of it. <laughs> Will I bollocks? <laughs> you won't bollocks. Right. Where last we left you, the Fair Dinkum, uh, Dr. Vanderbilt's luxury steam yacht, is full of cursed artifacts. Mm-hmm. And you've captured a cultist who is currently being held under guard by two of the crew. It was the cook. It was the cook all along. Yeah, that, yeah, Mitch. Who it was it? Me? I, oh, guarantee, I guarantee. I guarantee it wasn't the cook, but Mitch has just set him up. <laughs> <laughs> turns out, turns out, Mitch is the plant all along, playing the incredibly long game. <laughs> oh, it will be like chow all over again. You're worried about the flute. You should be worried about the harmonica. <laughs> In an emergency, if you lost your harmonica, you could play your magic spells on the flute. Hello. Yeah, yeah, harmonicas and flutes are famously the same instrument. Yeah, they are. You play the flute sideways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just blow into the holes and wiggle your fingers at the end. But you are all currently g- g- gathered in uh, the lounge. The boat is about an hour from Hanoi. You can see land in the distance. Um, what are you doing? You have a cultist under lock and key. You have a hold full of cursed artifacts. 
Oh, a, a thing I don't think we mentioned is that we 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 know that he's telegra he's basically spent all his time telegramming our plans ahead to uh what Maweru. Um yeah. so so we were like, let's change our plans so that like when they're all waiting for us at like uh we'll so go and- I can't remember if we decided what the new plan would be yet or not. Yeah, it was it was to um to land somewhere else and get a different boat up the Nile. Yeah, your current plan is to land Oh fuck you, Russet. What? What? He's he's just watched fucking Death on the Nile. Oh, you didn't let me watch that. Oh, so are we taking? Are we going to be taking a, a, a paddle steamer? I have a feeling that one of us will be a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Your current plan is to land at Chalatine. No, sorry. His current plan is to land at Berenice Troglodotia. Travel overland to Lake Nassar and then travel up the Nile by steamer. Because all of the cultists are going to expect you to land in Suez or Alexandria. And you're like, rather than turn up where they're all waiting, let's sneak in by traveling down the Nile. Hmm. We had some thoughts about sending a fake message, but decided against it in the end. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we also have a cultist who perhaps we could use a power drill on to get more information, but they sort of like that kind of thing. Jack says, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, the, you were all very keen to do horrible things to this cultist, but your captain was like, no. I was also, I would also point out, I was also kind of no. Yeah. I'll say. Peggy was also kind of no. Uh, oh, yes, Peggy, who uh, arrived via time machine. <laughs> Peggy. It's Nido's, yeah. Nido's no. new character who's like, um, well, she's she's one of Etienne's peccadillos. Oh, right, I'm vaguely remembering now. You know, thinking about this, if I marry Nido's character Peggy off to someone called Mr. Walsh, they can become Peggy Walsh in Acton Cthulhu. I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't going to comment on that because of, of how much explaining <laughs> would be required. But I could really fuck with your mind, Arona. All the games are linked together in the same universe. No, no, they aren't. It's not allowed. Stop it, or I'll use, stop it or I'll use my tiny drill on you. We're going to say, um, so when's Gwen going to show up? We've already established that this game is taking part in the Regiverse, so... <laughs> for, yeah, yeah, it is already together. established. For the, benefit uh, of the, uh, for the benefit of the people who um, have to do the whole Return of the Obra Dinn thing on this ship later on, um, <laughs> I have no qualms about killing the cultist at all. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fucking hell! Oh, I can't. I can't believe we've established that there's a Reginald expanded universe. <laughs> yeah, the Regiverse. The Regiverse. It is, and oh, this would all fit together nicely because he exists in this game and he exists in Act on Cthulhu. So, Look, sorry, uh, sorry. I have to take the rest of the game off to go and draw a chart. <laughs> <laughs> Look, look, it's it's established this was the Regiverse because I almost briefly got to meet one of the. Uh... People from our dream for our Dreamlands adventure, which would have definitely made it part of the Regiverse. Let's get back on topic. Right. Yeah. So, uh, what are you guys doing? Uh, does anyone want to try and interrogate the cultist before you dock in Hanoi? The captain has said he will permit you to interrogate the cultist man. Rebecca, 
has already had a go at him, but it's under supervision with, you know, members of the crew watching, and he'll only let Rebecca or um, Thomas near them, because um, the rest of you were all very keen to just murder them. I thought it it was Matteo and Thomas, uh, Matteo and Rebecca. I was allowed. Yeah, it was. I also tried to murder him. Yeah, Yeah, sorry, sorry, Thomas. You're not allowed near the um, cultist. You're you're too in bed with smooshy smooth lady over there, Um, Chai. You and her are like thick as thieves. I just, I just want to talk to him. I just want to talk to him. And of course, we can't all forget that, that, that according to the newspapers that Rebecca's been probably writing. Uh, that Thomas has run off with his Japanese love, love, um, <laughs> lover rather than marry his beloved fiance. <laughs> Better not be writing that. It's a good story. <laughs> Fake news. Have you have you invented yellow press? <laughs> I mean, you only have Rebecca with you, so you can try and keep con- some control over what she's writing. Why do we always end up with a goddamn reporter in these games? Because well, there are only five archetypes in the rule book. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> What's your next question? <laughs> there, there, well, there's only five archetypes in the rule book, and we're completely chock full of investigator. <laughs> right, what are you guys doing? Who would like to go and try and sweet talk some information out of the cultist? I feel like I should have a chat with him, you know, because of our, our shared background and, and common cause and all that. I'd be common interests. To take Jack in at least. I guess if I'm there, the, the captain isn't going to mind. Uh, yeah, the captain, as long as as long as his crew are present and one of the two people he trusts not to immediately try and murder this person. I mean, the captain is annoyed that this guy tried to sabotage his boat, but he's going to hand him over to the authorities. He's going to hand whatever ribbons of him are left. <laughs> but like realistically, right? If he's alive, he's going to cause us problems, right? Because we can't trust the authorities in the port. I mean, he has to die, right? Jeez. No, he does. I mean, I'm like, inclined to agree with that, but at the mm. same time, I don't think the captain's going to let us do it. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on hashtag Team Kill the Cultist, but. <laughs> I'm on hashtag Team Eat for Cultist. Uh, okay, I mean, I can cook him. Don't I'm, no, I'm not concerned I have eat. a link with you, Jai. Oh, oh, hey, oh God, you now to us. You just, you just wake up and you just suddenly feel very invigorated and you're not entirely sure why. <laughs> but we can't, we can't afford letting him be able to get information back to... That's, or maybe that... we can. Maybe there's, maybe there's something that we can do. Maybe we feed him wrong information. Hmm. And let him go back. I don't know. I think he's got plenty of good info at the moment. That's why you're changing all of your plans. Well, we're we're going on a different ship, aren't we? How about we just tell the captain everything? Fuck, he's not. He's not. He's not wrong. We can't let this guy live. Uh, Shit. The problem you have is that um, if he. Um, it, it, you start running into the double bluff problem where, like, okay, he knows that we now know, so they know, will they will know that we know, so we will change our plans, so they will be aware that we might change our plans, etc. Oh, we can't go down this fucking rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> what about a compromise? We kill him and the captain. 
the stakes uh, of oh, this are well, well, well being destroyed, right? So nothing's off the table. Fuck, he's reminded me that I didn't get my steak out of the freezer for dinner. No. <laughs> get out of the freezer now. I'll do it in a minute. It'll it'll be fine. We need to like I mean I'm 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 saying we either kill him, but if we kill him, right, he's gonna stop communicating with the cult, so they'll know that we've he's been found. He'll mm. they'll know that we are aware of their plans, right? Mm. Or they'll just think we're too far out at sea for him to send anything just like we're supposed to be. You have radios. You normally go, oh no, you're too far out to sea to contact the land. No, I've never done that. You've done that multiple times in the past. Yeah, well, when I've ruined your radios. <laughs> it's your radio. If your radios are working, you you are never out of reach of a transmission tower. It's more user error rather than hardware error. It's, it's, it's always like incompetence on our behalf rather or, or on. <laughs> yeah, see, the the user error is that someone walked into the radio room, saw anything that looked fragile, and hit it with a lump hammer. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, have, I have a thought. Oh god! Oh, strap in. Oh god, guys! Okay. What if we okay k- killing the guy bad? But there are other ways to make him dead. No, but not viable for getting any information out of. Ah, I've got an idea. I could just make him feed false information to the cult for the next six months. Um, That's it. That's what I'm thinking. Hang on, sorry. I I want to hear what the end of Nido's plan is. Um, Rip out his stuff. Yeah, Yeah. because that's where I've gone. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Like we we give him way more information than the human mind is capable of dealing with, and basically drive him over the edge, and they'll have to take him away and lock him up. Yeah, but we don't have more that kind of information oh, to give him. Oh shit! No, we've we've got tons of money. Why don't Why don't we just pay an asylum to lock him up forever? Yeah, why don't we just give him a book? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm just thinking, like, you know, we're constantly running into this thing of like, oh, we suddenly discovered all this stuff that man was not meant to know, and now we're like a wibble, and it's like, well, why don't we do that to someone Yeah, but the problem is, Nito, the cultists have already gone yeah. mad, that's why they're Yeah, cultists. they're already mad. Entirely <laughs> mm. sure on that, like, it seems like they couldn't be, like, off the end entirely, or they wouldn't be functional. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like, uh... Give me, give me send him on his way. I mean, well, I, I, I guess it sounds like a choice as either end this cult is physically or end them mentally. And I mean, you, you kind of doesn't no, I, I, too much by that point. No, I, I like I like the first assumption of Nido's plan, which was to uh, blind, de- blind and deafen him, cut off his fingers and tongue, and just leave him trapped internally in a hellscape of, the, of that he can't escape from for for the rest of his natural life. Cool, Nido. That's a. <laughs> Oh, well. No, we're not killing him. <laughs> yeah, he's not dead. He just wishes he was for every second he's awake. Oh. <laughs> the locking him in an asylum plan works. It's 1925. You can just be like, "This guy is crazy." And all, all right, but if this fucker crops back up again, Ross, here, <laughs> we, yeah. we we are adopting we are adopting a kill all cultists policy. <laughs> Uh, so your current plan is convince Captain Marlon that the guy should be sent to an asylum rather than the police. 
um, I mean, that's fine, but also people in an asylum can have visitors. Yeah, I, I, he can't live. Or we have to send them, we have to use think, them. Think, think about visitors if their doctor allows them. Think, think, think about the asylum at the end of the shadow, where uh, he basically just uses it as a dumping ground for his worst enemies. Where mm. everyone, everyone has been really bribed to go. Oh, that guy's crazy. We're not going to let anyone pop in to talk to him. Mm. Basically, basically, we're we're paying of paying a lot of money to have someone illegally detained for at least three months. Because if it's more than three months, it won't fucking matter because the world will end. Mm. And Dr. Vanderbilt and Mrs. Vanderbilt do have a lot of money. <laughs> and that famous Vanderbilt Asylum that uh, they just bought this morning. In Illinois. <laughs> In Illinois. <laughs> right, I, th- I think that sounds like the best plan. Like, Yeah, I'm, I'm not up for killing anyone. Because <laughs> we, don't, we don't kill him, and we get him out of the way. Can I go and chat with him now? You can yeah. go tell him the good news. <laughs> yeah, well, well, we've got good news and we've got bad news for you. The only other alternative is I've got this brood spell. Um, <laughs> yeah, that that undoes the brood. It doesn't bring the brood. Yeah. Oh, the oh brood. wait, wait. Did the spell backwards? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just, like, no. pass it out. I'll work it out. Don't worry. I, Let me I, turn to the page in this book labelled Ihor. Ihor Ihor doesn't work on a boat. It needs to be on land. You, you just end up with a gigantic, incredibly seasick spider on a boat. Very All the crew have gone mad. Right, so who's go uh, Matteo and Rebecca, are you both escorting Jack to see the prisoner? Sure. Yeah. Right. Is anyone else going to see the prisoner? I mean, I could keep an eye on what's going on. Like if he tries anything, it's free. Peggy's out. Chai, are you going then? Yeah, sure. Okay, Thomas, Mitch, and Peggy, what are you doing instead whilst they are all sloping off? Slope, slope. Um, I feel like coming down after this whole collab. Have we moved all the statues into, like, one part of the hold? They're all in the forward cargo hold, okay. which you've locked. <laughs> That's fine, as long as they're out of the way. I feel like one of, we should always have a guard on this room. I think it'd be good yeah. to work out what we're actually planning to do with them all. Well, I'm going to wait here outside the locked door until... And I think one of us, or there should always be someone... I might get my machine gun out, you know, my uh, my artillery machine gun. Your machine gun is still set up outside that door. You're just sitting there, like, really waiting for an excuse to pull this trigger. <laughs> People have stopped coming out into this corridor. They're just like, no! There's like a, there's like a little painted skull and crossbones on the floor. <laughs> I've also tattooed my eye, like, uh, for everyone I've killed, you know. Oh my god, it's got like... Jesus, at this point, you've got like a chain of teardrops going down and coming back up the other side. Point actually, like, um, should I'm wondering whether or not it would be advisable to. Uh, like, I'm tr- I'm just trying to check because I know this outer character. I presume my character would be an occultist incorrectly and with some mythos would know that it would be a good idea to like put protective wards on the door, like elder signs, etc. If you have any. Check your spell list. But yes, 
perhaps warding the room might be a good idea. Okay, so Thomas, what are you doing? Uh, Peggy's now rifling through her books. Mitch has gone to sit on a machine gun. No, I might, I might just join the others and just see what's going on with the prisoner. You're going to go watch. We're here with all these statues. It's okay. <laughs> Mitch is left alone with the dark evil. Okay. Right. On the rear deck, there are two sailors. There is the prisoner. There are a couple of cats. You lot troop it out. And one of the sailors is like, Mr. Matteo, can we help you all? Uh... Someone to see the prisoner. Uh, before we go in there, I say uh, a, a brief word with you and you. You mean they're standing on the rear deck, Matteo and Rebecca? Right. Yeah. <laughs> just checking. You didn't mean like the guards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just administered the Vulcan nerve pinch. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I thought you were talking to the guards as well. <laughs> yeah, Take sorry. a step forward and just chop them both on the necks. And I'm like, oh, it works in films. <laughs> just before we go in there, could I just take you around this uh, discreet corner? Would you, would you mind if I just distract you for a snack? <laughs> uh, right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sure. Hello. Uh, we'll move discreetly aside somewhere. You're standing. I, you shut the door to the rear deck so you can all talk quietly mm. in the corridor. Thomas joins you at this point. Um. Oh, and you're here too. I say, uh, flatly looking at Thomas. Oh well. Uh, I have an ill-conceived plan. Okay. Oh, uh, good. N- name it. Um. Plan A. Uh, detail it. Um, I, depending on how this interview goes, I may pretend that I'm still an active cultist, uh, in order to try and plumb him for information. I suspect this will not work, but I just wanted you guys to know in case I go over to him and I, I go like, actually, I'm a cultist. It's fine. And I don't. I didn't want you to be alarmed by it or anything, or think uh, that I had some sort of ulterior motive. I'm definitely on team good guys now. All I right. don't think that's going to work if any of us are even in the room at the time. I don't think it's going to work either in that way. Uh, you'd have. Mm. Yes, I mean, I mean, my my plan, my plan would have worked a little bit better if. Um, the reason I'm trying to set this up is so that I can just be like, oh, can you two step out for a moment? But Thomas is also here now. <laughs> be like, could everyone leave me alone? Just me and the guard and him. If, it, mm. if, it's, if you want to try this out, I don't have to go in. Uh, no, no, you go inside, but we'll... Uh, I, I think I think if it, if it looks like it... If he looks like he might be talkative, I'll, I'll give you the sign and we mm. can, uh, you know... Yeah, I don't know if it will work. Um... But, but we have to try. But right. we and we don't have to try. But I'm willing to let you try. Yes, we have to try. Um, okay. Yeah, it, it seems worth a try. Uh, just whenever you're saying anything culty, if you could just every time you do that, turn to me and wink so that I remember you're not a cultist. That would be very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> 
no. Uh... Well, Mateo's love would be like, Chai, put him in the kidneys! Uh, encourage the guards to leave then. Ah, oh, my knees. They can stand outside the. Door. No, the guard. The guards can remain because, uh, you know, they're just guards. Who cares about guards? Uh, Who okay. is going out onto the rear deck to see the prisoner? All of you. There are currently six, uh, five of you. Yeah, well, no, let's platoon in. <laughs> Hey, uh, the guard looks up and he's like, hello again, Mr. Romero, um, other beloved passengers. <laughs> and friends. <laughs> um, the captain's given orders that uh, you can talk to him, but um, don't try anything funny or we'll have to stop you. What, what do you mean, like a joke? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the The guy is... A handcuff to a railing, and is quietly praying to himself. Oh, mm. oh! Can I can I roll can I roll my occult knowledge on his prayer? You can indeed roll your occult knowledge on his prayer. Uh, I think it's in the bottom. No, um, it's there. Uh, this sounds like uh, an invocation to invoke the blessings of the Isle of the Tep. You remember it well. You used to do it yourself. <laughs> Is it like the Lord's Prayer where you know the start and the end and you just kind of mumble the middle? <laughs> yeah. if, you don't mumble the middle for this one because the Isle of the Tep turns up. <laughs> we'll we'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so effective. <laughs> I can just imagine you going up to him and saying, Oh, fun. <laughs> He opens his eyes and stares at you as you approach, Jack. Is everyone else sort of like staying a few steps back and letting... So you can still hear, but you're not all like crowding around him like, tell us your yeah, secrets. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. near the door. This plan is so ill thought out that I, I don't really know what I'm going to say to him. <laughs> uh, the guy opens his eyes as you move closer, Jack, and he spits at you. <laughs> I, I dodged the spit. It's easy to dodge this bit. He's handcuffed and he's like, the traitor, the Lord has named you as the next to die on his altar. Your soul will be reclaimed. Yes, yes, yes. I've heard it all before and from people who weren't handcuffed. It doesn't matter that I am handcuffed. I have already doomed you all. My mission is complete. My rewards will be eternal. Um, yeah, about that. Uh, you're, 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 you're lucky we didn't have Peggy here. She wanted to blind you and... <laughs> um, travelers we, can still, we can still get her if you want. Is no threat to me. My immortal soul shall be forever protected in the realm of dreams. Is this where nightmares come from? Um, bollocks. I don't have no idea what to say this cunt. Um... Let me, uh, I, I, I turn to Matteo and I, 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 I like, let me have a moment alone to talk with him. I'll, uh, mm, I'll look hesitant and then nod to the others and indicate that we'll leave. Okay. Um, the guards remain, but they also move back a little bit so you can talk. I, uh, 
I give him a cultish hand signal. I see you still remember some of our signs, but his lord himself, the lord himself has appeared to all of us to name you traitor. Your soul shall be the next to be reaved. I am deeply undercover. <laughs> Your lies are so transparent. Well, I thought it was worth a go, I say. <laughs> <laughs> he has appeared himself to all our dreams to name you traitor. Mm. And it's too late. Your soul will be driven back to his embrace. Um No, I've got I've got another deal kinda going on at the moment. The cat goddess will not save you forever. She will uh, be devoured and locked in the darkest depths of Kadeth. Um How how is the cult going on? You uh you, you got anything exciting happening since we uh since we stopped all of your things on Great Dragon Island? He will be born soon. Mm. When he is born, he shall rise and rent the world. And the silver bird is no longer needed. The world shall end in fire and darkness. Oh, that that, that was interesting. Uh, you, got any, you got any more about that? The silver bird not being needed? You knew this already. Well, that's true. You have been told of his birth. And you shall be a gift given to the child's christening. Man, I'm just one guy. He should he should move on. He should care about other people, you know. Probably not Chris. I, I found <laughs> I found I found another I found another god, you know. You are his forever. Uh, all right, well th- thank you. This has been wonderful. I say I walk back to the others and I was like, no, it didn't work. I like I like I I didn't think it would work, but um yeah. <laughs> oh, oh well, your turn. I say he's not got much going on, though. Really, who wants to go next? Nobody else stepping forward. Um, I don't have anything that I want to ask him. Really, <laughs> he just don't care. Like he's just going to say all of like, oh the. The Dark One will arise and stuff like yeah, that. You're, you're perfectly right, Matteo. So just to be clear, nobody else wants to ask him any more questions. Uh, that's true, I think. All right, I'll go then. All right. Um, the guards are like, no. What? You're not talking to him alone. We have. I didn't want to talk to him alone. You're making an assumption, guards. They are. Like so. Like, so you guys don't count as people, then. They're all in the corridor. Remember? Oh you right, I didn't realize they came out. Out. You just said they stepped back a bit further. Yeah, you all moved away to let um, Jack talk to him alone. But we're Fine. yeah. Yeah, I've I've just come back over to you because you know <laughs> it didn't fucking work. Yeah, they, they will let you approach as long as you have Rebecca or Matteo watching. Yeah, I'll come out with Chai. Yeah. Okay. Go, go approach cultist with Rebecca. You approach. The guards are watching you. You, you are the, one of the people the captain specifically told them to keep an eye on. Cool. Um, it's fine. He, the cultist is praying quietly and he looks up at you both and he's like, 
Yes. Hi. Dominate. Forget everything. Remember nothing. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! That didn't do the power roll. You've already done your first one, so you have to do it separately. Ah. Uh, I got a feeling. It might work. At you. That this thing gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> Worth a try. I am protected by the glory of the Lord. Your feeble spells are nothing in comparison to Him. Yeah, whatevs. Bye. <laughs> whatevs. Okay. Fuck it. I leave. An acronym used in speech. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't have that. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. I don't have that one. Oh, Noel's got it. Are you doing anything else, Rebecca? Chai? No, I just said I leave. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I thought that talking to him might be a bit of a waste of time, but we, we had to try, right? I mean, hey, uh, Chai, come back over and joins you with Rebecca. Uh, that was quick. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's not a real bunch of laughs. Um, anyone else want to so, want to chat with this guy? So asylum it is then. Yeah, lock him up. Lock him up. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Mitch. Yes. Can you make me a power roll, please? Yeah. Is this because I've just got so much, like, in my hands, in my, in my machine gun, I've just got, like, constantly, like, control its raw power, right? Yes. No. Oh. <laughs> it's nothing to do with all those statues behind that door, right? Probably not. No. It's just... I mean, there's at least one door between you and them. Exactly. And it's locked. Yeah. Make me a sanity check as well. <laughs> you are happily guarding the hold. Occasionally a member <laughs> of the crew walks past. Um, Walter sticks his head out of his office and is like, really need to sit there with a machine gun, Mitch. It makes me oh. feel alive. <laughs> the raw power between my hands it's just like <laughs> I mean it's not even loaded Mitch oh yeah <laughs> it is loaded well someone needs to look after this door because we can't afford another cultist being on board we we know there's one is there another one we don't know well I'd hope not so would I but hope is a wonderful thing and I've lost all of it yeah how much are we paying you again uh, I don't think you are. Yeah, I think it's time for a pay rise. Yes! <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, um, I'll arrange a pay rise for you, Mitch. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I'm arranging one for myself as well. That's good, that's good. But, I, I, but I, I'm just worried. Like, everyone's off, like, if I was a cultist, I'd want to, like, cause a distraction and, like, you know, there's a lot of things behind this door. I don't think that we should leave these alone at any point. Um, You're probably, that's until, probably wise. Until we get to land. And then we're safe, right? 
No. Oh. <laughs> I've been travelling with this group long enough to realise this is not how it works. And the I good thing is, this boat doesn't explode. I thought this would be a great opportunity when I was like, you know, they were all like, oh yeah, Mrs. Vanderbilt needs a, you know, a secretary to go with her and help arrange her travels around the world. Yeah, all right, Walter, you don't have a rich inner life. <laughs> and all I wanted to do was make uh, vanilla custard creams. I don't, <laughs> I don't oh, know the worst kind I, of custard cream. Why don't I take a stint guarding the door and you go make some vanilla custard creams? The galley, no. right there. <laughs> That sounds like a great idea. I'll go we to can the leave galley. the door so the galley opens so you can still see me and uh, you make some vanilla custard creams. Yeah, yeah. Make... Cooking. <laughs> I don't I don't want to alarm anyone, but on my bingo sheet I have a mode of transport is obliterated. Uh. <laughs> you make vanilla custard creams, Jack's favourites. Jack's favourites. Go... I'm ignoring you. <laughs> We're going to send you some around you and you'll have to eat them because they're a gift. Exactly. No, I'll simply throw them away. Not if Foxby sends them to you. I will simply throw them away. For those of you who don't know, I was saying that these, these like, vanilla jammy dodgers with the, with the like, the vanilla these, cream these in are better than regular jammy dodgers. Because they've got vanilla cream in them, but it's not true because they... But got it is true. Which makes them worse. Anyway, um, what are people doing? You've still got a little while before you reach Hanoi, or are you all just chilling and taking it easy until you get to land? Is anyone going to go in to convince Captain Marlin that the person you should be calling is the asylum, not the police? Uh, I mentioned it earlier, uh, but I don't think I'm the best placed person to do that. Who Who is nominally in charge these days? Mateo. Oh, better be Mateo then. Um, he's the person Mrs. Vanderbilt trusts the um, most. But but also, I think the thing that I'm doing uh, while we approach Hanoi is I'm uh, I'm loitering on the rear deck watching the cultist because I know what we can do. You're just making, <laughs> you're just making sure he doesn't start with any uh, dark rituals. I'm I'm making sure he doesn't dominate a guard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just standing. I'm just standing there, loitering in a way which suggests that I definitely do have a pistol. Sorry, what? What do you need to check with me? Uh, someone needs to convince the captain to not call the police when you arrive in Hanoi, but call the asylum. Uh, Otherwise, the right. going to be like, "Hello, authorities. Yeah, this yeah, man sorry. tried to blow my ship up. Take him away to the police station." Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, okay, fine. Uh... I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll speak to the, uh, I'll speak to the captain. Hey, you go to see the captain. Chai, what are you doing? Don't know, really. Um, not a lot. I might go for a rest. Hey, you're going for a rest. Chai goes to her room to have a snooze. Thomas, what are you doing? Like just uh, since since all this has happened, Thomas hasn't really been able to, you know, be be an athlete, you know, be his character. So I feel like I don't know, doing some exercises out on deck or something. So you're going to go to the forward deck. Yeah, why not? And do some exercising. Okie dokie. Uh, Jack is loitering here. Mateo is off to see the captain. Rebecca, what are you doing? 
I am heading down to the galley for some coffee and to see what's going on down here. Okay, you find Walter and Mitch standing over the machine gun down by the galley having vanilla custard creams and a cup of tea. And they offered you some biscuits and some tea or coffee. Hello, I will take biscuits and coffee. That's ideal. How are things down here? Walter is like, uh, Mitch has done some cooking. I'm helping him guard this door full of horrible cursed artifacts. It's a good plan. We're not that far away from port now, are we? No, it shouldn't be long. Maybe another 20 minutes. But I saw um, Mitch out here and I was like, you know, last time we left a bunch of horrible cursed artifacts being guarded by one person, it went really badly. So maybe there should be two of us. Hmm. I don't think you were with us when we first arrived in Shanghai and we left some someone alone with some horribly cursed artifacts. And then Mrs. Vanderbilt and Dr. Vanderbilt fell out of the time stream. No, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, yeah, they fell out of the time stream. They pissed off some horrifying dark god and, and everyone had to go on a small miniature side quest to rescue them. Making notes. Yeah, yeah. And Walter takes your notebook off you. (laughs) (laughs) In his jacket pocket. (laughs) He keeps stealing your notebooks. I pull out my other notebook. Okay, go (laughs) What was just like, no, no, you're not having notes on this. (laughs) Feeding this into a flame. Right, you're you're having um, coffee and ketchup. And you just loitering down here to help Mitch and Walter keep an eye on the door that leads to the cursed hold of doom. Uh, for a little bit, I was going to take some tea back upstairs, but it depends how, well, on what time scale we're on at the moment. Okay, I'll come back to you in a bit. So, uh, Matteo, you find Captain Marlon. He's on the bridge. He is giving directions on how to, um, you know preparing to dock, and he turns, and he's like, ah, Mr. Romero, we should be docking shortly. He gestures out the window, where you can see the port. Uh, hello. Yes, I'm, I'm here to talk about our, uh, our prisoner. Please tell me he's still alive. (laughs) Ow. Uh, he is, but having now had some conversations with him and other people reporting similar as well, uh, I'm of the opinion that this is not a matter for the police. He tried to blow us up! I think it's a matter for the asylum. Oh, well, I guess that makes sense. Well, I've radioed the authorities. We can tell them we need an ambulance and we can just stuff this guy in a asylum, I guess. We still need to tell the police that, you know, he tried to blow us up and why. But, you know, I've got the discretionary yes. fund for the boat so we can just throw pound notes at people until they take him away. Uh, Yeah, I think we should just put him away. Is he another one of those crazy Fruit Loops that have been attacking Dr. Vanderbilt and Mrs. Vanderbilt for the past several months? Exactly. He's part of that whole group. He needs to be locked up as soon as possible. 
Yeah. Or else he'll just get back in touch with his friends and the whole thing will continue. I would like to avoid anyone else trying to blow up the boat whilst we're on it. It doesn't go well if you're on a boat in the middle of the ocean and it sinks. Mm. So we're happy with plan get this uh get get this man the sort of help he needs. Yes. Very well. Um leave it with me. I'll go send a radio message saying we need an ambulance. I think there's an asylum outside Hanoi. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'll go and arrange that. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Uh the captain goes to send a message to Shaw and the boat nestles up shortly afterwards at the docks of Hanoi. Um the cultist hasn't tried any magic spells, Jack, whilst you've been on deck keeping an eye on him. And Good. after you are docked, um, several police officers, a couple of uh, orderlies come on board and like drag him off into the back of a private ambulance on the dockside where they sedate him and then drive off with him into the distance. They're going to go and put him in a padded room. Excellent. I'm sure that will never go. I'm sure that'll never come back to haunt us. Um, I seek out Craig's character, whose you name knock- I've, I've forgotten. Chai. That's right. It is Chai. You knock on the door to Chai's room just after they've dragged the cold beast away. Sorry, it de- it derailed my train of thoughts because his his character name on Discord is Hungry. Yes, yes, it is currently, because I haven't <laughs> changed it. Craig is playing a goblin in D&D called Hungry. <laughs> um, um, oh, what? You're going to talk to Chai? Yes. Um, what was it about? It was important. What are we going to do about all this, all this cursed shit that we're full of? I mean... Realistically, we need to get it off the boat, but also get it to a place where it's not quite, you know, where it can't be used against us, basically. Mm. Hey, well, you've knocked on Chai's door. Chai, someone knocked on your door. It's Jack. Hello, Jack. Good morning. How are you feeling? Yeah, not too bad. Bit vexed about the cultist, but nothing we can do about that now. Yeah, cultists say eh? they get everywhere. <laughs> yeah, they do. You're not a cultist anymore, so it's not funny joke. <laughs> I was just trying to lighten the mood. Um, Chai, would you like to Kaiju Jitsu Jack so that his uh, larynx no longer works? No. Ah, my larynx. I use that all the time. <laughs> I'm always laryngeal. Um, you need it to talk, Jack. <laughs> yes, I know. Um, what are we going to do about all this cursed shit that's knocking about <laughs> on the boat? We need well, to get off the boat, and we need to get it somewhere safe. Everything that isn't the god of a bloody tongue statue, that is the one that was in my box of art... Of art of of um, archaeology equipment, right? Yeah. All of them except that one 
think we just dump and hope. That of that one though, we probably need to properly desanctify, or it's probably gonna convert the whole Isle of Hanoi. I um we we need to we need to gather the others and discuss this. I guess um, I think probably we, I think we need to get rid of this stuff as soon as possible. But I don't think we can. Yes, I think we just uh, yeah. I think we just need to lock it up somewhere that's relatively safe. Yeah, Maybe a bank. I have a you know a safety deposit yeah, box. Safety deposit like, box. Yeah, we know all evil anyway already. Just lock it all in a bank vault somewhere and be like. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a cursed bank vault in Hanoi. We'll just ignore that for now. Put it in the mine and blow the mine up. <laughs> the miners are like, our livestock! That's not the right word. Livelihood. That's the, that's the right word. Our livestock, the little cold goblins. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, you head towards the lounge of Chai then. Uh, Thomas, make me an athletics roll. Athletics. Dun 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 dun. dun. Uh, I'm going to assume you mean like just dexterity, because athletics was not a skill. I thought you had a skill for your being and and dude. And dude. You know. Um. Well, I've got. Like I've, I've taken the individual skills, like uh, oh yeah, and things like that. And yeah, yeah. Roll, roll, roll them. The individual skills for your your dexterity based being an athlete. Okay, let's have a look. I've got <laughs> no, not ukulele smithing. Let's have a look. What is there? I've got climb, dodge, oh, climb, throw, use dodge. Uh, anything else? Not swim, because that means getting off the boat. Oh! I just did throw. Oh, you did? Yeah. Uh, I think that's all of them. Just, you got some ticks there. You're doing a bit of a workout, exercising on the front of the ship, keep it in trim. you got to yeah. win those gold medals when you get home. <laughs> I think that's all of them. Yeah, I think that's it. All the cool. individual skills, anyway. Oh, jump, jump. Jump, yeah. Oh, at least it wasn't a critical failure, and you jump off the boat. Jump off the boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I, I accidentally did the long jump instead of the high jump. <laughs> so, Peggy, what have you been doing? You've been in the lounge thinking about stuff. Mm. Um, I was trying to see whether or not I could find anything or ways of uh keeping the statue safe, but we kind of did that manually. Um, yeah, but I mean, you're about to dump them in a room on land and hope they stay there. I mean, I guess they need to do that there as well. Um, do you have the Elder Sign spell? I can't find it. I don't know whether or not I can research it. Uh, what book have you got? Have you got any books? Uh, you can see my books. No, I can't. But you can. Yeah, I see everyone's books. Oh. The weather. Gods of Reality, Leave it to Iron, Seven Cryptic Books of Hassan. Okay. Um, I mean, something in the non standard books, apparently. Doomless Cults, Advent of Silver Key, Adventures of No Mutual. 
So which book do you want to try and look through? Because they have a mythos rating on, and if you pass the mythos rating, you find the thing you're looking for. Mythos. Uh, Libre de Iron, I guess. The Libre de Iron. That is a good one to pick. It's in French. Oh, no, that's the Libre Avon. It's still the Libre de Iron. Okay, roll me a D100. You need... I know what you need. <laughs> a critical success. I'll take that. Fine. Wow. Uh, you have pieced together the Elder Sign spell from the Libre de Ivon. You haven't learned it yet, but you have w- worked out how to do it. Okay. Let me add that to your character sheet. Wow, it's like one of those things where you're like, oh, I should really know how to do this, and you never quite get around to it. Well, he just got around to it, and now he knows how to do it. I'm outraged. (laughs) Outraged. Please, with this one. Where is it? I think it's in here. I can just copy it. Uh, I have light and darkness. Oh, it's not in here. Pat didn't know it. Okay. Nope. I'll have to get it out of the grimoire. <laughs> this is the first time I think anyone has bothered to learn the Elder Sign in for ages. It takes a lot of pow. Mm. Yeah, but you've got lots of pow. Yeah, but I've got lots of pow because I'm not just willy-nilling it away on Elder Signs every time someone goes, this could really do with an Elder Sign on it, which once someone has the Elder Sign spell, is every five fucking minutes. <laughs> So you just need to get into the habit of siphoning power from everyone you meet. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to do that, but I wasn't allowed. Yeah, that's you why tried I anyway, found... and it didn't work. That's I why didn't. when I found I that... I tried uh... to dominate. That's why when I found that um, spell that makes like a, a stick, every time I touch someone, it takes their magic power out of them. Yeah, I've never had that book. Yeah, it was in French, I think. <laughs> Just translates everything into a useless dead language. Bonjour. <laughs> Basically, yeah. There you go, Nido. You now have the Elder Sign on your character sheet. Yeah. You haven't learned it, but you've found the script for the spell. Which is a useful thing to have. Uh, and as you are finishing your researches, Chai and Jack walk in, and Matteo comes back down from upstairs. Rebecca, are you still hanging out with Mitch and Walter, keeping an eye on this room full of horrible nightmare things? Um, yeah, for now. Okay. The ship has docked. So, Peggy, Chai, Matteo, and Jack, you're in the lounge. Uh, you can see Thomas like standing on top of something doing stretches jumping jacks and jogging uh, on the top okay. I, uh, I, I, know, I know why he's doing it but watching him just makes me feel tired <laughs> are you calling Thomas inside or are you going to leave him to his exercise uh, I'm inside yeah yeah we, sh- we should summon everyone to the talking chamber um, sure. 
you know that Mick and well, you find Mick and Rebecca keeping watch outside of the room for horrible artifacts. Mm-hmm. A brief chat with you. What was that? Uh, we tell them that we need a brief chat. Walter's like, well, um, hang on. He he summons a couple of crew members and they're like, right, we'll stay here and make sure no one goes in this room. You go upstairs. All right. Okay. We go up. Walter will remain on guard with some crew. Good luck, Walter. Well, I don't want anyone messing with them. Right, you all gather. You're docked in Hanoi. The cultist has been shipped to a asylum. So now you need to decide what to do with your lovely collection of statues and an altar to Nyarlathotep. We could sell these for good money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or sell them back to the cult. <laughs> sell them to the cult. <laughs> There's quite a lot of quite good craftsmanship on these. You know, they're, you know, they're pretty uh, fetch. Unfortunately, they're so cursed. <laughs> What's the government guidance on how to safely destroy artifacts? Um... Oh, I'm just going to the bathroom. Make a plan. So, so what's the safest thing to do with these? Right? Yeah, I don't. I I don't know. Is the thing is well, I, we we thought somebody... we thought lock them up in a bank vault for a few months. Yeah, a security lock or whatever it was. Yeah, if because, we, you know, cultists, of, um, cultists would never be able to break into a bank vault. Well, no, but they have plenty of these things. These aren't the most cursed things in the world. We're just trying to keep them out of the hands of um, yeah. regular idiots. If we can put them in a storage location and then we can ward the storage location. <laughs> yeah. Walter, I think I think it's time for you to go to um, go and open us a safety deposit box. Walter's. I'm Walter. I can't answer because the GM's not here. Blue, 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 blue. And I encase yeah. them in cement and bury them in the middle of nowhere. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Is like put them at more of a permanent place. Hmm. Um. Do we have the time to actually physically go and do that? We we'll are. Go to the building block. site and dump them in the foundations of a building. Oh wow! Oh yeah, of, of, <laughs> of the of the Hanoi First Children's Hospital. Yes, let's curse a whole building. <laughs> we, we, we can't leave them where people will go. No, that yeah. that would not work. We 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 put that we put them in in a bank vault that that will keep them safe for enough for now. I mean, um, and, and, no, yeah. and nobody cares about cursing bankers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> bankers deserve to be cursed. So. Yeah. <laughs> Really, we're doing the world a service. It's a moral victory. Yeah. yeah. Yes. The only the only thing I'm think that we may need to keep around is that one. I say, gesturing to the Vendenev statue. Mm-hmm. You might not be wrong on that because it has a sign on it saying "Open me at the final confrontation." <laughs> yeah, doesn't sound cursed at all. Well, no, I mean it is cursed. Uh you could talk. You <laughs> it's cursed because of you. Uh <laughs> not this character. <laughs> um But that that uh, I don't know. I think we should keep that one around and do a bit more research to see where this Ithaqua person falls on the um the the scale of Nyalathep hatred, because we're already getting assistance from Bast. She hates him. 
Mm. Kind of feel that it's going to be a whole case of we can use this effect of stature, but if we do, it's going to make the next campaign we play harder. <laughs> oh, well, we'll live with that. That's, that's tomorrow's problem. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a problem for the investigators from the 20th century. <laughs> we are in the 20th century. <laughs> that's how you sound. <laughs> oh, do I do I technically make the noise one? <laughs> Next time I'm uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's weird that you yeah. sort of sort of can't see Nido. Yeah. But yeah, I think leaving them in the middle of nowhere, trapped in something, making them difficult to get to. Because the problem with the bank is that people go to banks. Yeah. And also, like, it's not very far away from the cultist. He's sure he's in an asylum, but he's also in the same town as the bank, or near the, near the bank. But again, these aren't the most cursed things in the world. They've got plenty of these things. We just The reason we're locking them up is, isn't to keep them out of the hands of the cult, who can just make more. They're to keep them, they're to keep them, like, you know, it's so that we don't just, like, put them in the Hanoi charity shop. Yeah. And somebody's like, my, what a beautiful soapstone statue. Yeah. We just want to keep them away from ourselves without the public certainly getting their hands on them. No one's probably going to come here and try and find a single... Yeah, I mean, member, I mean, or some stuff. There's too much stuff going on on a different continent. So. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't cause any problems in being in the ground, though, does it? It's not like, oh, we're going to like. Uh, I don't think so. No, the uh, the 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 Cthulhu one like causes real problems if it gets wet. <laughs> yeah, or in the sea. So just in the ground wouldn't be good because it'd get wet. So it'd have to be surrounded by concrete or something like that. Hmm. Yeah, or or some sort of bank vault. We could we could bury the bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put, put the bank the vault and then encase the bank in cement, and then we, just... <laughs> we, we, we make we make someone eat them, then we shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, you. <yeah. laughs> yeah, put them in a safe in a bank vault, and then just. Fill yeah. the bank with I'd, cement. We're, we're just going to be hung up on them, really. And I, I, it, yeah. Honestly, I don't, I don't think it matters that much. If it was like, yeah. like they're, they're statues designed to curse somebody, so we just want to get them away from us and away from the general public. Um, it, if it was something like a copy of the Necronomicon, like wow, where everyone's going to be like, "Oh, I'm horny for that." Yeah, <laughs> don't you? Yeah. We, we would have to take much more precautions. Just burn it. If they're oh, just God. in a bank vault, then nobody's going to access them unless, apart from us, right? So it's yeah. fine. Uh, uh, one of our, um, uh, uh, one of my first Call of Cthulhu characters in one of Russet's games shot a copy of the Necronomicon to destroy it. <laughs> yeah. didn't, didn't end well. Um, <laughs> I'm, just, uh, I'm conceptually more worried about, like, say, making them part of the foundations of a building or something. Yeah, that, that, yeah. that, that feels that feels like it might have transitive properties for the, yeah. the whole casting. Uh, I really like the idea of just finding like a really nice building, like like the first Hanoi Puppy Hospital or something that's is being built, and put one in every in like yeah. the four corners of the foundation. Well, they're building a new wet uh, wet market in Hanoi. You see, oh, I was just thinking. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think ultimately they need to be a separate object, yes. Oh yeah, now now choose which of the which which cursed wing of the hospital you'd like to reside in. Um can I go to a different hospital? I'm afraid your insurance only covers this one. <laughs> um I mean who here knows the most about these artifacts? Probably Peggy. Probably Peggy. Or or me. <laughs> or, uh, actually, no. Or the cultist. Yeah. Yeah. Or the cultist, yeah. Probably you, actually. Given that I can probably, can probably whip these things up if you give me an afternoon. Yeah. Used to have these for breakfast. Um, but we should, we should check with Peggy in case she has any ideas. Yeah. Sorry about that. I'm back. So what's your plan? Where's Peggy? Um, uh, Nido's character. So our, our plan is to make sure there won't be any serious repercussions for just locking these up for a while and then lock them up for a while. Okay, roll your Cthulhu mythos. Yeah. All of us? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Why was I looking at my spells? Oh, I wanted to see if I knew the Elder sign. Which I don't. I know. Right. Let me try this. I really wish I had a good Cthulhu mythos no, you don't. You don't. No, you, don't. <laughs> you don't wish that. You don't. Um, no, I don't. I don't know enough about him. He doesn't know enough about him. Right, I'm gonna leave. Uh, hey, hang on. I've I've got to do the thing. Uh, what happens if you push oh, a Cthulhu, a, a Mythos roll? <laughs> uh, you would then critically fail it, like like Matteo just did. Yeah. Uh, can I can I watch what happens to Matteo and then decide if I want to push my roll? <laughs> I'm going to send some messages. Okay. Oh, where's my, where's my okay. alarm going off? Okie dokie. Panic. I uh, don't know. My alarm went off for some reason. Probably not important. <sighs> oh, there's a there's a bit in Mission Impossible we were watching last night where... Um, Someone talks about getting ten million dollars in twenty in like used twenty dollar bills, and um and we went away and did the maths right, and it's um that's that's five hundred kilograms of notes, which would which would fit into uh, fit into two hundred and fifty suitcases, hella briefcases. <laughs> A few. It's not not the most subtle way of getting getting paid illicitly. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I like Jack's plan. Let's do that. Right, I have sent messages to Peter and Rebecca. And if you all have a think about the statues and like leaf through your, your archaic tomes of dark mysteries... Most of you draw a blank, but Rebecca and um, Matteo think. Well, I mean, I I'm behind my plan. I'm just not a hundred percent sure whether it's uh, you know whether it will work. Yeah. Okay. Is checking. I think it will work. Well, just to just to understand my um, how I should respond to this information that you just uh, messaged me. Um. I don't think, even if I remembered that first part, that would be what I wanted to do. No, but other people might do it if you teach them the words. Um, 
no, I don't think I would teach them the words. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's not going to be my approach. Let's do a ritual on the thing. Does that sound like the sort of thing that? No, but that's what you remembered. Uh, and the, the second bit, you yeah, remember it yeah. working perfectly with no repercussions. So the the second bit, I was gonna. Uh, so what I am gonna say, based on this, then it is. We could just smash them, like how the uh, the altar in London was destroyed by smashing it. That worked fine, right? Uh, doubt dot emoji. Um. <laughs> Anyone who was in London can roll their intelligence for me, please. Uh, I wasn't there. You were not there. Uh, was... Rebecca was not there. Thomas was not there. Chai was not there. Mitch was there. Was that? Mitch was in London. No, no, no he wasn't. He, he was just after London. Yeah. Well, none of yeah. you there. None of yeah, you were no, there. Yeah. No one there is to double. There was no one there to double check Matteo's memory. So you're, is- so you're talking about something that we don't. Okay, so uh, I say, right. That was before all of you. Um, Until my before all my friends died. <laughs> <laughs> as he sits there and looks around this room of strangers remembering London, which was like what two months ago before all my <laughs> yeah. real friends died um <laughs> yeah, you remember that Antoine smashed a statue which was an altar to Nyarlathotep mm-hmm. in um a spice shop in London, and that was absolutely fine and had no bad repercussions at all. Wait, didn't he die? No, um, it possessed um, Aiden and turned him into an avatar of Nyarlathotep. Um, but Matteo doesn't remember that bit. He just remembers that smashing it worked. Oh, uh, Matteo, why, why you I remember the bad bit, not the good bit, but not the bad bit? <laughs> I, I, I recount this tale. I say then, uh, look, listen, um, Antoine uh, smashed a big old statue of uh, uh, of you know that that guy I'm not going to say the name uh, uh, in in a in a shop in London and it 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 didn't have any negative effects it was fine so why don't we just destroy them where's Anton now <laughs> where's Anton now is, is the question is this going to jog my memory is what I'm going to say Antoine getting um, forcibly employed in Kadath happened weeks later and had nothing to do with it. That that was Antoine doing a ritual that he shouldn't have done. Yeah, yeah, that's me where, getting lured where into Antoine now is a really astute <laughs> question. And Antoine isn't strictly dead. It's unavailable right now. <laughs> with us uh, any longer, but that happened much later. Cool, but like every time we every time we go near these things, right? Like even being in the same room, shit happens. Like mm. I say, we leave them in the box, put them somewhere. I was saying burying them in the ground, right? Because you get them out of the box, shit goes down, everything goes to fucking crap. So things. I don't. I mean, I, I don't want to. I don't want to like second guess you, Matteo. It's just that you sound like you've critically failed a Cthulhu Mythos roll. We de- we destroy them. We don't need to worry about where to put them. I don't see any. I don't see the downside of this plan. 
all right. I've been I I I've been told not to see the downside of this plan. <laughs> all right. What what? Well, I tell I tell you what. Why don't you destroy them then, Matteo? Okay. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. I can't kill his character. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we've heard the options, and we should leave them in a bank vault in their boxes, and then I mean, keep going with what we're doing. Exactly. So I was like, we can bury them, but then I'm like, well, like, like some of them, you say you get wet, but they could get wet in the ground. So I'm like, a bank vault is only three months, right? And then it's kind of like, yeah, yeah. We, I tell, I tell you what, let's let's pop them in the bank vault, and we can revisit this decision in three months' time when we're all slaves of uh, his imperial holiness. And then we can go and get them back again, and we can use them. Yeah, yeah, we can get them back yeah. for him, and he'll love us. And he certainly won't have me pulled apart over a spit. Um, it definitely won't be a problem to recover all of the cursed money. <laughs> <laughs> we had a plan. We all agreed on it. I mean, sure, we could smash them, but I just like we had to, we opened the box and then shit happened, right? And oh, like, I'm like, we don't open the box ever again. I'd I'd re I'd really like to do one thing in the session that isn't talk about these artifacts. <laughs> right, uh, you talk to Walter. Uh, he makes arrangements to hire a bank vault in the uh, local um, bank, and uh, you cart these crates of statues into the back of a van, drive it to the bank, carry the unopened boxes into the bank vault, and are like, are you going to let Peggy put a ward, like maybe on the inside of the bank vault door or something? Does Can she I tell us? Chat? Can I have just a chat with Jack quick? You can. Hang on. Peggy has told you she can ward them. Yeah. But yeah, you can talk to Jack. So I, I just, uh, just want to have a private chat with Jack. Uh, just start over to one side. I sidle, I sidle off for a discussion while we're doing this. Yeah. Everyone else is carrying these boxes carefully and you drag Jack to one side. You know, all these, you know, that this flute thing that we had over was and all these weird artifacts we found. Mm. Well, I, I found something in Australia and I'm not sure if I should be walking around with it. Uh, I'm immediately like, like light to medium extreme alarm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, light this is to like, medium extreme. This is like yeah. someone rolling down up their sleeve and revealing the zombie bite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, one of one of my eyebrows sort of moves up into the top of my hairline for a second, and then I reach up and push it back down. <laughs> uh, what what thing can you show me? Um, it's it's not as weird headdressy thing. I say, I say, can you? I say, can you show me again? But my voice now it sounds much higher pitched, and uh, <laughs> you, uh, you might call it a mask of uh, Nial. Uh, <laughs> it's made of gold, and it seems to have like eyes engraved on it. And you recognise it, Jack, as the um, headdress that Queen Nita Crease was wearing at one point. Uh, 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 um, sanity roll then? Uh, sanity roll and Cthulhu Mythos roll. Oh, good. In which order? Uh, that order I said. Okay, great, thanks. Uh, and I am... Uh, that don't look good. Uh, can't luck sanity rolls. Uh, time for a scream. <laughs> and you lose two sanity if you let out a little shriek. <laughs> you, you hold it up and you're like, I don't know if I should have this thing. And you hold it up and I go, ah! 
But I'm just like, I'm like, but Jack, do you think we should put this in the vault with the other stuff? Um, hang on, I need to make a Cthulhu Mythos roll to see what I know about this, like, remarkably cursed thing. Um, oh, where is it? Oh, right, yeah, under C. Uh, yeah, this is the headdress of the eyes, uh, one of the headdresses of the High Priestess. Mm. It does allow you to store extra magic points in it every day. Oh. But wearing it also opens your thoughts to the Great Holy One and allows him to influence you directly. Um, the Great Holy One here being uh, our current bad guy, yeah? Yeah, Meow with the Tep. Yeah. The Black Pharaoh. Uh, the Calling Chaos. The Father of Magus. Yeah, 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 yeah. The uh, Sister of Lies. The, uh, um... The Black Pharaoh, Thomas said. <laughs> the Chicken McNugget. <laughs> uh, um... <laughs> Uh, okay, okay, okay. I say everything is fine here. We must remain calm. I grasp your, I grasp both your shoulders in the manner of someone who's quite unsettled. I'm like, well, um, that... It's not good? It's not... It does have its uses, but all of its uses for you would be bad. It's it's very heavily attuned to, uh, well, you you know who. See, that's why I think I didn't carry it around because I found it. It looked quite pretty. Mm. And just like, after all the events on the boat, I was just kind of like, oh, maybe it's better to like get rid of it. Cause it, it... I mean, it it can store your magical essence, I say, trying to come up with some in-game way of explaining MP. <laughs> uh, you can leave your jizz in it. Um, and <laughs> however... It's like a sponge. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. However, while you dream... Turns you into one, yeah. While you dream, it will it will turn you into a conduit for him, you know him. Oh. So, uh, on the whole, I would I would get rid of it. I would put it in with the other things. But, um, and I didn't realise. I was just kind of like, oh, you know, I've been walking around it, but you know, it's been there. And no, it's it's not your fault. And it does it does, you know, it is very pretty. I say, looking at it, it. is very pretty. Yeah, yeah, and I've only worn gold. it 12 times. <laughs> little diamonds etched into the centre of each eye on the little dangly bits. I've so uh, been using it for my drag act. I so forced... Do you want to just put it on, Mitch, for one, one final time to admire yourself <laughs> in the mirror before you lock it in the vault? You can try it on if you like. You can try it on if you like, Jack. <laughs> I, I forced myself, I forced my eyes to look in opposite direction, so I'm not actually looking at it. I've won it several times, uh, had uh, conversations with a very fascinating individual. Your pen pal. <laughs> He's no. my new best friend. Um, you going to go and pop this in the vault too, Mitch? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the rest of you are just like setting down the last crate full of cursed statue when Mitch comes in and just drops a golden headdress on top of a crate and he's like leaving that here too oh, Mitch comes in and he's like think fast here's one more now the best thing to do is really come up behind Rebecca or Chai and be like this belongs to a beautiful woman <laughs> <laughs> This beyond on a belongs on a beautiful woman channeling Queen Nita Grease. Um uh, I love I love this like we just sort of declared an amnesty on like does anyone else have any have any weird cursed shit that they have that they want to chuck in? Yes, I just found it in, in Australia. Yeah. 
Maybe you want to leave the flute here and uh, and the mirror and sorry, what was that, Freddie? Didn't the flute get a little bit crunched? The flute did get a little bit crunched. I, but you tossing the flute in here as well, just in case it is horribly cursed. Probably best, isn't it? Like we've got a place to be our police of a noble artifact. I really hope no one community. breaks into this bank. <laughs> like it's like a, it's like a my first summon enough attempt. Um, <laughs> kit. Uh, got a great idea for a heist one off. Virgo <laughs> <laughs> Bros is a whole new dimension. Right. Aroni unmuted. You know how in Burgle Bros, whenever you pick up a piece of loot, it's really cursed. Yeah, <laughs> like, like that's that's just what this is simulating. Um, are you leaving the mirror of Mendoza here, or are you keeping that because it I'm might be I'm going to keep it because because it's like I like looking at myself in it. You're keeping I, it. I drew a fine moustache on it so I can look <laughs> see what I'd like be like with a Poirot style moustache. Um. <laughs> I think we definitely also need to surreptitiously get Peggy to cast a ward on this thing because, uh, like, some sort of protection, because otherwise anyone who walks by is probably going to get the magical equivalent of radiation sickness. Um. (laughs) Basically, she's over now. (laughs) On the back of the vault door, maybe, so the vault is protected. Uh, Yeah, she's like, I hate uh, her... Hate going to hate going to the bank. I always feel ill afterwards. Right, Peggy, uh, it, you're going to have to roll me a hard intelligence roll. Mm. Yeah, right. you've got the instructions, but they're currently beyond you. Do you want to share them out and ask someone else to have a look? Yeah, I'll share them and help them. People are really good. Take a look. Right, who's going to help Peggy? She's asking for help. I can help. And Thomas, both roll hard intelligence as you read the notes that Peggy has produced. Anyone else helping? I'm going to say no, Matteo. What was that, Jack? Can I I help? Yeah. Is it it like a dump Uh, MP into it, Spell? Someone's got to work out how to cast it first. Peggy's like... I I can help, yeah. Pulls it out of the book and is like, I don't know how to do this yet. Help! Like, I found it. We're all going to gather around and just read it out loud at the wall. It's not going to go down very well. Rebecca, are you helping? Uh, not sure. Are you just like, nah, this lot have it. Yeah. This lot don't have it currently. Well, Jack, are you going to help? Set... Yes. Mind. Craig? I spend free luck. Okay. Chai's got it. Jack, are you helping? I am. What do I have to do? Hard intelligence. That's a very hard intelligence. Ah, my dump stat. Is that it? No. Unless any of you are spending luck. Chai has spent luck. Yeah, right. I'm, not, I'm not spending that much luck. You all gather around Peggy and um, you're all reading over her notes and chatting together, and Chai, you are able to piece together how to do this thing. It's not as complicated as everyone seems to be making it. It's like It sounds really complicated when you first start reading it, but you realise, actually, it is just a case of drawing the symbol on the back of the... like on the surface you want to draw it on, and then empowering it. Uh-huh. I'm going to add Elder Sign to your character sheet. 
Um, and you can share out the PowerCast. Should you so desire. It's now added to your character sheet. I can help with health. I mean, I don't mind picking up the first one by myself because I have got plenty at the minute. You're just going to do this one yourself then, Chai? Yeah. Yeah, I'll try anyway. Uh, Chai sketches the elder sign symbol, the pentagram with the eye in the centre of it on the back of the vault door and empowers it and it glows a strange pale blue white for a moment and then just is a design on the back of the door. Uh, I assume I need to do the first cast still, though. Do. And uh, it's syntax error, so shall I just do it manually? Yeah, well, pal. The most dread magical spell of all, syntax error. I assume uh, it's roll before taking the 10 off, yeah? Uh. Yes. Okay. In that case, is fine. You successfully empower an Elder Sign. Oh, World Mate has crashed on me. Hang on. Syntax error. Oh, wow. We've warded him. We've done it. <laughs> <laughs> we've warded the GM. <laughs> well, game over, guys. You've locked we me win. in a round ball. We win. <laughs> we win. Hooray. <laughs> Yeah, we we win in like the war games way, where the only way to win is not to play. <laughs> Try, please make me a uh, spot hidden roll. Oh, no. not hidden, not a dump stat. Hmm. No. Hello. You have a thing. Aha, I have a thing. Uh... Oh, cool. Um, You finish erecting an elder sign on the bank vault. You all step outside and slide the bank vault shut and are like, lock! You have locked away a load of statues. Jack and Mitch, I need you both to make me sanity checks, please. You need a hard sanity roll. Oh. <laughs> what kind of clusterfuck is this? <laughs> Three. Oh, no, you can't. You can't spend Can't that. luck sanity, because that's how you become a manatee. <laughs> Uh, Jack and Mitch are absolutely fine. Nothing to worry about. Hooray! Okay, that's really concerning. (laughs) Critical fail, and he's fine. (laughs) You have sealed and warded the vault. Everything is fine. Nothing is ruined. I suspect a few more of these vaults should just be going to the GM. Hmm. Yeah, whispered, yeah. Um, Are you okay? How do you even do that? You, you turn on the whisper toggle. Oh, the top of the top. Yeah, sometimes people accidentally have it and they roll and only the GM sees it. And you can turn it on as the GM if you don't want the players to see what you're rolling. <laughs> or if all the other players shouldn't know what the result of something was. <laughs> 
No, none of these are secret. Oh, um, fine. Well, well, yeah, that's my point exactly. There is clearly nothing wrong here. We have put it all in the bank vault. Let us now leave. Everything's fine. Nothing is ruined. Do you want to hold one of these statues for a while? <laughs> you can put the headdress on the statue. Oh, no. Hey, you retreat back to the fair dinkum. Happily. Snuggling down onto the boat, Captain Marlon is like, so can we resume our journey to Egypt? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes <About>. and no. <laughs> he sighs. Where are we going? Where are we going? You're going to Somewhere, that, somewhere that doesn't use the Suez Canal, please. <laughs> Take us to Berenstrode. Uh, do we have the map? Of the world, just as I'm, I, I sort of think I know what we're doing. Have a map of the world. Yeah. Thank you. Your current plan is to sail into the Red Sea, dock at somewhere on the coast of the Red Sea, like Berenice or Zafaga or Hagada, so you don't go through the Suez Canal. Mm-hmm. Travel over land and get a boat up the Nile. Uh, uh, could you could you ping one of those places on the map for me? Yeah, <laughs> they're all are like they in, are they in the Red Sea? Are they? They're, they're all they're all up like on the coast of Egypt, up on the ah, coast okay. of the Red Sea. So you'll you'll drop off at a port there, nip across land in some cars or a train, and then get on a boat and go up the Nile because that that's not the direction the cult is expecting you to be in. The cult are going to be standing in Suez and um, Alexandria with pitchforks waiting for you, and you don't want to turn up there. Okay, yeah. You know, you just know you're docking Suez, and they'll be like, hello, we are Stabadors, here to unload your boat, (laughs) honest governors. Please all stand with your backs to us whilst we hit you with these shivs. I'm, I'm 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 a Cockney boat, Swain, I am. That's what I am. Oh. <laughs> your your uh, yeah. your best plan is to either get off at Safaga or Berenice because Berenice would be an overland journey like by truck, but Safaga has a train to Quena, and from Quena you can get a boat up the Nile. Do you mind just popping like a little pen mark where those three places are because I don't think they're properly. Mm. Um... They are not listed on the map. This is mm. true. Ow. Right. Just, just, just a little ink droplet. I'll be fine. <sighs> so we could potentially delete the purple route through India because we're definitely not doing that. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah. Egg. Egg. I was just thinking, but I hope we're not going that way because that's the that's a really wrong way. <laughs> but we need to collect the Persian egg. I thought someone was trying to spell Egypt, and I was like, "No, that's already labelled." <laughs> yeah, I thought that as well. <laughs> so your current plan is to sail using this green line. <laughs> up to the coast of Egypt, and then once you reach the coast of Egypt, 
There are, let me just make a little label for you. And now I need text. So you've got... Berenice. And you've got Sophia. I don't know why it's moving them so far away from. I think I think it snaps to like a grid. Yeah. Mm. Right. You, I, got... I think you can turn off no. There's like a no snapping option somewhere. I think I just saw it a minute ago. But well, the, the southern one here is Berenice. Yeah. The northern okay. one here is Safaga. Safaga has a train. Berenice, you'd have to go overland. I. It feels to me like the version where we use trucks of some sort feels a bit more private and more improvisable. If something goes wrong on the train, we're stuck on a train. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, if you, if you think it's safer that way. Do we need equipment for a long run through Egypt then? How yeah? How long? How long do we think it would take the truck option? Um, it would be. Uh, hang on. Probably just a few days to get to the Nile, and then need to get a boat. It's two hundred kilometers to um the source of the Nile at Tingar at Lake. NASA. So it's like a uh, well, that's in a straight line. So following the roads, it's probably about three hundred kilometers through the desert. Okay. Uh, A long overland desert trek. Do we have the supplies to support that? Is Uh, not currently on this boat, but you can probably buy them in the port at Berenice. Okay. Um, and you do have an expert world tomb raider explorer of harsh environments with you, the lovely beautiful Chai. Hello. Uh, and do what was the other question going to be? Does that work with our timetable? I guess it does. Yeah, it's still gonna. You, the longer part of this journey is sailing across the Indian Ocean. Yeah, uh... and once you're on the Nile, it's it's like maybe a week's journey down the Nile on a beautiful steamship called the Karnak. No, yeah, <laughs> I, I I like it. I think we're just gonna massively stick out on a train, and then people are gonna be waiting for us at the other end. That's how I feel about you can the train. Add maybe a week or two to the overall trip. Yeah, that's yeah. not too bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because what we've got three months. Yeah. And it's going to take at least 15 to 20 days to sail across the Indian Ocean from here. So about a month to get where we need to be. Okay, so that gives us two months to do everything in Egypt and Kenya. Yeah, we've got travel time from Alexandria to Kenya as well. We could possibly pick up a flight though, couldn't we? It would be a lot faster to fly to Kenya from Egypt. You could fly over the mountain of the Black Wind... Yep. Not realising it. And then when you find out where it is, you'll be like, fuck! (laughs) 
However, my thinking is just in case this voyage that we're on has any more surprises for us, why don't we act like we're going to do the train version, but actually do the truck version? Could we do that? I guess at this so point, so book tickets in our name. Hmm. Um, yeah, we'll get we'll get a thing um, booked. Yeah, like, we, like we, we, once we once we've docked at Bernice, we could send the boats up to the fire, whatever yeah. the second place was. Yeah. How do we feel about that? I think we're adding quite a lot of bluffs onto this because they're sort of expecting us to do one thing and then they're going to very quickly find out we're doing a different thing, potentially. Well, And then we'll do another other thing. Yeah? Mm. What's wrong with that? I mean, as long as we know what we're doing. Hopefully they won't have any idea that you're driving some trucks through the desert. I'm going to suggest that after this conversation that we have, we don't even talk about the truck option until we have to actually do it. And we behave exactly as if we're going to do the train option. We keep it within the the start with the crew on the boat. We say Mm -hmm. everything about that. Mm. Okay, that seems fair. And in fact, we we can probably lay lay that. We're going to say that. We're going to send the boat up as a decoy whilst we get the train. Leak information under our terms rather than theirs. Mm-hmm. You have a plan. So, h- how are you going to tell Captain Marlon to take you to Bernice? You're just going to be like, sail for Safaka, and then as you get closer, you'll be like, oh, we're running low on tea. You better dock at Bernice. Um, or are you just going to straight up tell the captain to take what your plan is? I. Are there lifeboats on this on this boat? Ah, two lifeboats. You're muted, Hedgehog. That's why we're ignoring you. I thought you were just all rude. Um, <laughs> we are that as well. I I think I think the captain can be trusted. Mm. I I mean we we ha- there there are people we have to trust. Mm. So in, at night we can we can tell the captain right at night. We get on the we get on a lifeboat. We launch ourselves in the darkness of night. It's very dark and out there. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, sure. I've always wanted to die in a lifeboat. That sounds like fun. So I'm, 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 I'm on a river. Sailing past yeah. you're all going to pile into a lifeboat and be like, "We go, lads on tour, lads, 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 lads." lads. <laughs> <laughs> as fun as that sounds, I, I think we can probably bring the captain and only the captain in in on this plan. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. So we bring yeah. the captain in. He knows yeah. that we're on lifeboat. Oh, well, now, what about right. if we ask the captain to then continue on to Rome? Yeah. Well, uh, don't we own the captain? He'll do. He'll just do what we tell him, right? Shrug. Why go go on to Rome? Why? Sorry, I've, I've lost the plot there a bit. As a when, the dock, when the boat docks where it's supposed to dock, yeah. any cultists waiting there will go, oh, look, they're not getting off. My observation is they might not wait for us to get off. They might just attack the boat. And then that just puts the whole crew at, at risk. Oh, well, they're at risk if we, uh, if you know, uh, if in three months we don't succeed. Right. 
Yeah, we could ask... We're not going to fail. Let's plan for success here, Mitch. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. It's like their lives are forfeit if it uh, means that we save the world. We could. What uh, you're saying is we should just leave them to whatever fate happens to them on the docks, Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> It would be useful to maybe keep our allies alive, yeah. I feel. Um, so uh, could we speak to him about perhaps not stopping at uh, Alexandria and just going right past without even docking? Does he have the resources and ability to do that? Tripoli even, or something like that. Mm. It doesn't need to be as far as Rome, necessarily. Something on the African continent to show that we're coming from a different angle or something. Or Jerusalem. Yes. Jerusalem might even... I mean, Jerusalem would be impressive considering it's inland. <laughs> you have to go real fast. Uh, but... but um... Yes, it is inland, but... Jerusalem, uh, famously known for its port. Yeah. Jesus. Have you never been to Jerusalem port? I have. Amazing place. But no, <sighs> you could bring the captain into this discussion now. He is on board the boat. He's not in this room with you. Let's that way go. he buy supplies here in Hanoi. Uh, yes, let's bring the captain in on this so that he, he's not being surprised by this, but the captain is the only member of crew who should know of our secret agenda. So I called up the captain. Uh, yeah, Captain Marlon wanders <laughs> in and he shuts the door to the lounge and he's like, did you uh, get rid of all of your treasures safely in the bank? Please bring me my wine. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but Sorry, what was his question? Did you finish depositing all of your treasures in the bank? Yes, our precious treasures. Oh, deposited. Well, um, um, I'm ready to depart whenever you tell me a destination. Mr. Partridge says you'll let me know where we need to go. Well, um, about that, yes. We have decided... That just in case this trip of ours has any more surprises for us, we engage in a little bit of a ruse. Um, okay. So, what is uh, where are we going? So, this can't leave this room, okay? Um, but our intended destination is uh, Berenice, if that's how you say that. Yes, I know where that is. It's on the yeah. shore of the Red Sea. Yes, uh, we'd like to be. Uh, we'd like to go there, but we would not like to stop there. We would like to leave there on uh, lifeboats, if possible, uh, well, the in secrecy. Um, are boats, and they have a mast with a sail in, or you'd have to row. We would row, I think, okay. as long as we're close enough to the um, uh, the shore that it would not be too dangerous to do so. I can slow down enough that we can launch the boat overnight and mm-hmm. you'll be gone by the morning. Um, but where am I telling the crew we're actually going? 
I don't know because it's no longer on the map for some reason. It was like Sergey or something okay. like that. So, Sergey? <laughs> yeah, with an S. Safaga. <laughs> so your plan is, you want me to say we're sailing for Safaga? Right. Yes. After that, you may or may not choose to uh, dock at uh, Alexandria. I think given the communications of this uh, 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 of this what are we calling him even? Um, Prisoner, I guess. Uh, of, of, of this prisoner, there might be some danger waiting at Alexandria for anyone who chooses to to dock there. So you may choose to go on. Well, after I've dropped you off mm. at Sataka, I will then sail to I don't know Ketholonica and give the crew a few weeks off. That sounds good to me. Don't you then need to go to Kenya? However, or need the boat. Uh, we will need to meet up again. Yes. Sorry, where were you thinking of going? I was going to go to Greece. Are you going to go to Greece? Like, I don't want to put into a port in Alexander if there's going to be a bunch of crazy yahoos who's going to try and storm the boat. Could you go on to Tel Aviv instead? Because I feel like we need to we need to actually give them some information. We need to like show that we we they know we want to go to Africa. If if we go to somewhere that isn't Africa, or the boat goes to somewhere in Africa, they'll know we're not on it instantly, and they'll come start looking for us. We need to like give them a plausible decoy, not an implausible one. I mean, after I've dropped you off, I could sail for Mecca and just wait there until you call me with a telegram. The other side of the. Red Sea. I'm not that far away. Mm-hmm. It's only mm-hmm. like a few hours to cross the Red Sea. You can, I can leave you with a name, and you can send a telegram to random name in a hotel in Mecca, and then I'll know that to come and collect you from wherever you are in Egypt. Uh, that sounds good. Or the only thing I'd recommend is, to, yes, don't approach. Alexandria until we've determined that it's uh, safe. I mean, they're going to work out pretty quickly that you're no longer on the boat, and that, but they won't know where you snuck off. So, so they're going to have lost you, hopefully, and then right. wait for you in Mecca, and you can say, we're hiding in the fishing village of wherever. Come and collect us. Exactly. I will okay. go and tell the crew we're sailing to Safaka, and I'll lie in enough supplies for that. Right. We're just going to now behave exactly like that is the plan and not speak of this until we en- enact the plan to disembark at Bernie's unless we absolutely have to for some reason. Very well. I will go and prepare us to depart port. Uh, the boat sets sail from Hanoi, beginning your long journey across the Indian Ocean. What would people like to do with their time off? 
Finish making those blessed ank things. Right. Thomas is making his blessed ank. Fine. Shy is making a blessed ank. Who else was making a blessed ank? Rebecca? At least three of us, wasn't there? Were you making yeah. an ank or was it Peggy? I, I've I've got an ank, but I'm not I'm just watching you do the spell in case I decide to do it myself later. Oh yeah, I was making one. Yeah, I think it was you, me, and Chai. Okay, everyone who is making Ankh, cross off the um, costs. I'm just going to assume you you do it every day as the ship is sailing. Sorry, I need to mm. check what the costs are. Hello, honey. What time are we on, Mr. Hedgehog friend? Uh, one hour and 50 minutes. Okay. okay. Um, so, yeah, cross off the cost of making your Prince Crux yeah. and Sartas. 25 power on 1d6 of sanity. Uh, Matteo, what are you doing with, like, 20 days off sailing across the Indian Ocean? Are you, like, putting your feet up and reading, I don't know, a Mills and Boone or an Agatha Christie or a famous five novel? <laughs> famous, yes. <laughs> Uh, those are the three options. Um, <laughs> five, five win against Nyarlath Adep. <laughs> um, I will five do... Five I will do three things. One, just relax. Two, do some meditation, i.e. super relaxed. Um, and... Three, I will find a way to practice my punching skills, which are getting a little rusty being on this boat for so long. Okay, roll me your... Actually, don't roll them, just tick meditation, tick brawling, and you can have a little bit of luck. Two luck. Agatha Agatha Christie has just published uh, uh, The Murder of Roger Ackroyd, um, a Poirot novel. Yeah, well, it was hot on the presses in Hanoi. Uh, Walter bought you all a copy, along with another copy of The uh, Adventures of Naomi Trelaw. Oh. He is contractually bound to buy copies in every port to keep it in circulation. Yeah, we're we're about about 11 years off death on the Nile. Oh. (laughs) This is what inspired it, though. Agatha, next time you're in England, this is where she'll get the inspiration for it. So Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, Jack, what are you doing with 20 days off? Um, uh, I don't know. Learning some spells? Hmm. That sounds like a terrible idea. Let's do that. Um... What is in my possession at the moment? Nido's not feeling well, so he's gone to use the bathroom. Did you did you sicken him? Did you did you poison? Is that what you got him there to poison you? No, I think he's just not used to being outside. So yes, yeah, probably, probably yeah. he's caught up with him. He's probably caught every germ on the top, <laughs> on the way down, except except the one he's vaccinated against. Yeah, he's fine against the coronavirus, but the common cold and the winter flu. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 had, I had that the first time I went outside. I was like, "Oh no, I'm so ill." Um, Are you reading any delicious books, Jack? Maybe uh, the the Life and Times and Yaltotep. I don't think I have that book. You don't. 
Um, you do have. Sorry, uh, yeah, I'm just checking the list. I don't think I have any. That can't be right. I saw that picture change, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> What's he up to? Nothing. I just like. Uh, I just noticed that there's like uh, an option there. I was like, I can change it to. Just, like, I don't know who that has is. a load of books in his possession. You could ask for one of them if you want to read it. Uh, the Song of the Yin. That sounds like a happy book in Arabic. Mm. It's clearly like a thousand and one tales. It's just some happy bedtime stories. I read Life as a God previously, I think. Yeah. Life and, uh, as a God was just. Uh, Hustings' rambling, insane plan to become God King of Australia. Uh, oh, I will. Oh, uh, hang on, sorry. <laughs> I'm clicking on stuff and it's not doing anything. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Um, sorry. Uh, click. I'll try to read. Oh, 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 sorry. I double clicked something by mistake, and Roll Twenty had like mega minimized it. Oh, yeah, you have to double-click it again to make it come back. Yeah, it was just sort of gently scrolling around the screen every time I clicked it again. I'm like, what do you want? What do you uh, want from me? Uh, do I speak Latin? Yes, I do. Okay, I'm going to read the Liber Ivonis. The Liber Ivonis. Oh, that's a spicy one. I like I haven't. I haven't started reading that one. I'll start reading that one. It feels ill-advised, but what the hell? You know, we need we need sorcery at this point. Right, roll me a Latin check, please. Latin check. Yeah, that is enough. You can read the whole of the Lib Ivonis, um, but you can't learn any of the spells or, you, well, use any of the spells or, or learn them until you arrive in Egypt. Because it's like it's going to take you four weeks to read it, but, like, yeah. 20 days to read it, but. So when you get to the other end, you'll be finishing it. There's there's something else I need to do, but I need to send you a telegram. That's okay. You can send me that during the break. And we'll pause there for a little break. I'll ask what Nido's doing when they come back, and I'll deal with you, Mitch, for unintended reasons after the break. Oh, no. Oh, (laughs) no. Oh, no. Wiggling your finger at me? Can I help? Yeah, I was just going to say, do Chai and I get to do other stuff? Because the the anks only take like three days. Oh yeah, I thought they took longer than that. No, we worked out it was. It take... like, I think Rebecca's only took like four days, and Chai's and mine was about a week. I think mine was eight. Yeah, roughly a week. Okay, yeah. What are you doing with the rest of your time then? Um. So I wanted to ask Chai if there was any other spells she was learning, but I think we're on the same page now. Mostly just the Prince Crux that we were trying to do together, wasn't it? Uh, that was one that we'd been very much focusing on, yeah. Okay. Um, next question, just for the GM. Uh, is this considered successfully first cast? Yes. Okay, I'll just update that. Um, and then, Craig, do we want more magic boxes? Uh, yeah, but we probably don't have any on board the ship that are suitable now. Okay, fair enough. Oh god, um, you, you you cast a spell. You cast a spell on like two hundred matchboxes <laughs> and hope hope that it doesn't work the way you think it's going to work. 
Yeah. Just like um, bits of you squirting out of all of them. Oh, your luck, Thomas. Oh, my luck. Uh, uh, thankfully, Captain Marlon bought some big chests on Walter's instructions whilst you were in Hanoi, and they're just sitting in a hold. Because Walter was like, oh, their big fancy boxes got destroyed. <laughs> I'd better buy them some new ones. Okay. Um, I'd like to make another box. You can do that. Uh, I just took the wrong spell. Oops. Um, Bob the Evaporation, that was the one I needed to take. Um, and then I think the only things I'd like to do, there's... Uh... Uh, no, I don't want to learn that one. <laughs> um, so I've only got one spell that I haven't successfully first cast, Mastery of Shape. So I'd like to practice that one and maybe just a little bit of gun handling. Yep, tick gun handling and tick off Mastery of Shapes as done and cost off the sanity cost at least once. Oh, my Mastery of Shape doesn't have a sanity cost. Well, there we go. Uh, but I do need to tick gun. Thank you. Yeah, I think I think that's what I want to do. If there's any time for anything else, I might just learn how to punch things, but that'll do. So is this just like thinking about 20 days now then? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm coming to you next. What are you planning to do with your time, Rebecca? Uh, see a small mixture of things, I guess, finishing the ank. Uh, baking things because that passes the time and I don't do enough of it. Pick baking, uh, yeah. Oh, do, do I roll that or no? Just tick it. You've got tick twenty it. days okay. to practice. Yeah, fine. I will tick that. And then I think, in terms of magical stuff, I'm out of things to read, so I might go and see maybe chapter. Jack and see if there's anything that we can anything else we want to do or okay we can do that after the break because there will be some in time during the journey but I'm just getting like the things that you're doing every day out of the way now Mm -hmm. unless there's a new book you would like to start from the list of books uh I guess there's there's being my making my reporterly notes and trying to pretend I still have a job despite the fact I've been out of touch for an unknown yeah. amount of time. You write up some uh, reports so you can actually send to the Times and you can pick your writing or reporting or whatever the skill is. Uh... Right. Mitch. Beloved Mitch. Oh, we remember you so fondly. I need you to roll me a D20, please. Oh, no. The worst of all these. <laughs> oh, um, that's uh, Russet. My yeah. my Thomas box, the red X, needs to disappear. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Mitch. Um, the Fair <clears throat> Lincoln is sailing towards uh, the Indian Ocean, sailing around the hook of Singapore past Indonesian islands Um, but that first night out of port you dream 
a dark dream. You are walking through a dank stone city. Green soapstone buildings rising in cyclopean towers on either side of you. And there is something watching you from the shadows. Or is it an alley? Or is it another building? The lines between street and building don't seem to line up. What you thought was a perfect right angle between the street and the building is actually a set of staircases leading down. Or an alleyway curving round the edge of one of these tall, square, tomb-like buildings. Roll me your sanity. You wake the next morning, not really remembering <laughs> it. It's just a, you know, dream. Um, but you're inspired to cook. Oh, no. <laughs> urge for art. Not just, you know, the mundane cooking to provide food, but to artistically design the perfect meal. French cooking. Yes. <laughs> so, oh, have you basically become an Instagrammer where you're just going to make food, make take photographs of it, but we can't eat it? Uh, just sent you, just sent you a picture of Mitch's latest dish. <laughs> Mitch, I need you to roll me cooking at hard, please. What's wrong with the kathurki? <laughs> You're determined to go on a quest to, um... Oh, come on! <laughs> to retrieve the Star of Michelin. Like, I've got, like, fucking 94 cooking, and it's the one time I need to do it well. <laughs> French, French cuisine is balls hard. <laughs> you throw everything you cook that day out, and no! anytime someone comes in to get something to eat... You have nothing prepared. They haven't replaced the ship's cook. Because you were all like, I'll cook. There's nothing for anyone to eat. And going into the galley is, like, danger. Like, you're all having to, like, raid the pantry on the deck below to grab biscuits and <laughs> snacks and hope he doesn't catch you. I'm like Gordon Ramsay. Like, I'm just like, fuck off! I'm like, get out. I'm all- Walking around the ship eating. What are you? I'm an idiot sandwich. (laughs) Walking around the ship eating a pack of hardtack I stole out of a lifeboat. Yeah, yeah, that first day, it's just he's clearly cooking on, working on something special. And then that evening for dinner, there's nothing. It's difficult. Yeah, I'm not going to serve up substandard stuff. Yeah, you've thrown it all overboard already. Not good enough. Souffle's collapsed. The tartiflette wasn't solid enough. I had a soggy bottom on my cake. Yeah, the snails. You just couldn't get the right kind of snails in um, Indochina. Couldn't get the right kind of snails off the bottom of the boat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you used barnacles instead. Your escargot, yeah, it just wasn't good enough. Okay, Google, can you eat barnacles? I think they're just called whelks when you have them. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's okay. You know, you're experimenting with new cooking. They'll they'll be fine. Um, the next night, um, you also need to make me another sanity check. <laughs> Barnacles once more, <laughs> adding a delightful crunch. Um, you've lost two sanity, by the way. Again, you dream, 
And this time, your dream, you arrive in a square where there is a fire, and over the fire is a bubbling pot full of green goo and various shellfish. And it looks like the most appetizing thing you've ever seen. This horrific, bubbling, green, shellfish stew. Reminds me of the paella at uh, the Hilton. (laughs) Yeah, don't have the Hilton's paella. Um, (laughs) uh, And again, you're in this horrible city. Nothing makes sense. A street on the opposite side of the square that seems to curve down and around, you realise it's actually a set of stairs zigzagging up to the next level. Or is it flat? Or, yeah, your eyes cannot follow the lines of this street and these buildings. A roll. But again, you wake up the next morning feeling absolutely fine. But again, you're inspired to carry on cooking. You must perfect the perfect dish. Maybe French cuisine was the wrong angle. Maybe it should be shellfish. Focus on, you're at sea. Cook the bounty of the sea. Ah, that's better. <laughs> Is it though? <laughs> oh no, he's actually going to cook up the green stew. <laughs> Jack's, Jack's been in. Uh, um, Mitch has been in there all day, and he's just cooking crab and lobster, and he's being really shellfish about it. Jesus Christ! Everyone Jack, lose uh, ten sanity. Sorry, everyone lose ten sanity. <laughs> no, <laughs> that shellfish joke. Not really. Arona's bad jokes is making you all lose. I wasn't sure if it was my, my food that caused him sanity drop on everyone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, today, Jack, Mitch, you are satisfied with what you've cooked. You've cooked lobster. Ooh. There are four t- you've cooked in four different ways and an octopus. Of course. Very good, very good. And, Here you go, uh, everyone. Enjoy. Oh, octopus stuffed lobster, my favourite. There's also dolphin steaks. Uh. <laughs> it was caught in your net when you you were fishing under the sides. <laughs> I, like, I like I like how we have no qualms about killing a killing a cultist, but we're all like, oh, dolphin, they're <laughs> cute. You know, they're all like, meh, meh. Flipper, what's that? <laughs> he already caught it in his net, so you know he might as well have made use of it. Um, FYI, you don't catch lobsters in nets. You catch lobsters in pots, and pots only in depths of about five to six meters. Just, just you know, just yeah. somehow <laughs> the mystic powers unknown to man. You have lobsters. <laughs> don't question the lobsters. <laughs> but it's the oh, I will make it worse. You you woke up that morning like with all the lobsters like nestled in against you in bed like little pets. And then the you question where they came from. I don't know what um, make noise not smart. I assume they don't make a noise. Everyone rolls psychology except Mitch as you settle down to this feast of the bounties of the sea. Psych- psychology? Yep. I think he's absolutely fine. Oh. Well, thankfully, someone on the team had some of this. <laughs> Lobster good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the rest of you are just um, really enjoying the food. But, Rebecca, you are very concerned. Mitch is acting twitchy and strange, and he's almost, like, driven to produce 
food as art. Like, watching you all eat it, he's like, they're eating my perfect artworks. You literally think he's about to go for you all, but he's holding himself back at the moment. <laughs> but, you know, you've destroyed my plates. I guess I'm sort of pausing as I eat and think, looking at Mitch. What are you looking yeah. at, Rebecca? Um, I just wondered if you were feeling okay. Fuck off. You... <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Oh, God. Wow, somebody, somebody woke up on the wrong side of the bed. I am drunk. Munch, munch. Yeah. Can uh, you eat a bit quieter, please? Can munch, I... munch. I just, oh, throw, I just throw a plate at him. Do you, do you uh, have any, do you have any ketchup for this tentacle? <laughs> Perhaps some mayonnaise. Mitch, roll me your sanity, please. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, what is going on with you today? Mitch loses three more sanity as he literally just storms out of the galley, like, out of the lounge where you're all eating food, and it's just like, I can't even move you. He literally just out the room and stomps back to the galley. They didn't appreciate your art, Mitch. They ate it. They literally <laughs> ate the food off the plates in front of you rather than admiring your presentation. How dare they? They didn't even mention how good it looked. Nothing, not even a thank you. Yeah, they take me for granted. I just started eating it. I'll show them tomorrow. You'll cook them something extra special. I um, as he storms out, I turn to everyone else and I'm like, "That's not, that's not normal, is it?" No. Um. (laughs) Just wanted some brown sauce. Um. I'll give you a brown sauce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to serve your aspect tomorrow. <laughs> Rebecca, are you doing anything about this? Uh, yeah. Um, I guess once I've finished devouring the art, I will. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mitch needs some help. You can't walk away from this lobster thermidor. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I would, I guess at least, um, Matteo, Jack, should we go see what's up? And anyone else who wants to come, but... Um, Chai? Hey. Um, bollocks. I know he was near the vault, um, but I'm worried if this is meta, if this is meta knowledge. Because, like, out of character, I'm con- I'm convinced he's got the fucking statue now. Um, but is there a role I can make to see if I can, you can get roll that your in my brain? Cthulhu Mythos. Chai? Uh, yeah. I need you to roll me Power Extreme, please. Oh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> Not extreme. Uh, oh, Kai, you're in the middle of finishing your breakfast when you feel another presence coming over you and you literally feel yourself shunted to one side as uh, Felix Walker manifests inside of you and takes control of your body. Okay. Cool. Ah, ah, oh, wow. Oh, this is oh, this is weird. Rona! <laughs> Can I say this out loud as she, like, puts down her 
her plates, uh, you know, pl- fork and knife. Uh, yeah, Mitch just wandered off. That is pretty weird. Oh, no, not that. I mean, um, well, this, I say, gesturing at my stolen body. You know, she's so small and fighty. Wow. Are you feeling okay, Chai? Yeah. Do I Um, notice anything because of our link? um, (laughs) You can roll me your power hard, please, Thomas. Got it. Yeah, you can't sense Chai anymore, but she's right there. It's like she's asleep. Oh, what is this? It looks delicious. Oh, um... (laughs) Where is a typewriter? I say, clapping my hands together. Uh, (laughs) Now I know. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Rebecca and Thomas just go, uh... Good evening, (laughs) Felix. And Marlon are both sitting here like, what? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes, hello. This seemed like the optimum time. Ch- yeah, Chai's having one of her funny turns. You let's, guys are you guys are doing get, really get... well, by the way, really well. We're all rooting for you. Let's I shove them aside for one moment, just go. We are fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> Don't patronize us. Then I let him gack. I'm like, I'm like. Well, yeah, we we thought it was best to try and keep your spirits up. Let's let's get you to your room, Chai. Is yeah, there we... a typewriter in my room? Uh, let's go find out. Let's find if a not, typewriter. I'm sure Walter can get you one. There's a typewriter in the writing room, you know. Oh, there's a writing room, yeah. A writing room. Gasp to the writing room, I say. <laughs> I stand up and fall over immediately. Oh, God. Chai, roll your dexterity, please. So you want to go to a writing room? I will take over and take us there, okay? Yes, you- you get us there. That'll be fine, I say. Uh, I keep moving your arms around, though, for some reason. You're not just feeling her boobs. <laughs> it, w- it would be impolite. As, w- as we walk by, I take someone's plate out of their hand. <laughs> just take the food with us. Kind of hands on my head, like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> just leave the captain's table in peace. <laughs> Captain's like Captain <laughs> Marlon turns to you, my Terry, and it's like, is everyone feeling okay? Dress getting to them. <laughs> do, do you think people need to talk to Dr. Raynard? <laughs> Almost fucking certainly. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Romeo? Um sorry, um Mateo is just like, I'm out. Yeah, sorry. I, someone sent me a message, and I got distracted for a second. What, what, what's going on? The captain just asked you if everyone is feeling okay. Um, after witnessing all of this nonsense, shenanigan. How do I phrase this? I, I'm going to say, um, I'll let you know if there's anything to be worried about. Uh, I think that everyone's just getting a little bit. Um, uh, you know, yeah, it's been a long journey, <laughs> and well, people are I'm eager to this plate of dressed crab and go back to the bridge. Um, he picks up a fork and he leaves. He's like, "This sounds like bollocks. I don't want to be involved in." 
good choice. Uh, it's probably fine, I say. <laughs> I've got I've got a right call of Cthulhu campaign where you're all just um like people adjacent to Cthulhu adventurers who are doing all this mad shit and you're just trying to get on with your life. Oh, I ran a game like that once. It went amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like there was one person who was like doing all the Cthulhu bullshit and everyone else was just like the friend who knew them. <laughs> and they were just like trying to go on with their lives without getting involved in all this bollocks. And But they were being concerned and, you know, dropping by to see if their friend was okay. And when they acted weird, they were like calling doctors. And <laughs> Anyway, um, Felix Walker is currently possessing Chai's body and you're working on your notes. Are you doing anything else? Uh, I, I'm, I'm talking with Chai about how things are going, but I'm using her mouth and talking out loud to her. Talk to her then. Uh, Oh, you want us to do it? Excellent. Uh, so I say, uh, uh, as we sit down at the writing room and I'm like, oh, it's a pretty cheap typewriter. Um, how? I can't help that. Unfortunately, it's what we got on board. How are things going? Uh, we, I've got to say, it's really hard to keep an eye on what you guys are up to. There is so much stuff happening all the time. Did you know that? Um, It's a big old universe, and it does not revolve around me, so I assume things are happening outside of my presence, yeah. Mm. We, um, we think it would be best if you did save this world, though. We're doing what we can, but no promises. Well, uh, I'm not even really allowed to help you, but I'm going to work on that. That that is a wonderful thing, if if you can. I get that there are almost certainly rules for being part of uh, an all-powerful being. It's... It's not even rules. It's more like if I do the wrong thing, the world will end anyway. You now the universe ceases to exist. Uh, you, you, oh, right, right. Yeah, it's a step up from world ending, isn't it? Okay, fair. But if but if that happens, none of us would ever know that it had had happened. Yeah, so it's really not a big problem, I guess. And then a new dream will start eventually, and then a new world, and then who knows? I need more time to think on this. Um, maybe I'll dream you of all into ponies. Um, well, uh, I guess we better set down to writing. Do you need to do any of those human things like eat or sleep or uh, urinate? You, you got me just as I was finishing my plate. So you've just got us a second plate that might end up interrupting us with a need to do those things. Hmm. What is so, this? I've, I, I don't remember eating tentacle before. I think that's octopus. Mitch has been on a bit of a seafood kick for the last couple of days. It's been quite nice. It's been a good change of pace. Oh, octopus. Yeah, he doesn't like it if you eat octopuses. Oh, well. I'm sure you aren't going to go around summoning him or anything. <laughs> I'm going to pretend I don't even know who you mean by him. <laughs> no, I, I do need you to make me a sanity roll, however, because you're being possessed by it's someone. A... It's a consensual possession that was agreed I am in advance. I'm so okay with this. 
you are okay with this. Yeah. Remarkably resigned to this fucking nonsense. (laughs) A bit more warning, but at least so far it's not going too badly. Next time that you come in, can can you maybe give me more of a prod first off and a shove, please? It would be Oh, yes. How how rude of me. Sorry. It's just... um... It was the first time you're getting used to it. I, I get that. It's fine. Compressing myself down to fit in something so limited as you, I, I wasn't really sure of the protocol. At least you didn't burn her brain out. Uh, this is this is but a fraction of my new magnificence. Well, yes, you you, you are the universe now. Um, so of course, let's do some writing. I say and place our hands over the keyboard. Are you sure you wouldn't like to um, show her your new magnificence in all its glory? Um, no, not, not yet. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he doesn't want to break his new toy immediately. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no no, no one else will let me inhabit them to use a typewriter. Except you, Thomas. Except you, Thomas, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who, who I'm surprised isn't more interested in uh, in what this whole process entails. Oh, I'm, I'm just waiting for you to finish. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I, start, I start writing uh, a new travelogue through, um, through Chai's body. Right. Uh, uh, at, it, some, it, at some point, may I knock on the writing room door? You can. I was about to ask, do you pop in, Thomas? Yes, please. Just imagining this written guide to the plateau of Leng. Yeah, I was going to say it's it's it starts out it starts out as a fairly ordinary travelogue and then starts becoming more and more fantastical as time goes by. I do make the comment while 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 we're writing. You seem to be a little bit more yourself this time, Felix. Uh, oh yes, yes, I. Uh... Uh, I've I've had all these wonderful ideas for novels. I say as you as you write the three hundred and seventeenth word in one sentence without breaks. Or... <laughs> I don't comment on this. <laughs> it's your writer of the two of us. If you're doing it, you know what you're doing. <laughs> um, per- periodically, sort of embarrassedly, I, I I stop and let you rest your arms from all the cramp from continuously typing. Normally, when you have to check, every time you have to change the paper, you're like, uh, you're you're just getting through your tenth page when Thomas sticks his head in. <laughs> I just let myself in at this rate. Um, I presume I'm speaking to uh, uh, Felix right now. Ah, my other vessel. Uh, I mean, friend. It, it's Thomas. Yes. Thomas, hello. Would you like uh, to talk to Chai? She's right here. And, well, as long as she's okay, I actually wanted to ask you something. Oh, please, please, by all means, I say I'm I'm looking at you and typing like flawlessly on the typewriter. <laughs> <laughs> slightly, slightly disturbing, but okay. Um, Cheating yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, admittedly. Seems... Sorry, go on. Somehow he seems to know when he's reached the bottom of a page, and he just. Swishes it out and puts a new one in. <laughs> um, yeah, ad- admittedly, things have been going so quickly, I'd almost forgotten about this arrangement, but that, that's fine. <laughs> <We> so, <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, 
So uh, you're going to be writing what for a, a number of hours now, and then you're going to pick one of us what in some time in the near future. Is that that was how it worked, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I'm going to cycle it between all of you because um, you know I'm not sure that you can contain my entire magnificence for long. Uh, I think Chai might need a nap after all this. I like yes. naps. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. she'd appreciate that. I, I only wanted to ask because um, in about two, three weeks' time, we're going to be landing in, well, Egypt. Yeah, um, that goes well for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't know how well you can see what we're doing, but that will be quite a vital part of our journey. So try and pick your time appropriately is all oh, i'm asking oh don't don't worry remember remember the terms i'm not i'm not going to turn up and possess one of you when you're in most gross danger okay good just just reassuring myself that's all unless i've thought of a really good bit for the story <laughs> um well you can um, live you can live with three limbs right i'm pretty certain you can live with three limbs uh as an athlete, it makes it difficult. Oh, yeah. You're an athlete, aren't you? <laughs> the, the Paralympics hasn't started yet. <laughs> Hi, I need yes. you to roll me your power, please. Because Felix has to use your... Oh, that's enough. I'm going to send her own a secret message. Oh, God, a secret message. You have to use Chai's senses. Hence, um, oh. Craig had to roll. Outrageous. Oh no! So limited. Oh. Uh, oh, I say, opening my eyes extremely widely. Oh, that's that's bad news for you guys. <laughs> what um, is? Oh what dear, is? oh dear. Um. Hold on, hold on. I I need to speak to the boss. I say, and you feel you feel my presence withdraw from you a bit. But you're the universe, aren't you the boss? <laughs> I, need, I need to clear this with my line manager. <laughs> Only a fraction of the universe. <laughs> I just, I'm just a very small subpart of the magnificence of Yogg-Sothoth. Meanwhile, elsewhere, Felix is going, Liza! <laughs> <laughs> um... God no, Felix wouldn't interrupt Liza. She's on a date with Etienne. Ah. <laughs> oh god. Oh, okay, that's fair. This I t- I come back and I'm like I I I I gesture Thomas in conspiratorially and I try and do the same to Chai, but then I realise I'm gesturing at myself, which is weird. <laughs> yeah, stop that. Someone is on board who shouldn't be. Another one More detail? A powerful entity that you have met before. Is it oh, a yeah. living thing or is it an object? Oh, oh no, wait, we got rid of that. Never mind, I didn't say that. Uh, they're they're an individual. Um, you've oh, what is what is the way of telling you this in a way that isn't really cheating? Um. I can tell you what you're allowed to say. Yes, tell tell me precisely what I can say, because this is bad news. Jeopardy waiting music in my head. 
Well, um, I have one piece of good news and two pieces of bad news. What would you like? Oh, start with the good, I guess. Uh, I don't have any good news for you. I apologize. Um, <laughs> I I thought I would say it in that fashion because then you would think there was good news to receive after the bad news. I thought you'd want the bad news first. Oh dear. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, the the sleeper awakens in one of you. The sleeper. That's what the thingy, the uh, cultist said. He, he said something about one of us was a sleeper. I can't what? remember if I've already fully mythosed what that sort of term would mean before. One you of you know, is dreaming. You know that that means that one of you is dreaming Cthulhu's dreams. Oh, yay. There is more bad news, I say cheerfully. Carry the party goes, ding! <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <clears throat> there is a great power on board. Someone who is furious at Cat and Liza. There's only one person that could be, isn't there? I uh I I look I look a bit shifty using your face and I'm like perhaps I have already said too much. The typewriter goes ding and Felix's time is up. No way! I've got a really good set. <laughs> He's so, gone. So, 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 what, what what was the last thing you said, Arona? I didn't quite catch the end. Uh. <clears throat> The two things are uh, someone is dreaming, someone is the sleeper is waking in someone who's dreaming, and uh, there's a great power, uh, uh, the presence of a great power on board who's furious at Cat and Liza. At Cat and Liza. Oh, okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, Rebecca, did you go after Mitch or did you stay around to watch this strange behavior on Chai's behalf? Oh, I. I wondered if Matteo and Jack would come and help with Mitch. See what's going yes, on. Yes, you did. Jack, uh, oh, Matteo has escaped. Jack, would you go and help Rebecca with Mitch? Yes, I definitely would. Because uh, I like Mitch and I think that his bonkersness is extremely out of character. He's, uh, Mitch, roll me cooking at extreme. <clears throat> It's all going wrong. You're trying to make the perfect dessert. You can see it in your mind, but you just can't get the eggs to be whipped in the right way. So you're clatting around in the galley, being loud and angry and channeling all the spirits of Gordon Ramsay. It's not even dead. Other thing. You're muted, by the way, Mitch. It's so we can't hear his swearing. Fuck, fuck! <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just, yeah, throwing, throwing kitchen equipment all over the place. Nothing's going right. It's uh, a complete yeah. disaster. Rebecca, you arrive to find Walter in the corridor outside the galley, kind of like frowning at it, and he turns to you and Jack and Matteo, and he's like, "Um, Mitch seems distressed. Do you think the stress of the um?" last couple of months are getting to him. 
Rebecca, Jack? Oh, I thought you were talking to Rebecca, sorry. Um, I suspect... Oh, I that roll you made, that roll that you made before we switched over, that I passed that, so I know that he is... I have made. I think I've made the connection. Yes. Uh, I think uh, a that we need to calm him down a little bit, and uh, b we really need to check all of his stuff. Yes, I would agree with that. Oh, good. We oh, good. We're on the same page. Uh, how do you sedate a furious chef? Um, with. Physical force, potentially, at this point. <laughs> Unless I could try and talk him down, peeking my head in to see pots oh, and stuff flying. Hang on, hang on. I was speaking of, all right, you try that, but then I've had an excellent backup plan mm-hmm. where we just get him to continuously cook stuff until he passes out from exhaustion. That could take some time and many of our supplies that we will need to make this journey. Oh, uh, that's that's true. But I was hungry. Oh, well, never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all, all right, you, you for two hundred people. <laughs> all right, you you try you try talking him down, and I will go and find several burly sailors. <laughs> <laughs> and when I'm finished with them, I'll find someone who can sedate Mitch. Like the doctor that <laughs> Chai hired. Like what? Sorry. Like the doctor that Chai hired. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh you wait, do we have a we have a doctor now? Yeah, I hired a doctor for you, yes, before you left Hong Kong. I will go and seek the doctor, I say scuttling away. You also have Matteo, who's very good at martial arts. He must know some sort of nerve pinch. A Vulcan? <laughs> That's not a bad idea, actually. Uh if only because I want to see Matteo and Mitch have like some sort of martial arts duel where Matteo is like just flicking away flying frying pans. <laughs> On, so on the map, are they, am I in the galley and they're in the corridor outside? Yeah, let me move people to where they are. You're in the galley, and Rebecca... Um, yeah. Sorry, I just had to step away for, uh, for a moment. How much of this current situation you're, am I aware of? You're, 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 not, you're, you're still in the galley. Uh, what, what's no, the opposite he, of the galley, the food chamber? No, he came with you. Matteo is with you in the corridor with Rebecca. So, yeah, you've heard all of this conversation about uh, how to calm Mitch down and that he might be possessed by dark evil forces. Can you keep it quiet in the corridor, please? I'm just pinching the bridge of my nose. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Rebecca, would you like to try and open a dialogue with uh, Mitch? Yes. Mitch, calm down. Can we... Not good enough! I, I made my little statue fall over. Oh no. <laughs> oh dear. That's <laughs> very bad. I fell in this bucket of water. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Mitch, roll me your sanity hard, please. Oh, um, if they come in and ask you about food, you will listen to them. If they try to interrupt you from talking about food or cooking, you're not going to have any of it. Rebecca, what do you say next? Uh, I guess I'm not going to be that specific about food. I'm more likely to 
can we just sit down and work sit out down, what's going on? Sit what? down when there's all this food to make. I haven't made any food today. No one's going to have anything to eat. It's all coming out like garbage. This is garbage ingredients, garbage equipment to use, and garbage people eating it. Oh, um... God, this is like any phone call I've had with him in the last six months. <laughs> uh, maybe, do you want a, a hand with some of this in here then? And we could maybe chat your, about Your, your lame-ass hands? What, where, where do you get your training for food, really? As if to think you're even slightly as good a cook as me. I think not. No, I'm... Get out I'm, of my kitchen! <laughs> At this point, he slams the door in your face. Mm. Mitch, roll cooking again! <laughs> No, it's awful. That went well. Mm. At this point, Jack, you reach the doctor's office, and uh, he's a nice middle-aged gentleman. Is the, doc- the doctor that purple guy that I accidentally just gave a clown nose? Yeah. Uh. Dr. Alan Renard. Hmm. And he's like, uh, Mr. Katie, is everything okay? Uh, everything is fine. I just need you to sedate the cook for me. But I've only cooked really good lobster thermidor. He gestures at his plate. Yeah, it's it's just that he's having um, an emotional day. Uh, it's it's one of those oh I don't know febrile things that are, that that comes to master artisans. Uh, basically, he's going to use up all of the cooking supplies and or kill everyone on the boat. Could you? Just give him a little of the sleepy night lime juice while we <laughs> while we fix the situation. He gets out a little glass bottle and a syringe and is like, "Okay." <laughs> oh, that that was much easier than I <laughs> wait. Isn't no? I can't see it. I'm not in there. <laughs> um, the, the doctor steps out of the corridor with you, uh, Mister Mister um, Partridge. Did say that um, occasionally you and your companions get a little bit high strung and. He stops and there's a loud clang from inside the gallery and what sounds like someone pouring stuff away furiously out a porthole. I like, I like, I like, yeah, he's, um, he's, he's normally very down to earth, but sometimes when a souffle fails, it does things to a man. Um, if we could just hurry, I say, like speeding up down the corridor. Uh, Matteo and Rebecca, what are you two doing? Um, Jack is coming towards you with the doctor. The doctor is like, um, and Walter comes out of his office like, what's going on? Huh. Well, we uh, haven't talked him down anymore. Um, I guess, other, uh, hi doctor, um, do we want to uh, get Mish, um, well, try and subdue him and then we can, well, try and calm him down chemically? <laughs> um, well, uh, I suggest Mr. Cady and Mr. Romero, you go and restrain him and the doctor inject him with a sedative. Uh, Jack and Matteo, are you going in to restrain Mitch? Uh, yeah. Um, just... I can't remember because this comes up in various games that we play. Uh, but isn't sleeping bad in this context? Extremely bad in this context. Yeah. yeah. Do I know that? Uh, roll your Cthulhu Mythos, Matteo. Yeah. 
One second. I mean, we all know it's bad. It's just that he's going to have an aneurysm. I mean... Yeah, like, sedating him is the worst thing you could do, because then he'll sink deeper into the dreams of Cthulhu and won't be able to wake back up. We can't take this approach. Ah, you think we should just restrain him? Yes, I think we have to. It's going to be... Uh, if, if, if we I ho- send I him to sleep, it's going to be a nightmare. I, I hold up a finger and, and uh, sneak a little back with the doctor. I'm like, do you think you could calibrate the dose for, like, you know, calm but not unconscious? I'll need a different chemical. Uh, yes. I, I, I can induce a state of, like, Lassitude and calm, as opposed to knocking him unconscious. Yeah, if you could just if you could just shoot him to his little his little tiny tits with fentanyl, that would be ideal. Okay. Don't good. Yeah. Mitch, roll me your listen, please. I I deliberately said I was moving back away to where the doctor is, so that I wasn't I wasn't standing by the door going sedate him. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, uh, Mitch, you you know there are people still in the corridor. Um, you can't, can't hear what they're saying, but it, it sounds to you like they're at least planning to try and interrupt your cooking. I lock the door. The galley door doesn't lock. Well, then I find stuff to put against it then, don't I? Yeah. You're, you're barricading the door <laughs> with a chair. <laughs> they can't get in, in the way of my beautiful cooking, because I think this masterpiece is just around the corner. Well, you're cooking again, Mitch. I can't believe he's under the cake of Cthulhu. Fucking hell. <laughs> it drives people to be artistic and express themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. It does. I can't. But I cannot fucking believe that this is the way he goes out. Cooking the perfect cake. <laughs> like the, the whole <laughs> boat explodes in every side as this giant green souffle in the, the shape of an octopus head bursts out the cake. <laughs> It's Return. like the marshmallow monster in uh, in Ghostbusters. Why would you think of the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man? <laughs> is, is he creating the bomb surprise? <laughs> <laughs> Do we hear scuffling against the door? Return of the Hot Cuisine. You definitely hear there's a pause in the clanging and then a scuffling sound against the door and then the, 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 the furious sound of whipping begins. Try and open the door. Oh, you mean like, like with with a whisk, not not like. This is why his cooking is so bad at the moment. He's Mitch, not I... the eggs. M- Mitch, I shout through through like you know uh, the edge of the doorway. I'm like, we want to talk to you about how delicious lunch was. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. Why that? That was the finest lobster macassar I've ever eaten. Wasn't the finest. I mean, it can't be the finest. I haven't made my finest yet. I know, but it was it was so good. You have to tell me the recipe. I say I can't oh. tell you the recipe. It's secret. Uh, fuck. <laughs> uh, um, but then, how will you receive this award? <laughs> <laughs> what award? Why the the best cook on the boat award that we had specially made for you i say looking around desperately and i take yeah. one of those like i take one of those giant rubber rings off the <laughs> do you need any more supplies for this masterpiece creation i mean do we just need to bring you more things what what, what would you like dolphins <laughs> dolphins <laughs> he needs another dolphin 
we've we've caught more food for you, but we need your help getting it to getting it to the galley. I can't stop cooking. I won't stop cooking. I have to get this perfect dish. Leave it outside. I'll get it later. Right. Does someone want to kick this door in? Uh, well, not not even with my strength of fifty. No. <laughs> I kick, kick a, if I kick a hatch on a boat, I'm going to go away with a broken leg. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Matea. Um, yeah, you're the martial arts ninja. Kick this door down. Yeah, I suppose so. Alright, give me Shall a... We just tempt him to open it? We found a sous chef in the hold. Um... Another one? <laughs> yeah. um... You keep putting him there. The world's, the world's best sorcier is on board and has challenged you to a duel. Am... <laughs> <laughs> Unlocks the door. <laughs> am I, what, what am I rolling, sorry? Strength, please. Strength. Why is this game always so fucking weird? <laughs> I don't have like excellent strength, but it's not. I'm more agile. This, to be honest, this feels like an epi- a, a playthrough of Dwarf Fortress, where one of the dwarfs has gone into a funny mood and has uh, locked yes. the door. <laughs> However, I do get a hard success, so there you go. Because this is a fancy luxury steam yacht, the hatch isn't like reinforced steel. It's like really fancy wood. So um, Matteo just gives it a couple of kicks and it, it the hinges break. Oh, they'll be adding that to our bill. <laughs> you pile into the uh, kitchen to find um, Mitch piping um, perfect icing onto the edge of a cake. <laughs> As the door opens, I, 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 I judder because of the loss of concentration. Oh, no. Oh, no. What have you done? Lost. Restrain him! We we all run at you. <laughs> yeah. How many tears does the cake somehow have? Um, brawl? <laughs> Everyone roll brawling who's a teacher. I assume uh. you're holding back. Uh, yeah, for now. I mean, I think I can do, but I'm not really a run-in type person. <laughs> I'm just looking last really bad. I, I yeah. fucking obliterate the cake. I just run straight into the cake. <laughs> it's just like... Oh, Here we go. Yes! You all bundle at Mitch. Mitch pulls a frying pan up and whacks Jack unconscious with it. Um, but then Matteo hits him with the martial arts and um, yeah. restrains him. And the doctor is all like, Jab! <laughs> Uh, Mitch, make me a constitution check at hard, please. Oh no, the drugs are not affecting Mitch. <laughs> uh, Mitch, what are you doing? They're interrupting your cooking. Roll sanity. Oh. You fall into a blind, utter rage. Great. They must die for this affront. Absolutely, they must. Oh, and you yeah. lose... Really enjoying Hi, this Timothy. episode of Will Cook Must Cook. <laughs> <laughs> There's an episode title. <laughs> yeah. You lose um, five more sanity, Mitch, and um, I guess I should bring up the turn tracker. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Craig, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite sure how it's 
tracks with the rest of them, um, with us. I'm guessing that we're still mid possession. Oh, I think God. so. Oh, God. Do I need to take yourself? Take yourself, and then on the combat tab, click the send to turn tracker button or whatever they've called it now. Hang on. Um, do I need to, find to do myself. this because I'm unconscious? Um, you, you're unconscious and I'm not in this fight. Yeah, I, I, I don't have initiative. I'm unconscious. Yes. You, you've got a frying pan to the side of the head. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was knocked out like this was an episode of Bottom. Um, Considering this is literally just downstairs from us, should we at least initiative? No. All right. Fox B, you need to select your character, then press initiative. You need to click on your token. Ah, token, right. So I was ticking. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and then click it. It's always the same number, so. Character fails in their primary job for Mitch at this point. He hasn't failed. Yeah. But has he failed? He's making lovely food. He just thinks he has. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Rebecca, um, not Rebecca, uh, Chai and Thomas, you might hear some stuff going on downstairs, but Felix won't give a damn. He's busy writing. So, uh, yeah, y- y- you wouldn't have left the writing room. Can I, um, can I, can I tick the wrong grouper in peril? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was a bingo. <laughs> it's, it's an, it's a new one. It's a new oh. one. That, oh, where, that, is the, where is brilliant. the bingo sheet? Where is the bingo? I haven't been doing the bingo. Oh yeah, I forgot it as well. Hang on, I'll, 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 I'll paste in the it into the Discord. Pinned notes, yeah. There you go. Our in peril was added after um, the team suicide events. Yeah, oh, that's brilliant. Right, uh, Matteo, he, he seems to have resisted the Doctor's first attempt to um, sedate him, and um, the doc- uh, you're still restraining him. Do you want to continue restraining him, or do you want to try and knock him out, or...? Um, I don't want to try and knock him out, I just want to continue restraining him. I just right. want to, I, I'm, I'm happy for the moment just to make him useless. Roll a martial arts brawl in to keep hold of him. Okay. Let's hope this goes terribly wrong. Of course, Mitch, if you kill them, you'd have access to the greatest ingredients. Long pig. <laughs> um, all human sweetbreads. Right, so that's going Mitch. well. Rebecca, what would you like to do? The doctor, doctor's lovely calm down juice doesn't seem to have worked. Uh, I would be around to help restrain Mitch, but it doesn't look like he needs it at the moment. Uh, Are you just loitering in the door being like, go boys? Or would you like to check on Jack, who's lying in a crumpled heap on the floor? I will check on Jack, yes. Yes. uh, First aid on Jack. First aid. That's the minus number, isn't it? Let's see. (laughs) Do do feel free to fetch help when you want... uh, though, um, like, I don't want to be doing this for the rest of the voyage. Oh no, he seems to be breathing. We'll stop that. Yeah, Jack is definitely breathing. He's just very um, unconscious. Cake splattered and like hit in the head with a frying pan. But yeah, uh, you're you're looking after Jack. Mitch, would you like to try and break free of Mateo's hold on you? Absolutely. Well, you're brawling. You need better than a twenty-two. No, no, he's still got hold of you. 
Um, the doctor's going to jab you with another injection. Oh, I need to get out. Oh, the doctor's going to jab is burning. Right. Chai and Thomas, both of you roll listen. Taking <clears throat> medical professional fails medicine. Ooh. <laughs> wow, you hear all. Yeah, <laughs> You've just been listening to this whole conversation. It's coming to an end. Uh, Felix has just left and told you his dire news. And um, you hear what definitely sounds like a fight coming from downstairs. I thought you were going to say, what definitely hears like a souffle, de- souffle popping. Mm. <laughs> um... Mitch would never allow a souffle to pop. He must be in great peril. Chai, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's let's head downstairs. I think some, something's going on. What sort of something? Well, I can hear bashing and cluttering going on. Sounds like coming from the kitchen. And souffle popping. What role would they need to have the foresight to bring rope? <laughs> right. Okay. Um, yeah, I was like, I was like, we should bring some rope just in case. I mean, we need to tell them about the news anyway. Yeah. Peggy, roll initiative as well, please. Uh, so you need to click your tokens, and on the combat tab, click the thing that does the stuff. Yeah. I'm guessing I was not feeling well in character the same way I was feeling. Yeah, you, you've been having a nap in bed, and you've been woken up by all this noise coming from downstairs. Uh, am I right in saying that we had a time skip? Um, it's a couple of days later, yeah. yeah. Sorry. You feeling better? Uh, uh, I am feeling a little better now. Yes. Um, I want dexterity. Is that that's it. Uh, Thomas and Chai, add yourself to the turn order. Yeah, you didn't hear it during the first round, but the second round you're sort of like caught up, time wise. Right. Uh, yeah. So Thomas, you're first with Chai. Right. You're gonna both head downstairs. Yeah. yeah, so I guess we get we get to the galley, I guess. <laughs> you, you head down the stairs to find Walter kind of like peering in through the galley door. What's going on, Walter? Yeah, what's going on? Uh, Mitch is having some sort of psychotic episode. Um, I'm a psychotic episode. Rebecca's trying to restrain me. Everyone's trying to stop me. I'm trying to cook. You, can, I'm not the one that's being stupid. I'm just trying to cook like I always have, like I always will. Like that. Uh, yeah. Jack is unconscious, he took a frying pan to the side of the head, and uh, Matteo and the Doctor are trying to calm Mitch down. We've moved down here, have we actually got an action we can take if we've got anything to do? Down the stairs was your action this turn, because it took time to get downstairs, obviously. Uh, Matteo, would you like to continue restraining Mitch? Uh, I think that's all I can do for now, so yeah. Roll some ball in. This is going to go terribly wrong at any moment. Mm. Oh, it's not great. Yeah, not great, but he's... Uh, Peggy, you've emerged from your bedroom. You can hear shouting and screaming and clanging sounds coming from downstairs. You're just going to, like, shut the bedroom door and be like, no, not today. <laughs> <laughs> not today, Satan. <laughs> oh, you didn't... I'm going to go downstairs to see what's going on. Up first to the, to the bridge. Uh, you arrive at the bridge, you find Captain Marlon and the first officer, and yeah. the officer of the watch, uh, they're all sharing a, 
plate of crab with crackers, mm-hmm. and they're just talking around mm-hmm. the wheel. And he's like, yes. oh, Miss Peggy, yeah. Miss LeBlanc. Yes. Uh, Captain, there seems to be a disturbance coming from downstairs. Um, could, could you bring some sailors a kiss? There's a problem. No. <laughs> no one's called us. Uh, but yes, hang on. He picks up a, a receiver and is like, Who calls Jones? Can you go along and, like, I don't know, find out what's going on and restrain everyone? I'll be down in a moment. Like, find Mr. Partridge and ask him what to do. Okay. Yeah, okay, fine. I'll be down shortly. Should we go and see what's going on, Miss LeBlanc? Yes. <laughs> you and the captain start for the stairs. Rebecca, would you like to try and revive Jack? I would. Right, roll your first aid once more. You need a hard first aid to bring him around. Ah, let's see. I need to push this button and it needs to work. It has not. No, he, you're, you're giving him some little slaps and it's not working. Maybe you need to... Uh, no, no, some smelling salts. We need to press the harder slaps. Why <laughs> won't you wake? <laughs> <laughs> because of all the neck trauma. But I can hear other people are around now, so... You can see other people are arriving. Uh, Mitch, would you like to break free? I would. I'm going to try and get to my, my cooking, because it's burning. It's quite clearly burning now. I need to get it, turn the heat off. Oh, these are like my cookery nightmares. Ah. Uh, Mitch, you try to break free, and you do for a moment break free, shoving my terror aside, but as you shove him aside, you whack your head into the back of the extractor fan and crumple unconscious Ooh. at everyone's <laughs> feet. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> uh. Uh, at this point, a bunch of sailors, the captain and Peggy, all come bustling down various corridors and are like, what is going on? Um. Shit. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, well, well, yes. Get <laughs> it to himself. Uh, the doctor kneels down next to Mitch and is like, yeah, he's well out of it. Um. He needs to be woken up immediately, I say. <laughs> not. The man was having a psychotic episode. I'm uh, the, the doctor starts rifling through his doctor's bag. We are not waking him back up. Uh, he goes to his cabin, and I will monitor him. Oh, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> 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 I I would look around the set. What what state is the kitchen in? Uh, it looks a complete mess. <laughs> Crockery, kitchen, um, cooking of implements all over the place. There is a six tier cake in the middle of it. However, that looks like it's been partially iced. Maybe someone's going to like jump out, or something's going to jump out from the uh, middle of the cake. It's a soapstone statue. <laughs> 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 Uh, well fuck um Our... i don't know what to do what why, why is it bad that he's unconscious mateo um okay okay so he's remember there's a whole bunch of normal people in the room right now 
Maybe we should continue this conversation could, elsewhere. Could we talk about this elsewhere? Okay. Yes, everyone else, says the Doctor. I'll look after Mr. Cady and um, some soldiers can help us. Sailors can help move them to their rooms. Okay, let's have a fast conversation elsewhere. All right. All right. In the lounge. We go elsewhere. You all battle up to the lounge. Let me just move everyone to the lounge. 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 Ow, it's painful in the lounge. Okay, I'm going to keep this one vague, all right, so that the so people... He's the who... one under the call, right? As I said, <laughs> I'm going to keep this one vague so that the people who are able to read between the lines can read between the lines, and the people who don't know how to read between the lines just know that there's a problem, okay? I, right, so... It's just you lot in the room, like yeah, the same as the captain everyone of... Yeah, but but we're still at varying levels of aware of this shit, right? No, not really. Not massively. uh, My character is new, but, like, deliberately, like, we we, we skipped the whole, like, oh, they're a new person, and we're we're free. (laughs) Yes, but I I would still still behave like this, because I still don't know exactly how much everyone knows about what, and I don't want to. uh, I I don't want to send another person into a kind of mental spiral, okay? Okay. (laughs) So so I'm like, okay, so... uh, Mitch has something bad in him. The, the bad thing that's in him gets worse and worse and worse when he's asleep. Um, oh. If a uh, bad thing gets too bad, very bad for all of us. By the way, there's also something really, really powerful on board, which is pissed off with Liza and Kat specifically. Hmm. Well, we got rid of everything evil back at Hanoi. Not a thing, a someone, apparently. Someone. Or some, some being might be more appropriate. Yeah. I guess. Who? Hold on, hold on, hold on. One second. Where's my inventory? Uh, possessions? Possessions. Uh, just checking how horribly cursed he is. No, no, no. It's like a info box. Because um, I, I did a thing back in... A, a while back, as a, as a in preparation for something like this, which book is it that has the enchant thingy in it? Enchant what? Uh, en- where you enchant a blade, and then that blade is like a detector. Not a detector; it just will damage. Are you sure? I'm sure. It, it, I, I no, it and it has like detection ability. Just hurts mythos creatures, Nido. Yeah, enchant blade just hurts people. I'm sure I have a thing which is for searching and finding wibbles. Which book do you have? Limited uh, Ivron, Cryptic Books of a Sun, Gods of Reality. Those are the main ones. What was the enchant now? Oh yeah, it can just harm mythos creatures. Yeah. I'm sure I have a. Detection thing there. Almost to that. Could be wrong. No, you don't. Okay. Damn. Okay. I mean, the twins, Crocs, and Sartas might work, but they're not finished yet. It's only three days in. Um, Jack, you come round to find the doctor has just administered you a small um, stimulant, and he's like, Mr. Katie? Uh... Yes, that, that's about right. At least you're awake again. Now, you rest. Um, you took a 
very nasty blow to the head, so we're going to keep an eye on you for concussion. So we're giving you a st- smile stimulant to help keep you awake. I touch the point on my head which hurts, and then I say, ow! Because you should never do that, because it hurts more. Yeah, he's like, don't touch that. He puts a cold compress on, on your, your lump. Did we, did we sedate the chef? He's sedated. Oh, is there any more of the lobster? There might be some lobster left. I'd like some lobster, I say. <laughs> oh, I'll find out for you. Okay, meanwhile, back in the lounge, Longue. The Longue? So we are working out what to do next. Yeah, uh, so I don't know. Uh, the doctor refuses to rouse him. Every moment that he's not roused, this could be getting very bad. So do How? we want to restrain him, like with the straps and the stuff, and then wake him up, and then then he'll be away? <laughs> the original plan was to, yes, just calm him down, but that didn't seem to work, and he managed to knock himself out. But did anyone know how to remove the call from someone? Because otherwise uh, this is just going to get worse every night anyway. True. Uh, good question. Uh, do I? No. No. Peggy, do you know anything about this? Peggy, roll your Cthulhu mythos. I figured this might be your area of expertise, maybe. I have... Well, it's not... You know, it's... I'm crazy. No, uh, no, no, no. What about uh, anything from my main cult skill? No, that won't help you remove the call of Cthulhu from someone. Mm. Oh, wait, you didn't tell me this was a title drop moment. (laughs) (laughs) Right. um, Rebecca and Cat Twins, um, Chai and Thomas, that's their names, um, can also roll their Cthulhu mythos. Oh, yes, my excellent skill. Whoa. <laughs> wow! What? <laughs> How do I know this? <laughs> it's the only wow. thing you actually do know, but it's <laughs> have a very specific <laughs> set of skills. It's like, how do you logically explain it? Like in character, do you somehow know this? <laughs> Thomas, Thomas is about to get a revelation into his brain. That's how it works. Oh uh, gosh! Sadly. Chai is one off for me being able to give Craig the wrong answer. Yep. Oh. Can't do that. <laughs> that would have been <laughs> funny, though, giving you and Flinty opposing information. Yeah, that would have been a problem. Oh, very. But you can't. Chai more than Flinty. Flinty, no. So when the doctor failed to send Mitch, well, calm him down, did he fail a medicine roll? Uh, no, Mitch just resisted the drugs. Oh, OK. <laughs> Looking at the bingo. Doesn't count. The doctor didn't fail. No, I was just checking. Just checking. I have the most important ingredient. There you go, Fenty. I've told you, you, you literally almost hear Lady Basp whispering in your ear. As this knowledge seems to percolate up through your mind. You resist the urge to give in and turn into a cat. For now. That's tempting. <laughs> Nido, did you say tots, 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 tots? I did. Oh, okay. 
You have your own little bowl of sweet peas. Which is now he's, he's, off, he's off to get tops. <laughs> oh well, he's not. He's he's not in the room. So okay, so I kind of just put my arms up. It's like the so it kind of just wears itself out, but it takes. It's going to take the whole boat trip. He needs to. It will just run its course, and then hopefully he'll just survive it. We can't force it to end any quicker. So during the, during this time, it's going to be really horrible for him, and so we just got to look after him. Really, um, his mind will be sort of uh, attacked, if you like. Um, but after about twenty ish days, well, at most twenty days, um, hopefully it will just end. I mean, we there's nothing we can. There's nothing we can do except just. Keep him under control, and we have to keep him as as awake as often as possible. Mm. Keeping him awake would stop him from dreaming, Flinty, because um, it's in the dreams that he could inadvertently unleash worse things, mm. make it worse. Yeah, limit limiting his sleep would be extremely useful. But uh... what? One question: What? What if? It says dreaming. Now, there's a difference between dreaming when you're asleep, and just being comatose to the point that you can't dream. Does that make a difference, or is it just him being unconscious? Uh, I don't think... I don't think it really makes a difference. Just just not being conscious is probably mm. the uh, it's, it's the key good. thing here. This sort of thing. <laughs> Green pot. Aroni, you're muted, by the way. So I am. I'm. I'm. I'm not part of this discussion, am I? I'm in bed. No, you're you're in bed. Like, I was just saying. You look like you were saying stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh, such words I would add to this conversation. <laughs> but there's yeah. a knock on the lounge door, and the doctor sticks his head in. Hello. Oh, um, Mr. Romero. Uh, yes. Mr. Katie is awake. Okay. We're going to have to keep an eye on him for concussion. So I've given him a mild stimulant to help keep him awake. And um, Mr. Mitch has been restrained and heavily sedated. He should uh, remain unconscious for the next uh, 12 to 14 hours which will hopefully allow whatever debilitating effect was upsetting his mind to wear off. Um, he scootles over to the table, picks up some of the remaining lobster, and is like, I'm going to take Mr. Cady some food. And then he scuffles back out into the hallway. Are you sure he can't be awoken any time sooner? No. No, in my medical opinion, sleep is the best thing for him after a psychotic episode like that. Uh, I have sedated him, and I will keep an eye on him. If not, he's in the best of hands. Uh, um, Thank you, Doctor. Thank you. How can I mean, we? He's not wrong medically. How can we tell the doctor we we know a hundred percent this is the worst thing to do? We, we literally can't without letting him into the Wibbly. No, I think, uh, I think what we're going to have to do is 
deal with any repercussions that come from this initial thing. And then once he's awake, we need to keep him. Once he's awake again, we need to keep him awake after that. And I don't know, maybe we can find Ed or come up with some kind of yeah. reason medically. Like, can someone, like... Well, this, this is the thing. Like, he's the doctor. We are not doctors. The only other thing I can think of is we go to the captain and get him to sort of override the doctor's decision. But that that's a stretch. I don't even know that it would work. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Historically, medical matters. The doctor outrules the captain. Uh, yeah. Just add a bit of stimulant every so often. But I guess some I think... sleep has to happen because also, also, can't be awake for two weeks straight. Yeah, yeah I, uh, also, if we start, you you can't just feed someone a simulant after you've fed them this. Their their like internals will explode. Oh yeah, for <laughs> yeah. the next twelve to twelve or so hours. Yeah, that that would not be great. Yeah, let it wear off, and then from then on, coffee only diet. Great. Um, <laughs> Guy, are you doing anything during all of this conversation? Mm. You have your thinking face on. I wander out of a room to go up to Jack's room. Uh... Okay, uh, you wander into Jack's room. The doctor is just leaving. He nods. Jack, the doctor has bought you a tray of um, lobster, and uh, a chai arrives. Hey, Jack, how you feeling? You're... Oh, he's lost his voice. He's a mute now. He can only communicate through fan sigils. Fan sigils? Yeah. Oh, I am... Um... I, I've been better. Did tell me? Did it all go well? Is he, you know, restrained? Uh, restrained and unconscious, which I'm led to believe isn't great. That's less good. Yeah, I, I just was a little concerned. You took a nasty bump to the head. Tell me, have you ever hurt a cat? Oh, uh, um, possibly into the hundreds. Uh, but but I um. I said sorry, so I think we're okay. Oh, you've sort of had special dispensation from Bast in the past, so maybe it'll be safe. She, um... She... I I, I, I apologised to her, and she accepted my apology. I, I hope that's enough. I think, basically, I just have to keep providing cats with fish and also hugs. Do you want to risk something to try and heal you up a little bit more, or would you rather just let nature take its course? Oh, oh, oh God, what a... That's not already the phrase you use when it's just you need more time. <laughs> pop, pop, in, pop in for a little Faustian bargain, did we? Uh, <laughs> sure. Jack jumps up onto his bed and like gets into a warm spot. You see what I mean? I say, uh, uh, absent-mindedly stroking the kitten. I mean, I mean, yeah, it seems fine. Do, do you want me to try and give you Bast's blessing then? Um, I think it would be best for all of us if we were all in tip-top condition to be able to help Mitch. Sounds like a yes to me. I cast blessing of Bast on Jack. I sure Syntax hope that doesn't explode. <laughs> oh, that would that would be fantastic. He's like like bless the blessings of Bast be upon you, and I just burst. <laughs> and like the doctor comes back and he's like, oh, I forgot. Well, like I said, I tried to click it and syntax error. So and roll your pal syntax error. Uh, 
Syntax error. I mean, I have done the first cast on it, but but, but yeah, oh, cool. Yeah, easy. Hard power to cast it every time. Uh, Hard power for the first time, regular power for any other casting. Uh, either way, yes. Somebody kills accidentally. Jack, I need you to make me a sanity check, please. Uh, sanity? Sorry, I missed, I missed why we're blessing Jack. Because he's been well. injured. Because I've got a frying pan to the brain. Uh, okay. <laughs> Comically, though. Uh, as Chai whispers in ancient Egyptian this soft prayer of wonders, the kitten digs its claws into you. And for just a moment, you feel the presence of Bast looking at you from afar. And then she withdraws. Dream dot emoji. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm a good guy now. She knows I'm a good guy now. I, I, I project only good thoughts in a sort of panicked way. You just stopped him to check you were still good. No, you're, you're on like your final warning. <laughs> Dark horror from beyond time. Turns out to be quite nice. <laughs> what does the blessing of Bass do for our beloved Jack? 1d6 hit points, 1d6 sanity points. Wow. That's actually pretty good. It is. You get four sanity back. Your hit points are restored. The swelling goes down. I'm like, oh, I've made a miraculous recovery as I'm rubbing my forehead. (laughs) Oh, and I'm at max san. I'll pick that, don't worry. Why did I say that? I mean, I'm at half sanity. Oh, really bad looking for me. Mitch, beloved Mitch, beloved darlingest Mitch, um, you were in the city in a great square. Roll me your sanity. I love cities. I love squares. In I front, do. There is the fire and the boiling cauldron. And beyond it is this massive, almost coffin-shaped building inscribed with strange runes. Oh, that uh, looks neat. What was that? It looks neat. It does look neat. It looks really cool. Yeah. Um, around the cauldron are various ingredients. <gasps> uh, items you could cook with. Um, roll me your... You've got a hard sanity. So I need you to roll me a... Cooking at hard instead of extreme. Do you want to spend any luck to pass this one? Sure. Seven luck. Wise choice. You avoid the peculiar... You you have this idea at the back of your mind to use the very strange esoteric ingredients, the rocks and the glowing substances and the strange canister of goo, but you ignore them and you're just using the actual ingredients that you know from real life. Exactly. I know know what I need to make. You You avoid accidentally opening the building. (laughs) Well, I'm busy cooking. I'm busy cooking. So you are stuck in your mania of cooking. Must cook, must cook. Must cook. cook. You're making a really nice clam chowder. Mm. You're not inadvertently conducting a ritual to awaken Cthulhu, so... No, no. 
It was close. If you hadn't spent that luck, you would have been. The final chapter. Don't celebrate yet. He's got 14 hours of this. He does have 14 hours of this. Uh, but we'll go back to the others now. Jack, you're feeling better. Your kitten is warm and comfortable and cosy. You have a plate of lobster. Are you staying in bed or are you going to go join the others? Uh, well, g- given that I've received the blessings of Bast, it would feel somewhat churlish to just stay in bed. I better go and find out what everyone else is up to. You carefully move the kitten so it can stay warm in bed and give it some lobster. Oh no, I, I um, I, I, I tuck the kitten into my shirt so it's all like nestled in against me, and and uh, I, I tuck some ill-advisedly tucked lobster into my clothes for it. It's happily eating the lobster. Uh, it smell weird for days. <laughs> Rebecca, Matteo, and Thomas, what are you doing whilst uh, Chai is away? You're like desperately trying to come up with some plan to help poor Mitch. I'm here. Oh, and Peggy. <laughs> yeah, he can't I, see I, you. I guess tidying up the kitchen and figuring out who's going to cook for everybody now. Yeah, that, I was go. wondering about that. But... Oh, I, love, I love that that's the number one biggest problem on your mind is, well, who's going to fucking make a steak tartare now? <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel it's like... That needs to be thought about. Like, I feel like between us, though, we can manage a sandwich, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just, I, could, yeah. I think from Thomas's perspective, he doesn't know, apart from how to expel the call of Cthulhu, he doesn't know much planning on uh, Wibbly stuff, so he yeah, just tries like... to come up with the other stuff. Like our best just... pl- plan is, we just need to let Mitch ride it out, and then mm. in yeah. X hours we'll be back on scene and make sure that he's restrained and can't go crazy with food anymore. So and in the meantime, let's yeah. prepare our own meals and you know eat from cans. I, mean, I know how to cook. Um, I'm not quite the star that Mitch is, but uh, unless right. anybody else is able to <laughs> on the ship. I, I would imagine be, being like you know not uh, unlike all of these. High, well, I mean, I, I would imagine most of us are capable of like basic home cooking. Just we've just got you. We've just got very used to the high life of Mitch's cordon bleu for the last. Start <laughs> mm. <laughs> cooking exactly. Yeah. E- even Mitch's, um, you know, bog standard breakfast porridge is like the nectar of God. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm wondering. This is like this is like the magical Vanderbilt. Well, not the magical, but this is like the Vanderbilt boat, which has doesn't it have like resources on it, like books and things that we could look through for. It's it's fine. You can just say the Vanderboat. The Vanderboat. Um, quick, play the thing. You said Vander. I'm getting the thing. Wait, it's been a while since we had. Allow, allow soundboard to access media on your device. Wow, that's been a while. You'll need to keep talking so that Discord doesn't arbitrarily cut you off. Hmm. Uh, it's so loud. <laughs> okay, was that good enough for you? Yeah, it was good enough. Good. Um. My 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 general point was that I doesn't this place have books on it that we can look? You have for? a handout called book list, which will tell you all the books the party owns. I kind of just want to do some like general research and see if I can find anything more useful. 
You want to go plumb through the Mythos tomes and yes. see if you can find anything out about the Call of Cthulhu. Yes, can we Can we just, like, have a big pull through? Because, like, otherwise we're kind of all hoarding these books and, like, maybe if we just look through all of them together, we can find stuff. I could check through Cat's book, but, I mean, yeah, unless if there's anything more we can immediately do... I feel like uh, like th- this is like something that I do. Like it's not just like look at one book at a time. It's bring all the books together and then cross reference. <laughs> wouldn't that, wouldn't that be library use then? That, that kind of thing, yes. It would indeed be library use if if that's all good. If people are happy to contribute all of their mysterious books. Yeah, I mean, I've never uh, I. The one time I read a book, I summoned Huston, so I've I've not really been in the reading department. (laughs) Poor Thomas, the the one and only time he opened one of these dark books, he summoned an evil wizard. That can put you right off. Yeah, but then we ate him. We did. And ate his soul, but yeah. I mean, that's the other good thing. If you're doing it all together, it means that you don't get wrapped up in one mysterious book. (laughs) You can't. Alright, so who is staying around for library time? Peggy? Yes. Chai, are you joining in? Uh, well, I wasn't back in the room yet, so oh, yeah, you're I not back in the room yet. haven't heard um, this. Thomas, are you backing out because books are bad? Well, books are bad, and I just haven't read any of them, so I don't know how, how I can help. Yeah, okay, you're just not going to help out, that's fine. Matteo, do you want to fuck with all the magic books? <laughs> or are you um... going to join Thomas in team reading is bad? I'll try and tidy up the kitchen. I don't want to mess with the books. I've I've had a very strong policy on that so far, and it's worked for me. Are you going to go help Thomas clean up the kitchen? Yes, I'll I'll make myself useful. You go downstairs with Thomas and start cleaning the galley. Uh-huh. The galley has appropriated every cat who isn't currently cuddling Jack because there's food everywhere. Oh God! All right, <laughs> this is not fancy. Um. Rebecca, are you staying for book club? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jack and Chai, you walk in to find uh, Rebecca and Peggy and Walter has brought them like every book that Walter currently has in his possession. And you've got just a table covered in arcane tomes. Blimey. Do, <laughs> do either of you two have any books that we don't have here? We're trying to do a cross-reference here to see if we can find anything useful. Uh, only uh, this, I guess. I say, taking the lever Ivonis out of my pocket. Is that one we already had a copy of? Or? No, you don't have it here. Okay, I'm not. Okay, well, thank you. Walter did have it, but he gave it to Jack. All right, let's That'll come in useful. Chai, do you have anything hanging around in your valises? I mean, I do have one that seems liable to maybe be useful. Uh, I guess um, the cultist Maleficarum. So, has Matteo left any books or just gone with the Necronomicon and the Raleigh commentaries? You have two books hidden in your luggage, the Raleigh commentaries and the Necronomicon. Oh, both of which would be extremely helpful. You've been (laughs) not letting anyone near them because they're fucking evil. Are you still keeping them under lock and key in the secret compartment in your luggage? Or are you going to relent and let people near them? What are the, sorry, what are the two books? The Necronomicon yeah. in Latin and the Raleigh Commentaries in Chinese. 
Do I know anything about whether either of these would help us in our current situation? You think they might well contain hidden information about Raleigh, being the Raleigh commentaries, and Cthulhu in general, but they're also chock full of evil that could also make this a thousand times worse. I can't risk it. I'm, I'm not. Um, I, I, I wouldn't risk it. I'm taking a book is hoarded. <laughs> a book is hoarded. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, as the GM, I'm going to go out on a limb and being like, "Here's the Necronomicon. Everyone have a rifle for it." It's a really bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 boy! How this takes me back. I say. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're welcome to join us if you know where any particular bits of information are. Chai, my board. Mm-hmm. Are you joining book club? Well, I was about to say, considering I've already done the full read of Occultis Maleficarum, I'm assuming my help would actually be advantageous then. Yeah, you'll be, you'll, you can use the mythos rating on it. Yeah. It. I, I, I'll stay and help. When... Jack? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to... I want to demonstrate to Bast what a good boy I am by helping all my friends. Uh, Don't kill me. You sure did turn up and have a look at you. You can definitely see her going, explode, not explode. Please, please, please don't carefully, like, leaf through everything in my life like I was an open book. (laughs) She did. Uh, She just skim-read it. At that, that time, you, uh, you you skinned 16 kittens to sacrifice them to Nyarlathotep. Really I was just following now. orders. <laughs> the Nuremberg defense. <laughs> That's not a play. That's not against yeah. the goddess of cats. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, if Jack had legitimately hurt cats, the spell's supposed to hurt him instead. I, 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 got, a, um, I got a warning slash do-over while we were saving your life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's a kind of uh, you're on the good guy's side now, and time is running out, kind of thing. Yeah, That's he, fair. He got paroled. Mm. Yeah, Bast- actions because he saved your life. Bas Bas does not like it. Does not like Nyarlathotep either. I think Foxby has bingo. By the way, <laughs> uh, because I think we definitely did. We overthink a solution earlier. Oh boy! Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Bingo. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh god, the noise! I forgot about the noise. <laughs> Website should uh, never be allowed to play music on noises. And, and, I, and hey, I, I had to, I had to write a lot of JavaScript to make it play that little noise. I know, and you should not have. Actually, <laughs> actually, I had to write, I had to write a tiny bit. I, I had to write a tiny bit of JavaScript to make it play that noise. I had to write a lot of JavaScript to make it not play that noise in a continuous oh, loop mm-hmm. while a bingo was on. I wouldn't have bothered. <laughs> <laughs> I well, still I, like I, the um, funeral we gave to the hug box. Uh, oh, oh, mm. fucking it. When, uh, when I, I, I tried to embed a MIDI file into a website and I found out that that technology has been forgotten, it's, phys- it's impossible to embed a MIDI into a website in, tw- in the year 2020. <laughs> My bingo looks like a space invader. By the way, for now, we overthink a solution should really be the free space. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah! Uh, I need I need to meet a fantastical king and uh, for someone to slidle somewhere instead of walking the. Mitch, yeah, I need you 
to roll me sanity as you're in this city and it's definitely starting to weigh on you and you can hear whispering and as you're making your chowder you can almost understand the bubbles like the bubbles of the boiling liquid are almost forming words and patterns that are bypassing your conscious thought and settling into the back of your brain as you can hear a sleepy murmur, a voice whispering quietly, dark knowledge. Roll me 2d20. You are my sunshine. Has, has Mitch become that fish from Finding Nemo? Bubbles. He's become Dory, no. Um, no, the one that likes bubbles. Please add 23 Cthulhu Mythos. Oh, and uh, reduce your maximum sanity by twenty three. <laughs> oh. Does he get some good thing for getting a bingo? Uh, no, oh. he's currently lost in the grip of the Call of Cthulhu. Oh, Maybe I'll give him a good thing when he, if he survives this. Oh, that was dear. a whole bunch of sanity at once. Yeah. Yeah. My, my max, but it's still above my current sanity, so my max. That's, is, that's good for lost. now. He hasn't lost any sanity. Oh, that's good. But his max sanity is now just dropped by 23. Um, okay. Cthulhu Mythos by how much? 23. 23. So I'm now at 43 Cthulhu Mythos. Oh, boy. Blimey. I think that's higher than some of the people here who are supposed to be trained in this. I was going to say, that's, uh, that's almost higher than mine, and I was it a Cthulhu cultist. higher than mine now. Um... I mean, I'm just lucky and I've dipped beneath my Cthulhu Mythos with sanity already, so... But I don't think you have before, have you? You've been flying high on sanity for literally years, it feels like. Yeah, no, like, I've been very sane the entire time. I've been in the 90s the entire time, basically. It's because he, he spends most of his time uh, ignoring the wibbly shit that we're doing and just cooking us lovely dinners. Yeah. Apart from that one time, like, oh, look at this headdress. Well, I didn't know I had it. I was just like, put it in there. Uh, the head, the headdress was fine. It was failing yeah. the sanity roll when when we were putting the the Cthulhu statue away. That's uh, uh yes, that reminds me. We need to go and find the fucking statue because it will be on board again. Yes. All right. Um, I'll finish with Mitch, and then I'll come back to you. Keep that thought at the front of your fore mind, Arona. <laughs> The chowder is, is, is simmering now, and you kind of stop and realise you're not alone anymore. There are tall, hulking shapes. They've kind of formed a ring around you and your pot of chowder. They've got massive wings. They're sort of like almost sitting hunched, and they look like the creature on the statue. Just you, you somehow know that these are the children of a much bigger entity. They're strange proboscises wiggling as they all stare at you. Can I cut one off and put it in the soup? Oh, no. oh my god, no. Uh, but you can, however, roll me your pal at extreme. Spend five luck? Yeah, I'll spend five luck. Yeah, I'll spend five luck. They're almost chanting softly, but for now, whatever they're chanting, you're... You go back to the cooking. You're like, I've got the chowder. This needs bread. So you start make, mixing up some dough in a bowl. And you're literally almost like your mind is rebelling against what you're seeing. And you're focusing on the cooking. The dough of Cthulhu. Cooking is the most important thing right now. Yeah. But you know, 
you, you, you like almost subconsciously, you know, if you start paying attention to them, it's going to go really bad really quickly. I'm sure glad I had that 99 luck at the beginning of all this. <laughs> um, right, back in Library Club, um, you've got the books out. You're about to settle down when Jack's like, statue! Yeah, yeah. I, I I remember it was something. It was something I was thinking about before I got knocked out. So it's just popped back into my brain. I'm like that's it. That's it. He's he must have taken the statue subconsciously when we were packing them back up. It'll be on board. We need to yeah. get the statue subconsciously and do what? Um, we can't get it off the ship unless we go back to Hanoi again. Not going back to Hanoi. You're three days out from Hanoi. Surely the only thing we can do now is pretty much just put it in a corner where nobody's going to go. What if we put it in a lifeboat? No. And a big wave knocks it into the sea. Well, yeah, but it would be far away from us. I'm not sure I trust that to be enough. Hmm. Meanwhile, in the galley, Thomas and Matteo are tidying up. Uh, both of you, roll me your spot hidden. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Because, oh, no. <laughs> of course, where else would it be? Oh, no. Oh, no, it's a cake topper. If it was a cake topper, we would have all seen it. Because he's made Hang a wedding on. cake, and at the very top, there's a little there's a little Cthulhu with a hat on, and a little Cthulhu with a, bri- a bridal veil on. Also, the cake just would not be strong enough to do that. There's very specific structural problems with making tiered cakes. <laughs> um, all right, we're both good at looking. You're both really good at looking. You've been tidying up. Picking up things, sticking them in the sink, washing up, scraping food off things. You're busy packing things away. And um, Thomas, you open a cupboard to put the flour away and it's just sitting on a shelf staring at you. And Matteo also sees it as he looks over. Yeah, yeah, there it is, Flinty and Matteo. Both of you make power rolls, please. Mm. I blame Arona. <laughs> Why do you blame me? Oh, yes, go for it, Thomas. That's my second one today. <laughs> uh, you gone, pal? There you are. I stop letting you out of my sight. Oh, wow, a success. <laughs> nice. Thomas, you kind of put the bag of flour in front of it and then shut the cupboard and look oh at my God, your pal. Anyway. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it was higher as well. <laughs> yeah, let's... Uh... Um... Let's not touch that. What do we do with that? Well, it should be in Hanoi. Unless we had two two of them that we didn't know about. Anyway, let's... If it's any consolation, the Elder sign meant that Jack was no longer connected to the statue of Hastur. Yay! Mm -hmm. Uh... Wait, me? Yep. You've Failed the role with the statue of Hastur, but oh, the yeah, other side severed the connection when you put it in a warded vault. Ha! Fuck you, Hastur. He's very grumpy with you too. That's why he's on board. <laughs> he's not connected to anyone currently. Oh, so shit, is he pissed at me because I did the elder sign now? You don't know. Anyway, uh, Hastur is not your problem currently. That statue of Cthulhu that's in the dry goods cupboard is. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, at least he put it in the dry goods cupboard. Yeah, with the flower. <laughs> what are you doing, Thomas and Matteo? Are you going to like shuffle upstairs and let everyone know what you found? Yeah. Right, Jack, Chai, Rebecca, you're about to head off to search for this statue when Thomas and Matteo walk back in. So it looks like either we had two of one statue or one of them didn't get put in the deposit box. That makes sense. Mm. Uh, is it um is it the scary sort of octopus looking dude? Yeah, it's it's that one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So so I can tell you what happened, right? Um me and Jack, me and Jack, me and Mitch were putting away the statues into the vault, and uh, he must have just grabbed it. It subconsciously tries to make you do that. It tries to make you hold it, and when you hold it, uh, you end up like that, uh, you know, ranting and raving and obsessed, and uh, slowly going more and more mad. In an ideal world, I mean, the best thing, the thing that we need to do is get it off the boat. However, um, we can't do that. So, uh, mm-hmm. unless we, like, can I see where we are on the world map? Are we just out to sea? You are. Uh, let me move to the world map. World map, world map. Yeah, Travelling by green line. You're travelling by the Green Line. You're currently at that turn at the base of Singapore. Uh, oh, that's so quite close to land. You're here. You're about to go through the Straits of Java. I mean, you could just drop into Kuala Lumpur and hire another safety deposit box. I'm like, I'm like, that's sort of, that's sort of what we know and what we need to do. Mitch will get progressively worse if it's near him. We need to get mm. it away from him. Like and, 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 if, uh, it and hope you don't fall foul to its dark powers. Uh, what did you say? So you cut off at the start. One of you is going to have to touch it and hope you don't fall foul to its dark powers. Do we uh, touch it? It's currently right. in a cupboard, so someone's going to have to move it from oh. cupboard to box. Get two bowls. <laughs> <laughs> like it was a naughty spider. Yeah. yeah, or like tongs or something. Like we we don't need to <laughs> touch it. It may power through that, but I guess it can't hurt. Oh, like, actually grabbing it with both hands. <laughs> Be sure to give them a few test clicks before you grab it. Sorry? Uh, you're hoping using tongs works. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not touching it. Anyway. <laughs> uh, are you going to go and ask Captain Marlon to divert to Kuala Lumpur? Yeah. <laughs> Captain oh, Marlon will drop into Kuala Lumpur for you all to dispose of another cursed artifact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. But Kuala right. Lumpur is still several hours away. Uh, Mitch and Thomas and Matteo, at this point, you can return to cleaning the um, galley. You just know not to open that cupboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just put a... I, I write, I write a, like a, the equivalent of a sticky note. Do not open. <laughs> you need child locks you can attach to this cupboard. Oh my mm. god, the post-it note! Like, like, don't open this cupboard. There's an extremely cursed thing inside. <laughs> right, Chai, Rebecca, Jack, and Peggy. All of you, roll me a library use, please. Library use. 
I have uh, um, library. Oh. Use. I think this is the first time this character has rolled libraries. I'm terrible at it. Yeah. You do get a bonus die because you're working with everyone else. Everyone gets a bonus die. Oh, so you got 12. Ooh, that's a better 15. number. Oh, yeah, yeah, 12. 25. Yeah. I'll stick with my original. This went quite well. Before now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You guys are working through the books. uh, Scattered throughout are various little, like, notes in the margins and the mad scribblings of previous owners of these books. I'll put this into... Uh, telegram. As you refine the knowledge that Thomas originally helped you discover when Bass whispered in his ear. Oh, yeah. Is it that for the next two weeks we have to cut an inch of flesh off of him every five minutes? <laughs> um, there aren't that many inches. I know, right? It would get messy. Guess you just have to stop chop chopping. I'm sending you secret messages. It's a lot of my delightfully uh, nice hold music. Sorry. Russet needs to take his medicine. I do need to take my medicine, or I will start frothing the Call of Cthulhu into you all. Uh, Trust me, you don't want that. Do do not froth. There you go. Uh, More of a bubble, anyway. Rebecca, um, Chai, Jack, Peggy. Someone might want to read it out loud for the recording. I could read it out. The call of Cthulhu cannot be stopped. It will run its course somewhere over between 120 days. If a subject survives, they are free. But during those 120 days, they are subject to horrors beyond man's psyche and can unleash dark powers during their dreams. During their dream wandering, several things could happen. Learning dark knowledge not meant for man. Possession by spawn of Cthulhu. Encountering Cthulhu, usually life-threatening. Awakening Cthulhu, world-ending. Causing Raleigh to rise. Unclear as to results. Summoning segments of the disc of Raleigh. Not compatible with CD players. There is no way to expel the curse short of a god's intervention. This is usually safer to kill the dreamer to stop the curse spreading. Where? There is a chance the curse will spread every time somebody sleeps nearby as long as the call is active in their mind. Leaving the statue behind will make the chance less. Yeah, I told you. What he mentioned earlier, um, killing somebody would be a really good... Who was that? Was it Mitch? Yeah. 
Yeah, it was. <laughs> I mean, it's NPC rather than like, you know. Does that imply his consent for you guys to just give him a quick... Mitch, do the ends justify the means? They do. Oh, dear. It's fine. The Vanderbilts will found the Michelin Trust in his memory. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> it'll, 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 for some reason, spend its first several years making tyres before eventually getting into Gordon Blur food. <laughs> No, they, they all do it. All, all companies like have a department that does something weird that you wouldn't expect. Like, uh, like Toshiba has a department that makes uh, ferries. Well, I still, I still like Yamaha, who for some reason make uh, musical keyboards and motorbikes. <laughs> yeah, you know, Yamaha are just like motorbikes. That's what we need, and everyone's like, "But we make." Yeah, no, motorbikes! But motorbikes are cool. They tried pianos on the back of motorbikes and didn't really work out, so now they just make them separately. The call of Cthulhu lurks within your boat. It's getting late, because you've been, like, researching and doing stuff and making plans, and the captain informs you that you will be docking at Kuala Lumpur tomorrow morning. And a about 8am. And we've learned that if we get rid of the statue, we're quite likely to make Mitch feel a bit better. There's less chance of it jumping to one of your dreams mm. if it's not on board. I had I had an idea during the break, which oh. I, think I, I think we need to discuss out of character. Um, but it, it might be terrible and it might not be terrible. Okay, well, I'm the GM. I can't help with your out-of-character ideas. But, sure, mm. look, you have this array of friends. Except uh, yeah. Mitch. I th- uh, Mitch's friend, not food. He's currently cursed. Yeah. Well, that's nice, but your food, not friend. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... I, I, I think we might need to wait for Jerome the Pisser to return. I can hear doors opening and closing. I think he's on his way back. Is your piss done? He's not back yet. He didn't hear me. Oh, there he is. Look, oh, there he is. I have squares. I've run out of snacks. I have snack. I have sandwich. Uh, I've got um, I've got all the all the purple jelly tots left. If you like purple jelly tots, of course I do. I'll I'll, I'll save them for you. But I've run out of my my vanilla Grammy Dodgers. Why do you not I, eat the purple ones? Literally I, the best flavor to the I don't like. Yeah, I, I genuinely throw them away. <laughs> They literally sell red and purple as a separate flavour for main fruit pastels because that's how popular they are and they know that... But Rory doesn't like strawberries because of the seeds as well. He says the seeds are too big on a strawberry. I don't say they're too big. I say that they, you know, they cause discomfort. You're just worried about... You've never gone, oh, the seeds are too big in the strawberry. It's not the seeds. It's just that a strawberry... The flavour of strawberry never lives up to the appearance of a strawberry. I've, you have never in your life had a strawberry and gone, oh, that strawberry looks as good as it tastes. Yes. You bite yes. into them and yes. there's yes. green yes. bits, there's green bits and they're not sweet. You and you're like, stop buying cheap strawberries. Man, yeah, you're no buying strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> Buy the fanciest I, strawberries. I grow my own strawberries. Strawberries are extremely sweet. Yeah, but also, they could be—they could be more sweet. 
I think Arona is just worried about, like, you know, the strawberry seeds getting stuck and him just waking up one day, realising he's turning into a strawberry plant and there's nothing he can do about it. This is his life now. Actually, I- I'm going to tell you, like, since I started growing strawberries, like, like 50 to 60% of my gardening time is spent stopping strawberries from colonising the rest of my fucking garden. They're so, a weed. <laughs> so, so you're actually worried about that. That's what you're actually worried about. <laughs> well, they, yeah, so a strawberry plant will grow a, th- a string straight up like that with like three strawberries on it. And you like, yum, yum, strawberries. And then it will grow 50 extra strands that grow into the ground around it, which grow other strawberry plants. And you're like, stop. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Peter's back. Let's stop talking about gardening. Um, you have a plan. So... It's going to take Mitch 20 days to get better, right? Approximately, Somewhere right? between 1 to 20 days. Yeah. And having him here on the boat is probably a bad place to do that. But we have a friend with a magical time machine. Hmm. Now, remember when one of us got ill last time, we sort of whisked them away and healed them. Um, I had, I sort of half had this idea, but I have a feeling that Etienne will not help us because of how he's under the fucking call of Cthulhu and you, like, mate, there's some shit you don't want to get on you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, last time he helped out, it was to help the pregnant lady get safely to the end of her pregnancy (laughs) to avoid being eaten by cultists, as opposed to the call of Cthulhu. Mitch, Mitch is pregnant in a way, but it's um, it, it's sort of in the HR Geiger's dark seed kind of way, rather than uh, the <laughs> rather than the more traditional way. Oh, don't spoil the ending where Mitch bursts and tentacles come out. I have an idea. I don't, I don't think anyone didn't foresee that ending. I have an idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Peggy. You know how you had those magic boxes. Mm-hmm. I thought I have one. Wait, there's more boxes. I I made one myself. What are you? You 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 carpentered a box on board <laughs> a ship. Where did you get the wood from? Apparently, Walter. I rolled my luck. Walter got me one. I don't know what rolling luck is, but okay. Um, are there more? You 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 know what we're talking about here, Chai? The magic boxes. Yeah, the teleportation I know box. what you're talking about. What I'm referring to is the fact that Flinty went off, found more boxes, didn't intimate to anyone else. Right. He didn't Remember, anyone. Well, the part where we said, what are you doing on the boat trip? Yes, but that <laughs> was an out-of-character thing, Flinty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, technically, we haven't done it yet, because I don't know how many days we are actually into this trip. The like boxes two. actually take, like, five seconds to do, if that. Okay. So, you can, he's you done can it. make a box for someone else as well, don't you? Can't you? It's not like a thing where you need their permission and they need to be awake. You can just go... I, I think, strictly speaking, them. yes, but it does need yeah. to be their pal. Well, yeah. you, you, you don't need their permission. Like, what the idea of making someone a non-consensual teleport box? <laughs> My thought was... If, you're su- if what your suggestion is we leave Mitch behind on land, which is a much safer place for someone who's suffering from the call of Cthulhu to be, um, along with a minder, and then once he's free of the curse, both of them activate their teleport boxes and re- rejoin the party on the boat. Mm. Because we'll take their boxes with them. 
that's not a bad idea. Oh, I like that, actually. <laughs> it's actually a fairly <laughs> decent idea, and it leaves only one person left at risk. One person who can just stay behind with Mitch, with Mitch by themselves, look after look after him, and then you like bring back once he's no longer with Matt. It's pretty elegant. You could take the doctor with you as well. Except I don't know if it's possible to do it non-consensually. Can we? Does someone find out whether or not you can make a box non-consensual? <laughs> Mate, just convince no. me somehow. No, no. Put lots of no. ingredients in the box. I'm like, oh, ingredients. Also, <laughs> your problem is not even if you can make the box non-consensually. But then if Mitch decides after a day or so of being on dry land, he's not too fond of it and just poop. Yeah. Well, no, no, you just don't tell Mitch about the box until it's time to come home. Uh, this, I don't uh, know if this, plan, this plan feels, feels somewhat hacky. <laughs> you know how to make boxes. Roll me your Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> I uh, I almost got a. Uh, I'm assuming a, you mean Mythos. Yeah. No, a, not a, a bad lesson in in just playing around with stuff that I'm holding because what I'm holding is a can of black spray paint. Um, <laughs> make sure the lid is on. Does anyone else know how to make these boxes, Jack? I think I do. Mythos. It's wrong. None of you know how to make one for someone else, like. You know how to teach someone else to spell, and then they can make one themselves. Oh, oh well, wait, hold on, because I remember, like, um, my previous character had a box made for them. No, you learned the spell, and then you did it. Did I? Yes, mm. you did. Actually, yeah. no, that is completely false, because you specifically told us we cannot teach this to other people. It is a gift from yog to us, the only way to get it is to make the pact. Or, or be Jack and have learned the spell somewhere else. I still... I'm, I'm sure he didn't. We wouldn't have gone through with the pact. I'm 100% certain that if we were... like, Because my, my car- previous character did not have that spell on their character sheet. So, Let me check something. And a box was made for him. Because a box was offered to be given to um, Matteo, but Matteo turned it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. On the grounds of Wibble. Yeah, so I thought Hugo had learnt the spell. Mm. Yeah, I I don't know how to to box. I mean, I'm happy to just accept that it needs to be a consensual thing. That that's a fair call. It seems logical. It would. Um, using your character sheet, Craig. Oh, right. <laughs> I said that. Stop. Yeah, I didn't hear you say that. Yeah, you're 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 breaking up a little bit. I think your uh, your microphone is detecting the presence of Nido in the room and uh, like preemptively turning itself down. There's no yeah. kind of thing of if you're giving someone a piggyback, then that that works, right? Yeah. No, you can make someone else a box, but it has to be with their permission. They have to be included. In the spell and willingly give you their power. Yep, so yes, sense. you can't make one for Mitch on the secret, but you could okay. ask Mitch, "Hey, can we drain out your life essence and make this magic box for you?" Sorry, I'll be if back in get... four minutes. If we can get into this, 
10 minutes. It feels like something I would like to say yes to out of character, but in character, very like, what? Bitch <laughs> <laughs> will be all like, the jam tarts need more than in a cream! Yeah, it'll be a case of how cognizant he is, and at that same time, like, we then need to make sure that he didn't just, as you say, use it before him. I mean, that that's the problem. If if Even if he had, goes, yes, yeah, sure, make it. The minute we put him somewhere where he can't be near his kitchen or whatever his current obsession is, he'll just go, return to my kitchen ship. There is one exception. Um, we know how long he has to wait for it to go out. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. You have a time range of one to 20 days. One to 20 days. What we say is, we will keep the box full of stuff so that if you teleport, you will be telefragged <laughs> until day 22, at which point we will empty the box. And then Do I even know about these boxes really that much? Mitch doesn't know anything about them currently. Mm. I'm sure he's been at least told about them because he's been offered to have one previously. Yeah. But, but the problem with your reasoning there, Nido, is, again, Mitch is not in his right mind. There is a very real chance he'll just go, I'll take yeah. the risk. Wait, we might have covered this, but could you, can you, t- what, what can you take with you? I think just your clothes, can't you? Clothes, small objects you might have in your clothes. Mm. Anything directly on your personage, in other words. Okay. I mean, it, it was a nice idea, but I don't think it's going to work. Mm. I think if it was a case that we were able to make the box without his consent, this would have worked. Mm. It is getting late. Um, who's going to bed? Uh, we need to have like him all the way over at one side of the boat, maybe like in quarantine. Um, that's not oh. possible. I think maybe we just need to not sleep while yeah while we're deciding what to do here. Although, if we get the the idol off the soapstone statue off the ship tomorrow, we can sleep once we're away from it, and the chance is lessened. There is one other option, I say. Yeah, because if I spell it out. We need to get him away from the ship, right? Or we'd like to get him away from the ship because of the danger that poses. I mean, that would be nice, but we're not really sure how. Uh, It would be nice to get him back on the ship if we could get him away from the ship. Yes. But that's not an essential part of the plan. Yeah, we could just put him off ship and then he will be fine and, and come back to us at a later point. And not. whoever has a cube can teleport back. Um, not ideal, but possible to do under the circumstances. Also, one other thing. I'm just looking at the layout of the boat. Um, Mitch's crew quarters are right above the crew bunks. Can we possibly yeah. move him to the front of the boat, maybe the front deck? I mean, just addressing the first suggestion just there, um, that does effectively probably mean either we're going to voluntarily take a 20-day delay 
or we're going ahead without Mitch at that point. Can we get you know, a plane? Uh, yes, the implication would be that we'd have to probably meet up with Mitch later. I'm just saying that that, like, in terms of removing the immediate threat, that's an option. It would be a big party split. Because mm. we'd still have to leave someone with him to make sure that he stays awake. No, no, I'm saying that once the once we've uh, once that time has passed then that person would at least then be able to rejoin. Think, think, look, well, no, think about it. You're going to need at least two people to stay with Mitch because you're going to need two people mm. who can I'm sleep doing. alternately while keeping him awake as much as possible because you need to keep him awake as much as possible. Otherwise, he could accidentally destroy the world in his dreams. And to be able to subdue him if he does manage to break free. Mm. You're muted. Yeah, you're muted. It's tough. I, uh, it's uh, it's okay. I just said something uh, vaguely filthy. Um. Uh, I'm back. <laughs> Hello, Jack. Welcome back. Sorry about that. Awkwardly timed end of resin print. Um. Did it print? It printed successfully. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I uh, I adopted the age-old technique of increasing the curing time. I'm glad it worked. Mm, it just means it takes longer. Right. Um, uh, it's getting late at this point. It's mm. getting on for about 10pm. Uh, it's been an exciting day of uh, Master Chef. So sleep. Okay. Let's keep Mitch awake. <laughs> Mitch is still sedated until tomorrow morning. Oh, yeah, we have to keep ourselves awake. That's a, that's the challenge. And we need, uh, and and as I've said several times, we need to move him so that the crew aren't sleeping directly under him. Literally well, the doctor's not going to let him be moved. Uh, well, how are you going to make let the doctor move you out of his safe bed to another part of the ship? Um, we're paying the doctor, right? Uh, the Vanderbilts are paying the doctor. So we're paying the doctor, yes? Uh, we simply tell the doctor that we'll stop paying. You'll have to clear that one with Walter. Well, look, look what we can say is that... Um, oh, well, we've got two options here. We either move the crew or we move Mitch. It's one of those two things. I'm not convinced moving them anywhere on the ship is going to yeah. be far enough. Basically, we need to put that fucking statue as far away from everybody as possible. Even, even that's probably not going to... Yep. You know. All we, we, we can do with that is put it in the bow of the ship. Hmm. Uh, how far, we how need far to do some warding. Wards everywhere. <laughs> yes, Rebecca? Sorry. How, how far are we away from port? Uh, you're not getting to Kuala Lumpur until 8am tomorrow morning. Okay. I mean, the captain could just turn left and nose up to a random beach on the Indonesian shore of Java, but that's just going to be jungle or a fishing village. And then we leave Mitch there and go. (laughs) I mean, that's how you get uh, cults starting in the depths of the rainforest. (laughs) If you're just like, hello, random innocent people, have a cursed statue, and then you flee. (laughs) And a cursed chef. 
Yeah. So, okay, we go to Kuala Lumpur. So that means, yeah, we, we could just stay awake overnight and then... Yeah, sleepover party. We can tell spooky stories. No. I'll bring the coffee and the sweet <laughs> things. I mean, I mean, that's the thing. We could have a, hold an impromptu party and invite the crew. It's the, it's the, it's the 1920s. I'm going to bring the cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the problem is, Nita, if you have an impromptu party and they break out the alcohol, people are going to start falling asleep. Not if we keep the party going all night long. I didn't know Penny had with such a party. Streaking. I am a party hand in the event of an emergency that could end the world. Peggy's like, here is my this... emergency opium! <laughs> Here's... <laughs> when, when The only time to hold a party is when not holding a party could inadvertently end the world. There we go. <laughs> Probably put it in the water supply, you know, just put a little bit of it in there, and then everyone's awake, you know. Meanwhile, <laughs> in his dreams, oh, no. Nick. Hi. You're having such a lovely time today. You're being invested by the name of the game. So please make me a sanity check. The masks of... Oh, no, I get it. Oh, I can't see what he rolled. I'm on the wrong tab. 39, a success. Yay, a success. You are still trying to be laser-focused on your cooking. Uh... You seem to have switched to some sort of... You're preparing vegetables currently. Like, the whole dream has shifted. You're almost aware it's a dream. And now the clam chowder, you've got your bread dough is rising. You had a little panic when you were like... You set the bread dough aside to prove, and then you were like... Kind of looked up at the big monstrous creatures and were like, Chopping vegetables! You're still worried about the rise, right? Because the humidity there is quite high. You're not going to get a good rise on that dough. It's that's good. You mean you got to keep an eye on it? Sorry, he um he watched two seasons of the Great British Bake Off, and now he thinks he's Paul Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, Paul Hollywood would definitely have blue hair like that. I made him cookies, and he complained that they weren't all even. <laughs> what? Nido, pass me the cookies. Um. Roll me your pal, however, please, Mitch, as that voice is still whispering at the back of your mind. But for now, you're blocking it out. You're trying not to listen to the dark voice whispering ever so sweetly into your mind. You lose. Well, no, you gain. Six more points of Cthulhu Mythos, however. This is good. I know lots. You want to stop? You want to stop the gain? You also lose that much max sanity. You want to stop the gain. Your max sanity also goes down by that much. Don't have all this stuff. It's like these are particularly; these are quite good rolls, and things are still going quite bad. Mm. I mean, I've, I'm still, I've still got a sanity above, like a max sanity above my current sanity, which is good. What's stop, your current sanity? Stop telling Russet that. Russet's it's fine. I can go and look. Yeah, but you're lazy. <laughs> no. no Give me your character if you've got it. You're not far off, though, Fox and Bees. I know. And you've got at least one, maybe two more of these dream sequences to go before you wake up again. Dream sequence. Sorry, Mitch. You're 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 focused on chopping the vegetables. 
But in your dream, like the weird often shaped greenstone building is closer. What one could say that he is on board the GM Railroad. <laughs> He's having the Call of Cthulhu. Not my fault Mitch was all like, oh yeah, dark cursed statue smoochies. I mean, it literally was your fault. Meanwhile, back in the waking world, who is trying to stay up tonight? Um, I, yes. I'm, 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 gonna, I'm going to because I uh, might have a concussion. No, I'm going to stay up to keep an eye on Mitch. Clearly, we all might have concussions. Right, Jack is staying up. Rebecca, yeah. you going to stay up? Yep. Mateo? Um, Wait a minute, are you, are you going to say something like, roll your constitution in the near future? Yeah. Oh dear. Probably should. <laughs> okay, uh, Thomas? Yeah, I'll stay up as well. Shy? I'm thinking I'm not going to stay up, because my plan is if I... I've got fairly good power. I should be okay. If I get some rest in, I'll then be nice and fresh to try and help keep the rest of you awake later. We should have a, a range. Uh, we yeah. should be doing different things. So yeah, I'm going to risk sleeping. Hey, Peggy, are you staying awake? Mm-hmm. If you voice that plan outwardly, Try that might be a good idea, especially for those of us with high power. We will be better at resisting this until such a time as Yeah. Yeah, that's a good plan. I will I will sneak as well. Okay. Um everyone who is trying to stay awake make me hard constitution rolls. Everyone <laughs> who has gone to sleep make me hard power rolls. Press it, why? Hard, eh? I should have gone to sleep. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, I can I luck that? You I need 30... a hard constitution roll. Oh, do I? And uh, thirty-three luck. No, I'm not. I no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna luck it by four to be to be hard. Yeah, bear in uh, mind. Uh, uh, Bear in mind, if you don't pass the constitution, you're probably going to sleep and then having to make hard power roll instead. (laughs) Yeah, I'll be lucky. I'm not spending half my luck, though. Like, that's ridiculous. I'd be better off taking a chance on the... uh, I don't know. On the power roll and looking that. That is, as they say, the name of the game. Yeah, I, it's too it's too far off. Jack? Yep. Can I, I can't push it, can I, in some way? You, you can push it, but if you fail it, again, it would be a critical failure. You're probably going to have a really nice long sleep then, like a fucking baby. If they're all, if they're all in the same room, can, if, can they wait? Can I deal with this first? Pushing it might be the best option, though. Pushing it... Because, mm. okay, so my options are... I'm getting an echo back. I'm hearing myself. Um, 
Okay, so my options are push it now, but could be a critical failure, which still might not be the end of the world. Uh, or don't push it and maybe be fine when I do my power, but maybe the power all goes bad and then that's no good. That's a very bad outcome. Uh, oh, it's a really hard decision. I yep. think I'm... I th- <laughs> Either way, I could end up having to do a power roll, but this gives me another chance not to do a power roll. So I'm going to push it. Okay, roll again. Can I lock this after I push it? Um, no. I can't. No. Hmm. That's the way pushing works. Fuck, and it's a failure if I don't get a hard success. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fuck. But then it's already a failure, so it's however you want to... Numbers, numbers, numbers. <laughs> so I'd have to beat 30 or else try and beat 40 on my power. Um, yeah, no, 20, because it's hard power. Hard power, shit. That's right, what okay. I made a point of saying earlier. Uh, all right, I'll push it then. I'll push it then. I don't think I've got much choice. Fuck's sake. Um... Well, oh. that's not very much better. Um, right. It's worse. So who is still awake? Me. Jack is awake and Rebecca are awake. Jack and Rebecca, both of you roll spot hidden, please. I do not see. I see the thing so hard. Rebecca is uh, has left the room. You've like gone for a turn around the deck for some brisk night air to keep yourself awake. Uh, Jack, <laughs> you have noticed that Peggy and Thomas and Mateo have all nodded off. Would you like to wake them back up? Mine was by design. Um, oh, yeah, bed. Sorry, Thomas and Mateo were in the room with you and they've nodded off. <laughs> I let out a shrill scream. <laughs> right. Uh, Thomas and Matteo can make constitution checks again. Normal constitution checks this time. Okay. You wake up when Jack's all like, Wake up! Jake! No. I stare around and decide that I will stand up and pace to and fro, maybe. Um, yeah, I I get a glass of water. Yeah. Looking out for each other, you manage to keep everyone awake. Thankfully. Uh, it's not easy. People do keep nodding off when they sit down, but, but having had it happen once, you're kind of keeping a bit of an eye on each other now. Peggy, what did you get? Uh, I... Got a regular success on my thing. You did indeed get a regular power success. Peggy, you are standing on a dock. 
made of dark green stone. Ahead of you rises a twisting, turning, towering, cyclopean city of dark green dripping stone. It looks alarmingly unsettling. Make me a... Roll a d20 for me. Pro tip, you do not want a 20. (laughs) Roll me your sanity. Oh, it's private. Oh, oh, Nido, Nido, Nido. Hello, Nido. Nido, Nido, please, please have a character. Please have a character that lasts long enough for me to bother remembering their name. (laughs) Your idea, Chai. You're the one that didn't lock the power roll. It was a 20. I don't care what it was. You knew the consequences. I just got 20 luck. Uh, Lose 14 sanity, please, Nido. Ow. I mean, I took took this into account when it was like, hmm, how much sanity do I have? Practically four. Okay, how much was it? 14. 14. Uh, Nido, you see the towering Cyclopean... um, temple in the centre of the city and you start screaming as you have a vision of the thing that slumbers beneath it. Roll 3d20. Are you about to end the world, Nido? Can I pick a traitor amongst us? <laughs> Gain that much Cthulhu Mythos and then roll a d10. Scream! <laughs> Oh, Nido had a character that started with Cthulhu Mythos as well. Oh, hold on. Please remember to reduce your maximum sanity by 22. That's not too bad, given it was 3d20. Yeah. Do maths. That's why you have a calculator. Yeah. Oh, I, I still lose more sanity as a result. Mitch, can you roll me your power, please? Oh, this is going tits up. You feel another presence, and you turn away from the beautiful salad you are constructing leaf by leaf. <laughs> You're like practically using a set of tongs to build the perfect... It's got to look good. You can't just dump it in and be like, there's a salad. You've got to build up the layers. You're muted, by the way, Mitch. Mitch is muted. That's probably for the best for someone who talks about salad. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, just make a nice prawn cocktail. Layer by layer, you know, leaf by leaf. Carefully lowered. Yard by yard. (laughs) You can feel another presence, another mind that is disturbing the thing in the temple. You turn and see Peggy standing there, staring with bright, wide eyes. At the temple. She's almost reaching for it. Hey, Peggy. She doesn't respond to your hello. (laughs) She's going to wake the thing that's sleeping in the temple up, and that will destroy you both. Uh, Can I walk over to her? Yeah, you can walk over to her. Yeah. I go and walk over to her and drag her towards my cooking pot. (laughs) Right. You drag her towards your cooking pot. Wait, where is this going? Are you throwing her in the cooking pot? (laughs) 
Yum, yum. Did you promise Craig a rabbit stew? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> um, okay. Uh... All right. Uh, I need you to roll me a D100, please, Peggy. Me. Mm-hmm. You can hear a song, Peggy, as you're dragged. You're almost unaware that you're being dragged across this courtyard. You can hear a song, a hymn being sung by the creatures that are loitering on the edge of vision. You can feel it creeping into your mind, sinking deep. You want to join in, but Mitch is just trying to distract you with his cooking. You need to make me a sanity check. A hard. Make a sanity check to resist the cookery. That is not hard. 15 luck to pass. You can't luck sanity check. Oh, of course, yeah. Sorry. Can you, you can push sanity rolls, right? You can push it. Peggy, <laughs> <laughs> you are about to join in the dark hymn of the spawn of Cthulhu and wake him up. Do you Ooh. want to accept this failure? If I oh push my. it, though, that would be a critical failure. Yes. Because I think at this point it's succeed or critical regardless. <laughs> you rolled a hundred, Nido, while yeah. in Raleigh. It's pretty fucked as it stands. You ever, uh, you ever heard the phrase damned if you do and damned if you don't? <laughs> Want to see the most literal interpretation of that? <laughs> it would be a one in three chance. Etienne, why did you send us a traitor? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I just sent them this girl. I found her on the street. <laughs> Where am I from? It will be a one in three chance to pass. Oh yeah, well, currently it's a 100% chance of waking Cthulhu up. Oh. I mean, if he's humming, he's going to be disturbing my cooking, and I'm not going to be happy. I'm going to get angry. It, it, it doesn't really get it. Once we know what where it stands, look at Arona hiding behind his blanket. <laughs> I, 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 well, if you're telling me that the options are failure or worse, or, pos- or possible success, but also worse failure. <laughs> there, there is no worse failure at this point. It's failure or success. Why are you hitting Arona? Hmm? <laughs> I'm going to click the button. Oh! Failure. Uh, uh, Peggy starts to sing this unearthly tune, Mitch. She's not interested in your beautiful cooking. What would you like to do? Brawl, punch. Roll, brawl. Spellcasting, P U N G. Broadcasting B R A W L. Oh, nightmare. Right, roll your strength for me, please. Uh, stealth. No. <laughs> Where's strength? Oh, uh, you, you punch. Can, can I you, lock it? You can lock this. 24 to pass. Foxby is just burning all his luck today. I assume this doesn't count as a combat roll, then. No. Okay, good, good. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like... Should I or shouldn't I? It's 24 luck. 
We're talking sure. about potentially a party wipe here. <laughs> okay, well, let's 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 uh, lock it. <laughs> you punch Peggy. Peggy, you wake up screaming on the fair dinkum. Uh, everyone except Chai, who's fast asleep, can hear Peggy shrieking at the top of her lungs. Uh, Mick, a constitution hard. Who was that you cut out at the start? Mitch. Uh, uh, constitution, constitution. Oh, dear. You're still drugged. Um, everyone can hit... Uh, Chai, you can make a constitution check at normal. No. Uh, everyone who was staying up the night, you hear Peggy shrieking at the top of her voice. Better hurry over there. Yeah, time to get there. You all bundle in to find Peggy's. She seems completely unaware. She's sitting up, bolt upright in bed, screaming. He's waking up. He's waking up. He's waking up constantly. Uh. She seems hysterical. I. Fuck. Uh. How do you calm someone who is hysterical down without sedating them? Uh, in the 1920s. <laughs> More heroin? <laughs> Roll first aid. Oh, oh, I actually have that. <laughs> I'll try and see what I can do. Step one, find first aid. There it is. No. Rebecca, are you helping? Oh, yeah, yeah, I can help. Am I helping? Yeah, rolling first aid. You're going to try and stop you screaming? Um, is, is this a... Um, is this a everyone chips in to help situation or a too many cooks spoil the broth situation? Too many cooks. You're all kind of just reacting... Uh, yeah, if, if if I see three people rush to her aid, I'm not going to be like, out of the way, I I have less than 50% in first aid. <laughs> yeah, it's just going to be like that scene in fucking Airplane. McKenzie is looking around for something to do. Uh, Thomas, you grab the jug off the washstand that's full of cold water and just throw it in Peggy's face. And um, Rebecca like grabs her by the shoulders and slaps her, <laughs> and this has the effect of stopping her from screaming. Peggy, you're awake. You remember everything. You you're not sure if he woke up or not, but you could feel it waking up. We need to get Mitch away right now. We need to get Mitch awake right now. Meanwhile, Chai rolls over. She's having a <laughs> lovely, comfy sleep. Um, right, well then let's just go wake him up then. Let's wake Mitch. Like, sob the doctor, let's just push him aside. Uh, the doctor's not even in there at this point, he's left Mitch to sleep and gone back downstairs. Oh, okay, well let's just go then. <laughs> it is the middle of the night. Uh, Mitch will not wake up no matter what you do. Shaking, slapping, he's he's completely and utterly out of it. Is the doctor's bag here? No. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm in a mood. We need to wake Mitch up right now. Okay. 
find some medicine and jab Mitch with it. Throw him in the trap, cold trap. Do whatever is required to get him up. I'm going to assume I haven't finished making the Prince Crux and Sata yet. No. All right. Nido, check your backstory tab. Green was going Mitch, the, uh, Mitch the soufflés are falling. No! I'm awake! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, unless you're going to go and break into the infirmary, um, Mitch is not responding. Break into the infirmary, I say. <laughs> we know what to get? What was... Jack, what did the doctor give you earlier when you were unconscious? I don't know. I was unconscious. No, no, no. Well, you weren't unconscious. It was a stimulant to keep you awake. Yeah, do we know what that thing, the yeah. stimulant was? All the doctor said was, I've given him a stimulant. He didn't tell you what one. We could look at the things and look for things to say stimulant on, you know. We could look through the things in the doctor's bag until we find what we're after. He's got a big, uh, he's got a big like, uh, table where he's got uppers and downers. Um... <laughs> you can use this Excel spreadsheet to chart the perfect high. <laughs> Using the goal seek function. <laughs> um... That's a nerdy joke. <laughs> that, is, that is possibly the nerdiest joke you have ever told. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I had to use goal seek in Excel this week at work. <laughs> Have you looked at your backstory, Tammy? I have. I don't like it. Good. You're the one who rolled a hundred, not me. Don't like it, Russet. You nearly, you nearly woke Cthulhu up. I don't like it. Just saying. Oh, not Cthulhu now. <laughs> when we are playing the Call of Cthulhu, it's always a risk. Just because the campaign oh. called the Masks of the Hour Death. You know, you know when Mitch was preparing all of that seafood earlier. Yeah. Did any of us happen to eat? The prawn of Cthulhu. Uh, I think the prawns of Cthulhu are in that prawn cocktail Mitch has gone back to assembling <laughs> item by item. Oh, God. Um, right, who's invading? Is anyone invading the infirmary to try and look for stuff? I go and wake up Walter. You go and wake up Walter. He sits up in bed. He's got his little nightcap on and he's like, Jack? Hello, Walter. Uh, I need you to convince the doctor to give Mitch a stimulant or the world will end. No. Can you say that again? I'm not dreaming, right? You're not dreaming, but he is, and that's the problem. Right. Walter gets out of bed, shuffles along to the A little faster, I say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a running situation, Walter. Not running. Move slippers. He, he still seems half asleep, but he, he ambles in and is like, Doctor, and wakes the doctor up. Wake Mitch up. And the doctor says, um, I wouldn't advise against it, sir, but he's like, very well. Months Walter overrides him. Uh, the doctor gives Mitch a stimulant. He takes Mitch's pulse. And he's like, he's not waking up. More. <laughs> I, if I give him more, he'll die. More. <laughs> um... <laughs> I, I lean, I lean in close. I lean in close, and I just sort of like whack Mitch on the face a bit. No, man, you've got to snap out of this. Meanwhile, in the dream, Mitch, you're fighting Hi. a giant prawn. Oh. <laughs> prawn cocktail is complete. Sweet. You have 
now an entire four-course meal in front of you that you have been making throughout the day. You need to make me a sanity check. Sanityed. Oh. Right. Add 20 Cthulhu Mythos. Oh. Wow. 69 is a good number, right? Nice. <laughs> I'm going to 69 Cthulhu. Reduce your maximum sanity by that much. If you survive this, you're going to be unplayable. <laughs> Will. I'm dead's better. Sometimes dead's better. <laughs> Roll me a D100. 17. You wake up to find practically everyone gathered around you. Like, currently Jack has hold of you and is shaking you like, wake up! Awake, you stupid! Oh, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Kitchen. Where's my kitchen? The compulsion to cook is fading. However. (laughs) (laughs) There's no kitchen everywhere. You did a good job. Everyone is very well fed. Thank you, Mitch. And I, I, I gesture to everybody else. Like, come on, come on. Yes, it feels so very awake. Good. Thank you. I feel really awake. Uh, yes, that's because we uh, we shot you full of adrenaline. Someone's uh, someone's editing my character sheet. <laughs> oh dear. If you look under phobias and manias, bonus for getting bingo now. Oh no. Oh yeah, he's right. You did get a bingo. <laughs> or is all that um, Cthulhu mythos uh, like uh, the, the my bonus? <laughs> what a treat! What a treat! I can't give you any more sanity. Your um, <laughs> your your your, your new maximum. Your <laughs> very low new maximum. Message Fox and B. Oh boy, I should probably change my sanity to my max sanity. You should. My, you can't be above your max sanity. Uh, Mitch is awake. Crisis sort of averted. Peggy still seems very, very unstable. Um, I'll send you a message, Russet. Oh, oh, I like it when my players have to send me secret messages back. Look at him, he's so happy, the freshly greased slut. Who, Fox B? Not you. What? <laughs> You're like, oh, a player is in distress. Do you think we should, at this point, tick Ash last maniacally? I haven't laughed maniacally once. I, I, I had that ticked about three hours ago, but okay. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, I haven't laughed once. You, when I picked up that, that, that you know, when, when me and Arona was, like, doing shit. Yeah, you, you, you emitted one of your level 15 giggles. <laughs> anyway, Mitch, you're awake. Everyone's kind of gathered around, except for Chai. He's nearly awake. He's nearly awake. He's nearly awake. He's nearly awake. Everyone, everyone, he's nearly awake. No, no, you seem quite awake. It's fine. We don't have to... No, he he is nearly awake. Oh. Sanity checks, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Oh, wow. Including me? No, 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 not you. Oh, I passed. Amazing. (laughs) <laughs> Me and Mateo team unbothered. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you and Mateo are like, yeah, we figured he would be with all these all these people dreaming with him. Yes. Um, Mateo, you know so much about the mythos. I frankly I, I, I welcome it. 
right. Yeah. Uh, everyone still loses one sanity because that's not good news. Uh, Thomas, you lose three. Okay. Because, you know, it's alarming. But what, what do we do? What do we do? I mean, we, we know where the statue is. We're going to get rid of it in the morning. Um, can we do anything else? Uh, do we know anything about how you lull him back to sleep peacefully? Go to sleep. Go to sleep. The temple is opening, everyone. The temple is opening. Stop saying things. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's important. Also, I'm not very sane. <laughs> we can tell. L- listen to those ash giggles. <laughs> He's like, I haven't giggled. <laughs> There's a difference between gig. Oh, I can use my new maniacal laughter sticker. There we go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, Proof you, positive. You've been waiting all day to use that. Jacques. Um. It's all right, Mitch. It's all right. Don't worry. Um. It's all right. No, it it is all right. Everything will be fine. We 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 will stop him like we've stopped the other guy. We haven't done that yet. Don't point that out. <laughs> all right, you're having a really nice dream about wandering around Kyoto whilst the cherry trees are in bloom. Quite nice. Nice. Very nice. Yes, I, I I have a picnic under a cherry blossom tree. You do. You have a dream picnic under the cherry blossom tree with Mr. Flopsy Mopsy, the bunny rabbit, and nice. Mr. Toad of Toad Hall. Mr. Flopsy Mopsy. I don't know if I know who Mr. Very, Toad of Toad Hall very is. Very handsy. <laughs> That's not so up? nice. I did, yeah. I feel like I need to commune with Bass to ask her how do we stop him from waking up. If Mr. Flopsy Wopsy gets too rapey, I'm going to Kyosha Jutsu his hands so he can't use them. In fact, I might just go and wake up Chai before I go do that. Okay, Thomas is like, I'm going to go call the guard and walks out the room. Yeah. <laughs> sure, I say, you, you do that. And I just kind of look around in despair. Um, Chai. Mm-hmm. You're woken up by Thomas. Oh, hey, Thomas, is it time for me to get up to keep you guys all awake, then? Well, how's it going? Things have progressed. So, uh, Mitch is awake. Oh, that's good but news. But apparently, it is almost awake as well. And we don't know how to stop that from happening. I was going to talk to Bast. Lady Bast. Do you want to help me? Yes. Then let's, yes, let's, I do. Let me find a cat. I was half expecting Chai to go, no, mm. no, I'm going back to my dream. Sleepy time. Oh, <laughs> right. Are you doing this in Chai's room, or? guess so. Simply rub a cat on your head. <laughs> yeah. For a good time. Uh, my room should be fine. We just need to get a cat in here first. Yeah. Uh, you go and hassle one of the cats that are on the ship to come and sit in Chai's room. Uh, what's everyone else doing? Mitch, you're really wide awake. The doctor um, really wants you to stay in bed, but um, you really don't want to. Yeah. Um... Go for a walk. I walk walk around the deck. I walk with him. 
What are you doing, Rebecca? Uh, what time is it? Probably about 2am at this point. Uh, alright. I will find Matteo. Yep, you find Matteo. He's there. Hello. Hello. Um, I think, given everything, I want to get the statue boxed up and ready for the morning, and then maybe um, we work out what to do after that. All right. Uh, that sounds uh, that sounds feasible. Yes. Um, yes, we should get ready to transport the statue as soon as we can. Uh, how, what should we do? How, how should we how should we box it? Uh, I guess anything that will fit it. Um, I, I more meant how should we get it from where it is to box. Because I, I, guess... I think it's not good to touch, right? No. Mm. So. Well, your idea. I'll so admit this. Both of you. Uh, idea. I'm very stupid. Uh, you're very sleepy. You've been awake. But Rebecca has an idea. She gets you to hold a box under the cupboard. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of opens the cupboard and using like a spatula kind of like hooks <laughs> behind the um, bag mm-hmm. of flour. It's behind and pulls both it and the bag of flour into the box. And then you like throw in some more straw and drop the lid on and like, does that okay. count not looking at it? <laughs> I think that's good. I think that that worked. Done. Okay. Shut cool. box. Try not to think about box. You know, you're both like, <laughs> okay, that works. Yeah. <laughs> in it. the box. No one technically touched it. I'm going to go drop this spatula over the side of the ship. <laughs> <laughs> no, into not the over sea. the side of the ship. <laughs> no, I'll actually, no, you probably dropped the spatula into the box before you locked it. Mm. Like, yeah, I don't want, don't want anyone tossing salad with that. The, the transitive spatula of Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, you hope that worked. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, we'll fucking find out. Priest <laughs> uh, and priestesses of Bast, cast your spell. Let's communicate with Bast. Are we sharing the MP cost, dude? I guess so. So five okay, each. Five each. You, you sit on the carpet, you join hands, you have a cat in your lap each, and you sing the ancient Egyptian songs. To summon Lady Bast's spirit. How uh, roll? Uh, yes. Uh, with uh, advantage dice. Oh, you don't need it. Yeah. We don't need it. <laughs> You're both like, your eyes turn golden and you glow with the holy flame of Bast. And she sort of appears as a cat between you both. She's like, hello, my children. Hello. And she turns and stares at a bulkhead. Yeah, you can sense it, can't you? Yeah, Hastur's on board. Wee-oo, what? Wee-oo. That's not why we called you. Do we recognise the name? Because it's one oh. that I've not actually heard before, I believe. Well, Cthulhu Mythos. <sighs> no. That's not what... I, who? That's... 
Let's not worry about that for now. <laughs> what did you call me for? Uh, um, the Call of Cthulhu being... And... You, I'll, Tom, you you were there, you say. One of our friends had the Call of Cthulhu. We did just about wake him up, but apparently it is about to awaken. The, and we don't know what that means or how to stop it. He's not awake. If he was awake, the world would end. If he hasn't actually woken up, you can stop panicking. As long as the people who were dreaming while they are now awake, the dream, that dream sequence has ended. When they sleep again, a new dream sequence will begin. Okay. Every dream sequence runs the risk of waking him up, but if the dream has ended, he will be sleeping again. That is... Okay. Wonderful news, thank you. However, that risk grows increasingly more likely each dream. Well, at the moment, we've only got one person who's under the call of Cthulhu, at least, so... Peggy is a maybe at the moment. What do you mean, Peggy's a maybe? You didn't tell me about this, Tom. I only just got here. Uh, Peggy went to sleep and she started screaming about it's almost awake as well. So we might have two people having this, but uh, yeah. But the the item that cursed them, we're going to get rid of it in the morning. So we'll put distance between us and it to help us out. Um, But there's nothing else we can really do other than try and keep them awake. I can remove the call. But in doing so, I risk waking Cthulhu up. Mm. A god can sever the connection, but a god severing that connection runs the risk of it noticing and waking up because a god is fucking around with its significance. That feels like a very bad idea, then. Probably why Haster hasn't done it. So Haster's a god? Yes. Uh, what a good one. Uh, what, what, why Why is a god secretly on board? Probably because they want to stop Nyarlathotep from winning. Whoa. So they're not a good god, but they're on our side. Oh, the enemy of my enemy is my friend sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, they don't like each other. They're not like best of buds. If they were all best of buds, evil would have won long ago. Oh, this almost definitely... Felix told us that he particularly didn't like Liza and Cat. Well, there must have been something that happened between them all. There were th- Liza and Catherine yeah. were doing all sorts of stuff. Yeah, well, just hopefully he doesn't feel too bad about me and Tom then, and our friends. I mean, you're mine. He he won't mess with my children. Okay, that's he good. was going to say toys. <laughs> he was going to say toys. <laughs> Shrug. Don't care. <laughs> um. There is one other thing we could do to try and remove the Call of Cthulhu, but you mortals have to do it. Mm-hmm. I can teach okay. you the song. But okay. it runs the risk of casting the minds of those who have been infected to Raleigh and banishing their souls to the city to be reborn as the spawn of Cthulhu so that their connection can no longer risk waking him up because they will slumber in the city. Right. Oh, this is exciting. We haven't had some forced TF for a while. (laughs) Well, that sounds like the better of the options we've got currently, because the only other option we've really got is 
hope they get better. <laughs> mm. Yeah. They will eventually walk through the dream cycle. Let me correct that. Hope they get better before they go completely insane. Yes, that doesn't normally happen. Uh, and I think we are out of time for that option. <laughs> well, I think giving teaching us the song and just giving us the option to do it is definitely the right thing to do. Osiris is going to be so grumpy if this goes wrong. Um, okay, children, pay attention. Uh, she teaches you a song. Uh, you need to get the people who are infected willingly to sit in the pentagram of the Elder Sign whilst you sing the song. And they will either be cured and their connection to the slumbering one will be severed or they will fall over as unconscious living husks as their souls are banished to Raleigh. Husk, husk, husk. No, no. Sorry. Okay. Okay. So it's, uh, you put your left leg in. Mm. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't want to derail, uh, like, uh, a very moving scene, but when he said she teaches you a song, the first thing that popped into my head was the birdie song. <laughs> it, it puts Cthulhu straight back to sleep. Extreme <laughs> occult significance. Husk, husk. Um, no, yeah. no husk. <laughs> Nino, stop rustling. It's available. Can't. Stop rustling. I'm adding a spell. We're not even talking right now. We're not talking. We eat very noisy food. Okay. Yes, <laughs> I, I should put. We ill-advisedly pick something up for Mitch's initial pickup. Mm, be fair. If there wasn't any advisedness about it, it was just a forced pickup. Chicken wing, chicken wing, chicken wing, chicken wing. Oh, that's the song Bass teaches you. <laughs> it's certainly the song my cat knows when uh, when they are in the offing. I like that thing when a cat says meow to you and you say meow back and the cat is like, no, you got that all wrong, you cretin. <laughs> right, I put it on Chai's character sheet. Let me just put it on Thomas's character sheet. I gave it the wrong name. Slightly ironic that the the guy who uh, the character who uses magic by playing songs has to be cured by a song. There we go. It's on your character sheets. Right, whilst you are communing with Lady Bast. Um, Peggy, Jack, Rebecca, Matteo, Mitch. So um, Mitch and Jack, you were walking around the deck. Uh, what were you doing, Peggy? Probably be eventually joining them so I can also stay awake at this point. You know, just doing laps of the rear deck. Uh, Rebecca and Matteo, you've just finished boxing the, the, the statue and have, like, gingerly put it on a table in the galley and are like... Now what do we do? I guess we go up to the lounge and wait with everyone else until yeah. we can put off to land. Okay. You head up to the lounge. You can see a Peggy 
Mitch and Jack doing laps of the deck. Also, before we do though, though, I go back because I know this statue is like really weird and tricky with this sort of thing. So I go back and have a look uh, at the cupboard and make sure it's definitely not back in the cupboard somehow. <laughs> it's not in the cupboard. The cupboard okay. is currently empty. Okay. Are you leaving the box unattended in the galley or are you taking it to the lounge with you? Uh, going to the lounge. It, it's coming with us. Yeah, it's coming with us. Yeah. Okay. You take it to the lounge and put some cushions on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't sit on this. <laughs> yes. Right. Um, as you are settling into the lounge, Thomas and Chai arrive. We have a thing. Oh, a thing. Yeah, we might be able to get rid of the call. My God, how how? Uh, you know, I don't want to know. What do we have to do? Uh there's an older sign involved. There's a big old circle we sit in, and then uh, we uh, do some singing, and then either we they 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 get cured, or they their soul gets eternally banished to real life forever. I don't want that. A yeah, plan. you might not want it, but it might happen anyway, so get used to the idea. A plan with no drawbacks, I say, um, unconvincingly. <laughs> we don't have better. This is our only chance at this yeah. point. Oh, this yes. Is always, this is all we've got. Yeah. This can... Essentially, this, this magical song can just sever the call now, rather than having to try and keep them awake for 20 days and hope that they don't awaken him but there is a risk that the those afflicted may be banished i mean the good news though is that when you both came out of a dream Mm. that dream is over now he's not waking up but if you have another dream it can all start again you might start waking him up again and the risk does increase each time. Some small comfort. Dream, 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 dream. <laughs> I mean, I guess we could kind of leave it up to the two that are sort of under this. Uh, I mean, you know, wouldn't they? They have to be willing to do this, but. Uh... I, I know what my decision would be, if it were me. Sort of look over at you, Mitch, and I'm like, we can't not do it if we did. Not particularly fe- I'm not feeling particularly mentally stable, though, at the moment. It's well, only going to get worse. And, and, and you, just, you just told me I'm going to die. I mean, I, telling someone No, 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 I said to- you might. Exactly. I, I mean, I would have glossed to, over, almost I, certainly. If personally, you don't. would have glossed over that detail. If it's, I'm telling someone, and it was like, "They know be fine, be fine, don't worry." It's okay, Mitch. We all might die. Yeah, yeah. I think this is one of those things, Mitch, where we kind of have to do this so that, like, if something happens to us, at least, though, everyone else will be safe. The greater good. The greater good. Well, I mean, if he awakens, he seemed like, yeah, crusty jugglers. Yeah, we 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 have to do this because the alternative is 
we run the risk of being the people. But what about my cooking? Uh, you can do all the cooking you want when you're when you've sung a lovely song. Can I? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, do we want to do it now? No. I'm feeling quite. I'm feeling quite. I'm feeling quite tired now. Can I have a little nap first? No. <laughs> yeah. Let's all let's all have a sleep. Get our strength back. Yeah. Get our strength back, and then we can. Uh... I mean, we might as well do it now while we're all hooped up on goofballs. All right. Uh, the only people who know this spell are Thomas and Chai. Mm-hmm. So. Are you performing it? Yeah. When, when we by performing it, just to be clear, because obviously it says those who are affected must step into a circle. So I'm assuming we can perform it together and share the costs, and then it's only the people inside that have to do the other bits because they're the ones being sundered. Yeah. Everyone yeah, okay. has to play the sanity cost. The Everyone has to play the pow. But only they have to make the power roll to see whether or not their souls get sent to Raleigh. Okay. Right. In which case, so me and Tom should be able to cast it for right, so... uh, five MP each and one power each. Is that correct? No, the cost is not shareable. Everyone has to pay the same cost. Oh, at which point? I guess there's no point both of us doing it then. It's at least two people to sing to perform the no. ritual. Uh, okay. So it needs two people minimum. If you had time to teach everyone else, you could share the cost out in groups of four, mm. six, eight, but. Okay. Well, in that case, there's no choice in the matter, so let's just get on with it. So, where are you doing this ritual? Um, In the lounge. Okay. Yeah. So, I will move. I've. I've... Boxed up the statue with Mateo, <laughs> so I'm going to move it out of this room. If this is where yeah. you're going to be, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're fairly so well close. advisedly not fucking leaving it here. <laughs> I was so close, so <laughs> close. No. I was like, are they going to remember to move the bloody statue? <laughs> and then he, was all like, you. oh, hang on, let's not leave this in here. Yeah. <laughs> Curses. So yes. Like, I move the statue. Oh, Sunders the Cthulhu thing with the Cthulhu statue in the room. Right. So, <laughs> so we need to pay the cost. So I need. I've done the MP. I've done the power. I need to do a D10. Ouch. That's my sanity. One D10. Do I need to do anything? You need Not to spend really. two power. And 1d10 of sanity. I got loads of sanity. Same for you, Nido. Same for you, Nido. Sorry. Same for uh, you, Nido. Slop is actually slicing off two power. Yeah, slice off two power and then roll 1d10 for sanity loss. And then you, then you both have to make a power roll. I mean, I guess me and Flint, um, Flinty, uh, need to actually do the roll anyway. Yeah, you, for need, a first you need to cast success. the spell first. Oh god, hard success. Uh oh, you only need one hard success and one success. Ugh. Okay, thank God. 
I, I guess that just means Flinty doesn't get the successful first cast tick. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's almost like you're singing, but Chai is leading. Okay. Occasionally occasionally Thomas is just snapping and uh, wiggling a bit. Okay, um Peggy and Mitch, you need to make me power rolls. Neither oh. one of you have your souls banished to Raleigh. Yeah. <laughs> Your connection to the Call of Cthulhu has been severed. Hurrah. Anyway, I've got, this, I've got this weird artifact in my coat which I've been walking around with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing Mitch? this overboard. Mitch. Mitch isn't causing any problems. Pulls out the statue of the god of the bloody tongue. Mitch, I S2G. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to sleep now. Maybe. No, no one sleeps. Oh, <laughs> Don't want any more. Oh yeah, the statue is still on board. Oh. Yeah, no one is sleeping. <laughs> the boat arrives in Kuala Lumpur. <laughs> are you casting an elder sign on this bank vault, or are you just tossing it in and being like, it can stay there? <laughs> uh, it can stay there. <laughs> yeah, like maybe extra elder signs, like fifty. If if you want to use the power for it, go right ahead. You can't. You can't spend all of your power, or you uh, you die. You you regret spending all of your power when Russ is like roll your power, and you're like I don't have any power, and then he's like, oh, this was my plan all along. Chortle <laughs> before. Yeah. I'm sorry for okay. that very accurate rendition of you, Russet. I'm not coming over to close your window. <laughs> I haven't done it in two years. You never invite me over. Go on with it. Uh, after all of that excitement, the fair Dinkum leaves Kuala Lumpur and sails across the Indian Ocean. You all take a few days to just... <laughs> oh. I mean... Two of you know that apparently Hastur is still lurking on board somewhere, but they don't seem to be doing anything, so uh, maybe you can just ignore them. Oh, the GM suggests we ignore them. Or Do maybe we... you can get to it in a few days, you know. There's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like a like we, we've, like a post-it note on the kitchen table which says, Hastur, we know you're on board, please, we need a break, don't do anything weird for a couple of days. <laughs> here, here is a lemon as, a, <laughs> as a, an offering. And the lemon is gone next time you go into the galley. Or, the, the, or, or just the lemon peel is left there, like when Santa calls to speed and like you leave a little bit left behind so that you can know that he's been... <laughs> leaving out a glass of cherry and a mince pie for Hasta. Yeah. <laughs> lemon pie? A lemon meringue pie? Mitch has made. Uh, <laughs> everyone's prins, crux and sartas are now complete. It's been... Ten days since you left um, Hong Kong, with only two small diversions. Can I yes, just ask, uh, before we leave Kuala Lumpur, does anybody want to get a box? Yes. What? Magic box. Do you want one? 
Oh yeah, a magic a magic escape box. That sounds good. <laughs> sounds a good idea. Considering we went through all that bullshit to get it in the first place, yes, definitely. Better not still is my answer. (laughs) I was like, no, what about you, Rebecca? I just don't have have the pow going round. (laughs) What about you, Jack? Do you want a magic box again? Yes, I want a magic box again. Although, like, you know, I accept the ultimate futility of owning one of them. It's fine. Your boxes were only shattered last time because an evil cultist saw them being it's, used. It's not that. It's just that if if everything goes really badly, the world will end. <laughs> yeah, but we might have a few months to just go, well, this is clearly bullshit. We're not going to win. Let's just evacuate. <laughs> evacuate where? I don't know. I haven't got that far. The <laughs> point is... I can't leave the world. Option. All my stuff is there. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, someone read out the costs of the box so people know what they need to cross off. The costs of the box are 5 MP, which I'm not actually sure is spent originally. That's just when you actually use it. 1 Sanity, again, same deal. Uh, 5 POW. Yes, the 5 POW. The um, five power is what you definitely spend when constructing it. Yeah, because yeah. you you put your precious magical essence into the box. Power sixty four is good, right? Not bad. It's, it ain't bad. It ain't bad, oh, but yeah. it, but it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a rough week. It's been a rough. Week. Yeah, there 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 are worse powers, Mateo. And a sanity of forty five is good, right? Is that what you? Is that where you're at? Yeah. Oh, talk to Russet after this about what your next character will be. <laughs> He's exaggerating. I've been on below fifty this whole game so far. <laughs> I just put one of that pile. One is that blue or yellow? What says volume one on it? Luck, sixty-three luck. Oh, the very small writing. Perhaps the luck will save you. Nido can't read. I can't read very small writing that... He can't know. He can read. He just can't do numbers. He's not wearing his glasses. Leave him alone. He is wearing his glasses. He's got no excuse. Oh, in that case, he's just blind. Right. People have made boxes, and the the remaining days to day 10 pass quietly and uneventfully. Um, No one is eviscerated. No one dreams of dark gods. No one visits visits the dreamlands and like turns themselves into a queen puff. Can I click quiet on eventful journey? No, the journey's not over yet. No. Only ten. <laughs> so some nice relaxing days. Yes. Well, some days. Mm. People are still reading books and doing magics, but you are sailing past Ceylon. And the tip of India, heading towards the Arabian Sea. Arona. Hello. You have finished reading your book, The Libre de Ivon. Or the oh. Libre of Yeah, the Libre de Ivon, was it? Yes, that was a real page turner. Did you enjoy it? Uh let's let's talk about that later. Do you want to learn any of the spells? Uh am I allowed to look in the book now? Yeah. Yeah, you've read oh, okay. the whole thing. Uh, 
Oh, there's a I whole am. host of exciting spells. Let's go and look in your Dropbox. What? Ow! Do you need it? It's a PD. It's a Dropbox PDF. I'm just going to go and look at it. Oh yeah, yeah, no, All right, yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you want to be someone else while I read all these words? Yes, I was going okay. to be someone else. I was just setting you off. I was just oh, making good. sure I also had the book open in case you had any questions. Oh. Okay, so, um, Mitch, what are you doing? You've got, like, ten more days to Egypt ahead of you. You're feeling a little bit better. You're feeling a little bit... You're still feeling a bit ooh, shaky inside, but calm down. You've had some time to get used to everything being evil and crazy. I just realised I got bingo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got a bingo. You get some luck. Mm-hmm. You get three luck. I should give Mitch some luck now. Now, now that he's escaped the call, I'll reward him for his bingo. Yeah. You got three luck too. I just didn't want to reward you for your bingo whilst you were still being eaten by Cthulhu. I got sixty-six luck. That's almost the same as your 69 sanity. Yeah. Sanity to 45. What's your maximum sanity now? 46. That's not bad. It's not good either. <laughs> not good, but it's not bad. Uh, you now know things, Mitch, that you really wish you didn't. Things about the dark realities of the universe. Mm. And how, how to construct the final souffle. <laughs> um... I guess I go and like I go and maybe get people together because I think we feel like we should like coordinate like what we need to do to like prepare for our kind of like final encounters and stuff because the okay. kind of reality of uh, of the endeavor has come very very kind of into focus in my mind now. Right, you're going to gather everyone together. That's fair enough. I'll come back to you in a bit then. Just see what everyone else is planning to do. Um, Thomas, do you have any plans for the remaining ten days? Made my crux, my crux and so so I'm not a reader. Um, You're just going to look after the cats and play with the kittens? Yeah, and just just do more exercise, I guess. Okay, um, you may I'm... take your uh, athletic skills and um, you bond with the kitties. Yeah. Messy. You spend a couple of days just lying on the carpet playing with kittens. I should definitely get him some sanity back. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> well, then what's the point? <laughs> what is the point? No, you do get a little bit of sanity back for playing with the kittens. You get five sanity. Yay. Thank you. Oh, I know all the spells in this book. <laughs> yes, you know all the spells in that. Oh, you already know them. I know all of them. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, what a tremendous waste of time. Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> Well, no, that, that's fine. Uh, you may roll me a D100. Oh. The most forbidden of dice. Uh, nice. 37. Lucky 37. Everyone's favorite number, 37. 17 times 2, 37. You get a random spell that you are able to decipher that is not on the list. I will deal with that in a bit. Okay. Uh, Matteo, what are you doing with your remaining ten days? 
meditating, um, gazing north wistfully and wishing you could check out to Shangri-La now. Yeah, I think uh, I think some relaxed time is good. Yeah, just uh, uh, I'm not I'm not going to practice my fighting either. Even I'm just going to meditate and do very chilled out things. Well, meditate. All right. Okay. One second. Where have you gone? There you are. You can double tick meditate and you get four sanity. Guy, what are you doing with the remaining ten days to Egypt? Uh, Firstly, which might take a minute and might take the full ten days or whatever it is, I want to ask the doctor if he has any skill with psychiatry. He does not. In which case, that took five seconds of my time, I guess. I would suggest you talk to Miss Rebecca Causey, who is a well-trained psychiatrist. I always forget that. I That's go talk why to you Rebecca. Is it? I thought she was a... Well, yeah, I thought it was the reporting skills we got her for. Yeah, I go to Rebecca to try and get some of her weight off of my fractured mind. Rebecca... Tried asking if you fancy doing some psychiatry with her. Are you like, nah, sod off, girl, I don't want to help you. Or, or do you offer to help? But that will um, take up your time. Yeah, that's the problem with it. Yeah, I mean, for my time, I'd be cooking or doing Aikido. So if we want to do some training together just to pass the time, that might be fun. But yeah, I'm happy to do psychology because I'm pretty much out of books to read. So yeah. Right, uh, both of you can tick your uh, martial arts. You can tick your cooking. Um, you can't tick your cooking, but you can definitely tick your non-existent I ate cat cookies skill. <laughs> and then you can roll me a psychoanalysis roll, please. So I have psychology, not psychoanalysis. Psychology is working out what is wrong. Psychoanalysis is fixing. You need the psychoanalysis ah. to do the fixing. Ah. In which case, this was pointless. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I thought you had both. No. Now, I guess you're very good for working out how they're crazy. You just don't know how to fix it. In which case... Rolling back a bit, I'd probably just spend some time with the cats instead and maybe see if I can put some extra prayers into Bast in the evening and cast um, Blessing of Bast on myself. Not sure if it works that way, though. You can do it once on yourself. In that case, I do it once on myself for 1d6 back. I'll take that. You also get a little bit from playing with the kittens. Another three. Okay, that helps a lot. I'm nearly up to a coin flip again. Peggy, what are you doing with your last ten days to to um, Egypt? I feel like I should be trying to relax and get as much of this off my mind as possible. Do you commit yourself to the asylum? Well, no, because we're on a boat. So I'll do the next best thing, which is just maximum relax mode. Do not 
look at any Wimbly books, do not do anything weird, ask for all the pampering from Alter that is happy to offer. He offered you no pampering. No, he's not. He's a secretary. No, he's not. I will still try to enjoy myself as much as possible. You are locked in a small uh, stone cube at the bottom of the ship. Why Why do we have a stone cube on the ship? For this purpose. For exactly what we're doing now. Uh, Jack, you are learning... I think I've done everyone else, right? Did I do Mitch? I did do Mitch, didn't I? Yeah, I was going to just talk grab people later. That will only take a little bit of our time. Are you doing anything else to, like, relax and cover? Yeah, I'm probably just going to, like, I've had a a rough week. I'm going to have a very relaxed week now. Uh, Rest and... Make me some chips. Look after myself. Looking after yourself, you get uh, three luck. We got 69 luck. <laughs> nice. Other stars, right? Natural sacrifices. Uh, where's my list of spells? All right, roll me 1d28, please, Arona. Um. <laughs> Type it in. <laughs> there you go. 25. A number that's baffling to see on a dice. Okay. Uh, huh. Right, that is page 186. Gasp, the dread page. Nobody has seen page 186 and lived. I uh, get through a lot of copy editors. All right, Hedgehog, you have made been able to unpick a new spell from the spell book you were reading. It's called Wandering Soul. I will just add it to your character sheet. Gasp. There you go, Hedgehog. You have a new spell called the Wandering Soul. Oh, I'm going to check that out with my eyes. And Mitch calls you all to the accusing parlour. Does everyone go when Mitch asks you to drop by for a little conversation? Sure. Yeah. Chai? Okay. So what? I completely zoned out there for a minute. Um has just asked you on a date. Uh, pass. Mitch has asked you to join him in the lounge to discuss your plans. He has cupcakes. Uh, Sorry. Okay, but only because cupcakes. Just You just saying that has reminded me uh, that someone has recently released a um, like a dating simulator on Steam, where you can date Cthulhu, Hasta. Oh, or I remember seeing that actually. Yeah. <laughs> What's it called again? It's on my front page, I think. Have a look at that. That sounds like a laugh. Anyway, you all gather in the accusing parlor. Poirot, I mean, uh, Mitch, would like to talk to you all about who's been eating his cupcakes. 
Yeah, exactly. Not me. You haven't given me one yet. Give me a cupcake, Mitch. I lied, actually. There's no cupcakes. I leave. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I made some some cakes. We can have these. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Look. Uh, you look at Rebecca's cake and then Mitch's 17 tier rainbow cake and you're like yeah, I guess that's still to eat yeah we haven't seen what, what I put in I can't remember what I made that cake with <laughs> found it sucker for love is what it's called oh yes I remember 17 tier wedding cake uh, Jack destroyed by accident which is why he got a frying pan to the head yeah, oh, most, yeah. Most, of that, most of that 17 tier wedding cake is in the laundry on my clothes <laughs> I like to think it was like a uh, like a, a uh, slapstick kind of like custard pie fight. Really, it was kind of. Like... <laughs> I I said at the time it was more like an episode of Bottom than anything else we've encountered. <laughs> it was throwing cake. Clang 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 clang. Yeah, Jack Jack used cake destruction. Mitch used frying pan to the head. Right, you've all gathered at Mitch's request. Mitch, remember to tick your cooking, please. You have been cooking stuff over the last several days. I have. So Mitch has gathered you all together to, to show you his keen minds working out for who did the murders. It was Nyarlathotep did the murders. I can just say his name right again and again and again and again. While standing in front of a mirror? Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, I've installed this nice new mirror floor and ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Nyarlathotep isn't candy, man. He doesn't care about mirrors. But he will come and bother you. <laughs> yeah, so, like guys, like I'm really worried. I'm, 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 re- I'm feeling really on edge, and kind of like we need to prepare, right? What, what do we need to do to prepare? Is there anything we should be doing? Uh, uh, just... Well, so at the moment we're off to Alexandria, and then after that we need to find out more about the area in Kenya where we're going to go to after that. Mm-hmm. So the issue is, there's not a lot we can really research ahead of time for that because the information that we want is likely to be nearby mm-hmm. you have forgotten an important step as well which i'll remind you of you also need to track down someone called warren basart who can hopefully tell you where to find um the person who has the other half of the seal of the red pyramid of dashur if you get the other half of the seal you can re seal in the Arthur oh. phone room without having to cast an entire Eye of Light and Darkness again. You need to go to Alexandria to hope that Bast can tell you the ritual to, you know, fix the eye. Uh, Ashley, what do I um, remember? What do I remember about the holy man Bundari? Uh, he knows where the Mount of the Black Wind is, but he's in Mombasa. Yeah, okay. I am... Um... Almost certain we already found out that with the Eye of Light and Darkness, we just have to slap the two pieces together and allow the moon to rise over again. And that fixes it. It's your theory, but Bast said if you come to her in Egypt, she can give you more guidance. Hey. Didn't we get some PIs to do some of the groundwork for us with Bissart. Uh, oh, we, we, we did, did, yeah. we never did. Because oh. you kind of had to flee. Uh, oh. Well, the next time we make landfall, time to send some telegrams. I next mean, time we make landfall is when we're getting in the fucking boats to 
thingy. Yeah, like yeah, but we're still we're still we're still a little while away. I mean, like we're not going to be going up the Nile at eight hundred knots. Yeah, you could still send a telegram from Berenice to Cairo and hire some private detectives. Is there any of these like spells from my my music book that I should like maybe like learn? Do you think it would help for our uh, endeavor? You might need to learn dispel seagull. Um... <laughs> hmm. That's a tough question. I mean, uh, do we? How how is his how is his harmonica spellbook arranged? Um, is it just like is it just like any Cthulhu book where it's just sort of like you have to kind of tease the yeah the meaning out? Hmm. Uh, he he's got the um, music. He knows what a few of them do. People were able, Rebecca was able to study some of them and like work out what they did. But out out of um like character like now that i have an extremely high um <laughs> mythos maybe i know more about them you want to well, you can do that once this meeting is over you can sit down and study and see if you can learn what any of the other spells do Did that's, you that's a good idea so yeah the, the, uh, but is there anything else you guys think you should be building or preparing, or designing, or creating, or casting spells over to prepare for your arrival in Egypt. You currently only have one anti-scrying device, but I believe someone bought supplies to make another one. Hmm. Did, did we make the anti-scrying device? I thought it was given to us. Felix made it. He had the spell. I think oh, we yes, that's right, didn't he? he, he I've, also got I've also got the uh, spell, but I haven't got the Personal resources. <laughs> yeah. Someone bought a load of glass to make another one. I think it was Rebecca. Uh, did I? Uh, where? What's in my possessions list? Because I know I've got the spell, but I've kind of—it's a massive sink resource. So I hadn't really thought more about it. Definitely bought the stuff to make another one, okay. and you were going to maybe make a group effort of it. Hmm. Because that way you could split up into two groups and still have an anti-slang device on you for each group. Sounds like a very good idea. Mm. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we've got some days. We could have a look at that. That would be quite interesting because it needs a bit of work. You've also been in contact with your contacts at the uh, Cairo Bulletin. I have. I was thinking we don't necessarily want to try and prepare them for our arrival just in case but we yeah i've got contacts when we are in cairo so we may want to drop in on them anyway what was the name of the 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 person who's we're trying to contact about the other half of the seal again you don't know his name but you know uh well you know he was just called nuri all right. Jack said, I saw Nuri on the plaza as well that night. Mm. Um, you don't know any more than that, but you think the guy who was in charge of like hiring all of Carlisle's people, Warren Bassart, all right, yep. will know who that is. Okay. Like, like Warren Bassart will know their full name and who they were. 
Whereas Jack just knew them as Nui, one of the workers. This is unfair. People preparing for their arrival in danger. <laughs> what kind of nonsense is this? You guys never prepare. You just turn up and shake things until the cultists come to kill you. And it works. It does. So I've got, well, there's various contacts I've got. Where's my window gone? I hate when I make a change to my bio page, the entire window just crashes. I mean, I, I think what would be useful, guys, if I made maybe some, like, uh, supplies for us to take, because if we're going to be driving through the desert, um, we're going to need some food for the journey, so I can prepare some of those ration packs again. Sounds like a good idea. But driving, we're going to need the actual vehicles, etc. So I could probably contact the people that I organised my last expedition with. Is that why it says um, Walter? Shrug. Because remember, mm. we're, we're sneak. You're sneaking off the boat to go to Bemini's. It can't mm. be that hard to hire cars, surely. Fair enough. Whereas if you bring ahead and the cultists get wind that Chai T, famed explorer, has ordered some cars to Berenice. They're going to go, oh, they're going to be sneaking off in Berenice, are they? Well, if they don't have cars there now, I will be the one saying I told you so. But otherwise, fair enough. I mean, it's not the end of the world if you have to take a camel. Well, it depends if the camel dies halfway and we don't reach the uh, place in time. Then it is literally the end of the world. Then I will remember you fondly before the world ends. Mm, fair enough. Um, I have prepared a gigantic stack of cash to give to you. I'm not going to be around to make arrangements. Oh? I'm staying on the boat. Get Walter with us anymore. Are, are we waiting for you in the on the boat in Mecca? Uh, uh, the uh, I'm just uh, I, I'm just picturing Walter being. Like, I'm afraid you must do this bit alone. I cannot travel with you any further. He gives a stack. Uh, well, he he's making arrangements to give the money to Matteo. Um, sorry. Um, I was, uh, uh, I was momentarily distracted there. What, what, what am I being given? Money. Because Walter's not coming with you when you leave the boat. Uh, ah, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, how much? Uh, Walter has given you, uh, six thousand pound what just a big old wadge of six thousand pounds in cash yeah i mean some of it is in uh you know checks you can redeem you've got uh, two thousand pound in cash mm. and then the rest of it is in one thousand pound uh right. checking slips which you can take to a bank and get more cash could i have this in pound coins um Pound coins don't exist, so no. Could you invent pound coins? No. Uh, I want I want this in pennies. Um, 
he'll take the money back off you and you can spend your own. <laughs> On this in the most convenient format possible. Um inconvenient rather. Um uh, Okay, thank you. Uh if surely we won't need this much, will we? Well, I'd rather give you more money than you could ever possibly need than not enough. Um, you may have to give, you know, pay bribes to find the information you need. And you're going to have to pay the private detectives before you, they'll tell you anything. Well, point taken. This is an awful lot, though. I mean, it, Mateo, I know how rich you are. This is like chump change to you. I know, but, like, if it was, like, 6,000 then, in today's money, it's got to be, what, 7,000? Possibly 8. Probably about 60,000. Yes. (laughs) Um, Lots. Uh, uh, Mrs. Vanderbilt has more money than she can ever spend in her entire life. Mm. Mrs. Vanderbilt is the 1%. She's the 0.1%. Yeah, the fractional percent. I just say, uh, well, very well, let's just not let it get about that we're carrying this much, right? Well, you know, yes, I wouldn't wander into any seedy bars and be like, I have thousands of pounds in my breast pocket. Yes, maybe keep it in some separate wallets. Hello, I have thousands of pounds in my pocket. I'm looking for a good time. (laughs) The good time is you're getting mugged. I'm hoping to be robbed. Um, Fine, okay. Love a bunch of burly sailors to give me a little bit of the old bash around, if you know what I mean. Right. Uh, Is there anything else you'd like to do to prepare for Egypt? Otherwise, Mitch, roll your Cthulhu Mythos as you study your book. Uh, can I do that? Can I make the um, the the supply packs first? Oh, what? In case studying the evil spell book drives you insane? Yeah. Yeah, you can roll your cooking first. I'll do that. Well, that's good. Yes, I'm supply- 41 supply rations. So that's enough to last you guys 41 days. Neat. It's like one day's ration is enough to feed everyone. Because you like made like little meal packs. And now for the fun bit. Well, you're Cthulhu Mythos. Oh! Well, aren't you just the smart boy? Look how smart he's been, everyone. Praise his smartness. Mm-hmm. Well done to you, tiny man. Good egg and ham on this day. Alright, Fox B, I'm sending you a small PDF. I have just been told food has arrived, so I need to stop soon. We're about to stop. Uh, I'm about to stop here, actually. Uh, Fox B, I've sent you a PDF to read during the break. That tells you what all of your spells in the book do. Wow, that's, that's a terrible scary. Okay. It is the 4th of October, 1925. You have been at sea for 20 days. 
You've all had a mildly nice time whilst relaxing. I was going to say that the, the rest of the, the, the entire journey was not restful and nice. Like the end was, the beginning less so. Yeah, the first ten days were a bit bit spicy. Mm. The last ten days were quite nice. Did you did you like learning your spells, seeing what they all do, Mister yeah, Foxy? It was good. Were there I, any you wanted to learn whilst you were travelling? Oh yeah, yeah, I had them on my phone. Which one was it I wanted? There was a couple which looked good. Did you want the end of the universe as we know it? D- that sounded that great. I like the idea of that one. Yeah. Did you like make Craig very sad by ending the campaign early in B flat? Sad. Yeah, so the one that I was going to... This isn't my phone. Uh, Falls Fading, I was maybe going to learn. Yeah, roll me a hard intelligence roll. How ironic, I can't find intelligence. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) I can't mute Nido, so I can't stop this. Sorry. Uh, you get a bonus die. Now, do you, do you want to know the the trick for muting Nido if you're in the same room as him? Take him with him. Think. Uh, you have to you have to blow into his nostrils, and uh, it startles him, and he goes, and he and he stops. <laughs> I think you're thinking of like some kind of animal. You are an animal. I might, I might be thinking of horses. You had ten days, Foxby, so you get one more bonus die. Obviously, you've been doing this over several days. What? <laughs> well, I'm going to assume you want to take the 55. You haven't learnt this spell yet, but you have been practising it. You just haven't got it down. Yes. But it is the 4th of October. Oh, Everyone oh. has had a time. The Fair Dinkum has slowed down to traverse the busy shipping lanes of the Red Sea and so that they can drop you all off in a lifeboat, so you can row for Berenicia. Man, this place's name has changed so many times during the course of this game. What, our destination? Berenice. Berenice. I think it's Berenice. It is Berenice. Technically, it's Berenice Troglodyte. Which is... A wonderful name. It's currently about six, seven miles away. Because um, you don't want to get too close and look suspicious. Um, so, yeah, the captain has one of the lifeboats ready. All of your supplies have been loaded in. The food, the various things you're taking with you. And uh, Walter is going to wish you the best of luck. He'll see you when you send him the signal to come and pick you up when you're done in Egypt. All right. Who is going to be rowing the boat? I guess I'm helping. It will need at least four people to man all four oars. Who's going to be holding the drum? I can do the drum. I could do like a harmonica sort of drum thing at the front. Yes, yes, you can be the cox. Um, <laughs> uh, um, given my low strength, I'd I'd love to row because uh, then we'll just go in a circle. Circles. 
Well, there's still one person required. Is it going to be Mitch, or are you going to make one of the ladies do it? I'll oh, do it. He's already said they were going to. Now, Mitch said he was going to be the Cox. <laughs> I also said I would. I didn't hear you, Craig. You need to speak into your microphone. I didn't hear you at all. You need Sorry. to emit a powerful series of hoots. Hoot, hoot. 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 Uh, do you want to do it then, Chai? Or do you want yeah, to leave it? Yeah, I already said I was going to. Hey, Mitch, you are it. steering. Okay. I'll do the steering. Hooray. What could go wrong? Hopefully. Not much. I mean, you just have to aim for the lights. Going towards the light. Okay. Um... <laughs> This is exciting. G- given that, given that I know this is the plan, can I have found some sort of telescope or binocular upon the boat to do this? You have a binocular. Okay, good. Uh, I just want to make sure that we're going, you know, the right place. Yeah, it's, uh, it's more. Yeah, so you, you're, you're kind of. Six miles off this peninsula, so you're going to row up to the peninsula, and then you can either land or you can row into the harbour. Okay, everyone who is rowing, row strength. Uh, Peggy and Rebecca, put your feet up. Okay. And uh, Mitch, you need to roll me some... Uh... Okay. Yeah. Oh, while we're there, can we go to Emperor Divers Hamata? Permanently closed. Ah. <laughs> oh, the luxury resort. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're by steering. That might be where we end up. <laughs> I, I strongly appreciate the effort you go to to getting us maps of this. I said, I'm sorry, I'm mocking it for being a mo- obviously a modern satellite map of Egypt. <laughs> It was better than any of the other maps. Yeah, yeah, no. Like, I don't, I don't imagine you could whip up a map of nineteen of nineteen twenties Egypt somewhere on the random unknown coastline near Berenice Troglodytica. Right, um, you're going slowly. Uh, Chai is pulling. I'm missing a rowing. I'm missing. I'm missing Jack's rowboat. You got four. No, I don't. I'm not seeing it. There's Chai, Thomas. Chai, Thomas. Mateo. Mateo. Mitch oh. is driving. Oh, navigating. Sorry. Jack yeah, needs the strength. Oh, am I Am I ro- indeed rowing? Okay, fine. Ah, uh, uh, strength. My dump stat. My actual dump stat. <laughs> Although, today... <laughs> Somehow, you pulled it out of the bag. Fucking hell, yeah, we are going in circles, but the other way. <laughs> well, Come anti- on! Anti-clockwise! Ah! <laughs> You're going slowly in the direction. It takes a little while for you all to settle down in a rhythm. rhythm. Chai isn't pulling hard enough. Jack is pulling too hard. <laughs> no, not so I, the I, eventually I just push, push Chai to one side and grasp both, and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Thomas, Thomas, and Matteo are also out sick. It takes a little while for you all to get together. It's, you know, you're all pulling. It's you got to balance your oar strength. And um, Mitch, you are heading for the lights of what you think is the town. Oh no! Very like good. As you think. 
you are making your way. It's cold. It's not cold. It's more windy and damp because you're getting spray off the waves. The fair dinkum is receding into the distance, leaving you behind in this unmarked rowboat. The captain removed all of the um, identifying plates from this rowboat because this is highly illegal. And um, he didn't want, you know, someone to find the fair dinkum's lifeboat in Berenicio and be all like, hmm, why is this here? Okay, everyone roll strength again and Mitch roll another navigate. Thomas, you worked, used up your first wind. Mm. Oh, God. Uh, Peggy should navigate. She's really good. <laughs> yeah, pe- yeah pe- I'm sure Peggy's going to be a great navigator. Would you like me to try? <laughs> well, it would be fantastic if Nito's non- new non-pilot character has like a navigator of like 87 or something. Every time Nido has rolled Navigate since becoming a uh, Peggy, he's smashed it out of the park with extreme successes. <laughs> um, you are getting much closer to the light now. You can now see it's a boat. One of those light boats on the edge of the harbour. Um, except this one is a guiding one that guides people to the correct channel. So you're currently um, here-ish. Oh. So you're sort of going in the right-ish direction to go to Berenice Harbour. You were aiming for this shore, so... Roll your scurvy dogs. <laughs> At this point, it really would be easier to just turn for the harbour and hope you don't encounter any boats leaving. Do you just give directions, Mitch, and pretend that's what you were doing all along? Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Mitch is like, hard to I don't want to be like, you know. Don't want anyone to panic. Exactly. Going, it takes hours. It takes a good three and a half hours because you are rowing. But you, uh, who's got the lowest luck? I got 69. Lower than me. It's um, lower than me. Anyone got lower yeah, than don't, don't have lower than that. Craig? Oh, I said 71. Oh, I got a bingo. Roll your luck, Foxby. Lucky 69. You make it to the docks without being mowed down by any larger vessels under power or anyone questioning it. You just kind of snuggle up against a a, uh, wharf and are like, hey, only took four hours, but we're here. I got the bingo. You got a bingo? Yes. Didn't make noise. What did you get bingo for? That was somebody dragging us down to their luck level. Hmm. Didn't even know that was a thing. Indeed yeah. it is. Have seven it, luck. It was flinty for, like, fucking ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, we were wandering around and flinty had, like, a luck of, like, 12 or something. Yeah. It was like, we're all at 73, and it's like, who's got the lowest luck? And flinty's like... Mm. It was, it was, yeah, it was like, either it was either Sam or Eduardo. Does, does this tiny boat count to say... Uh, Uneventful journey. No. Oh. no, it wasn't uneventful anyway. Foxby got lost. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it it didn't it didn't make the noise because it only does that for the first bingo that's active on a page. Ooh. Boo. Okay, rewrite it. 
All right, all right, we'll pause the game for a couple of hours while I go and figure out <laughs> Java. Right, you've made it to Berenice. It's um, quite late in the evening still. It's like probably about 2 a.m. All right. What are you doing? Are you going to go and report yourselves to customs and be like, hi, or are you just going to slope off and get a hotel? Could, uh... Slope off and get a hotel, I guess. Yeah. I, I didn't... Mm, maybe. Guys, do you think it's, it's wise, considering, like... The whole, we... the whole point of doing this is that so nobody knows that we're coming this way. I like, I like, yeah. yeah. I like the idea that Fitzy has just remembered that. Oh, oh right! No. We're here in secret! <laughs> no, I, I knew we were supposed to be here in secret. <laughs> Look, it's probably true that nobody is interested who we rock up to in in seeing our papers of where we docked. Because why would they care? They're not going to. We're like the we're like the only English people, or sort of like white people. Okay, uh, some plants for that. Ignoring the Japanese woman and the Peruvian boy. (laughs) That makes it even worse. (laughs) Um, We'd like to formally apologize. (laughs) To every country on Earth. Uh, I just just feel like some foreigners rocking up in a small, small village, harbour town, suddenly appear. I think... It might be okay. Uh, is Walter coming with us, or is is he? No. no, that's why he gave your documents and a gigantic stash of cash. Ah, to, good. Um... I didn't wonder. I did wonder what the cash. Well, we could just pay off. We could pay off the hotelier, couldn't we? Right. Yeah. They are. I mean, we yeah. Don't. We let let's 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 check into a hotel. Um. Yeah, I think we just check into a hotel, and if um he wants to see our papers or whatever. Then we're like, uh, you don't need to see our papers. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I mean, we literally have the spells to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dragon just be like, double <laughs> Okay, are you checking into the nearest dockside hotel flop house, or are you going to go slightly further into town and find a nicer hotel? Um. I mean, if, if I was us, I, I've. I would li- let's just get to the other side of the town, away from the docks, away from the city centre, on the outskirts. Might be a bit of a walk. Maybe we can be less conspicuous than. I I don't know because if we just went to a nearby one near the docks, anyone any hotel we're going to go into is just going to assume that we just docked somewhere and two in the morning. Okay, yeah. And boats do dock at weird times based on the tides. That's true. Passenger services and such, mm. Mm. and this uh, this it's a, it's mostly a fishing port, but there are ferry services that channel people back and forth across the Red Sea to places like Mecca and other towns. Mm. And I think because we've got it's it's a lot of money, it's six thousand, but you know we want to save that for like vital equipment rather than swanky hotel. Yeah, and I suppose more people are going to notice that we're around town if. Um... If we went to a fancy place, it's just find a cheap one. You head into town. Uh, it doesn't take long to find a 
decent looking hotel. Swankiness level is 0.5 on the Vanderbilt level of swankness. Uh, the Vandergals would um, never come near this place with a barge pole, so you're probably safe from the cult who have got used to you guys staying <laughs> in the swankiest hotel in the country. Right. Um, Still you, we don't expect. You uh, check in, you get rooms. They're nothing special, but they're nice and clean. It doesn't cost you much at all, really. And no one seems to question you arriving at this time of night. They just seem to assume you got off a ferry that was late. And we're like, fuck, that was an awful ferry trip. And checked into the first hotel you saw. I mean, they're not entirely wrong about it being an awful trip. (laughs) Mitch quietly hiding the fact that he got lost. At least you didn't go back out into the Red Sea. But you would have had to walk from the peninsula to the uh, hotel. At least you weren't following the fair dinkums, like, you know, mast lights or something. Never getting closer to this light as it steams off into the distance. (laughs) Um, You all sleep. Um, The next morning, you wake up unmurdered in your beds. Oh, that's a shame. The cult have not tracked you down to Berenice. Uh, It's very hot quite early on. Berenice. You're on the edge of the um, Egyptian desert. You are about 200 miles from Lake Nasser and Aswan at the head of the Nile. It's of October now, yeah? What was that? It's the 5th of October now, then, yeah? Yeah, it is the 5th of October. What's your plan? You all gather at a table in the breakfast nook. I've heard of this lovely beach resort just, like, 20 kilometres north. It's got spa... Parasols. Is that where you're going to spend the next uh, three months until the end of the world? You're just going to live in an Egyptian beach resort, like. Oh, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> come on, guys. Thousand pounds. You could live like gods. <laughs> Look, here's here's a stack of cash. I don't want to worry about anything for two months and twenty nine days. At which time, I want you to bring me a revolver. <laughs> Uh, oh, we should probably try and save the world. Is it worth saving, though? Is it worth saving? <laughs> yeah, all right, calm down, gritty reboot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it technically is a reboot, but I won't go into that. What do you all think? Hire some cars and drive out into the desert. That was your plan. Yeah, that was the yeah. plan. Yeah. That was uh, the plan. Get find out where we can get some vehicles and fuel and drivers um i can go down maybe down to the uh, hotelier and ask the uh if they know a good somewhere to hire some jeeps to the concierge who speaks arabic me me speak me <laughs> good yeah. oh uh, <laughs> sorry apparently i was thinking of yithian oh <laughs> oh me then still. Peggy, oh, sorry. Do you speak Arabic? I do speak Arabic. So Chai and Peggy speak Arabic. Probably one of you guys did the talking to the hotel concierge last night when you arrived. Mm-hmm. So you probably don't want to send Mitch to ask the concierge in loud, mm. slow English. No. Hello. Do you have? I can finish every sentence with a harmonica-like chord. 
<laughs> you can be like, hello! <laughs> oh, God. Hello. <laughs> da, 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 da. I need a cut. Da, 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 da. <laughs> like, you were... Let's go and talk to the concierge with someone who speaks Arabic. This sanity, this sanity level is uh, is draining on me. Die! Uh. <laughs> you head down to the concierge. Uh, I do. The elderly man behind it smiles at you, and he says, uh, "Good morning. How can he help, Miss?" Good morning. Um, he he seems a little bit uncomfortable by your presence, but he's being polite. You're clearly a foreigner. Good morning. We're looking to hire some vehicles to head out uh, into the desert. Whereabouts would in Berenice would we be able to do that? Oh, no, no cars here. Cars are outlawed in the whole of Egypt. Oh, not okay. True. Camels, then. <laughs> no, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> inform you where you can hire cars. He will happily um, show you where they are mm-hmm. on a map. Perfect. Um, there is a place where you can hire a car and get and get fuels. He does inform you that is no fuel stops between here. Where are you going? Like Alexandria, Lake Nassau, or whatever it was. Lake Nassau. You're going to Aswan, essentially, right? And then you'll get hope. That'll be where you can get a steamboat, right? Okay, that's where we're going. He does inform you you'll need enough fuel to get to Aswan and back, but the uh, car rental place will should be able to sell you enough. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, I ask about other desert survival gear as well for when we inevitably break down, all the cars explode and have to walk. I don't actually say that bit, but <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean. Out, out of character, that is yes. what you're saying. <laughs> well, you're prepared for an explanation. Edition by rolling your desert survival. Oh, look, Chai, one of Chai's best skill is suddenly useful again. Yeah. yeah suddenly useful. I'm not meant to be the party wizard. I never rolled up a wizard. And yet somehow you are the yeah. party wizard. In Call, of, in Call of Cthulhu, everyone ends up being the wizard at some point. Except for Peter and Currently, Flinty, who Peter. are both like books. No, books well, bad. Well, you, you Peter, say... do you know any spells? Um, he knows the Eye of Light and Darkness because he grudgingly learned it. There you go. You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> I mean, you you say I'm a books. No, I have eight spells. Yeah, you're <laughs> a cat priest. Fucking cat priest. Yeah, you're a magical cat hiding out in human form. He's, uh, no, he's he, Flinty's backstory is so hashtag relatable because what you know you start off uh, as a, an Olympic athlete, the next day you're sucked through a portal to Australia, and you're the high pr- you're the high priest of a cat protagonist. race. What was that? He's practically an isekai protagonist. If we were just actually a different dimension, he would be. Does that mean he needs a sexy transformation scene to complete this? Uh, no, that would be a magical no. girl series. That's what Craig is referring to. One where it's like a, a normally a young boy who's just transported to a game world, and for some reason is now in a fantasy world, like Digimon. Mm, no, don't you don't you hoot at me? It's true. Mm-hmm. Digimon was basically one of the first Isekais, basically <laughs> like like Tron. <laughs> 
Right, you're frustrating me now, Renner. Guy, you take care of arrangements. You get tents. You get big white robes with um, uh, what, the head coverings. I can't remember what the head coverings are called. Not hoods, but the cloth ones you tie around your head with a headband. Uh, I can only think of a Skyrim name for those now, and that's not going to be right. Well, you, you buy various desert-approved robes and clothing and hats. Mm-hmm. and headbands, and you hire some cars. You hire three jeeps, which is enough to carry all of your equipment, enough fuel, water, food, and everyone. With three people in one jeep, and two people spread across the other jeeps. Who's driving? Not me. Drive? I am. Rebecca's driving, Mitch is driving, who else? I can drive. You've got enough drivers. I've got a drive auto of 86, so it makes sense. Wait, can I drive? (laughs) I might be getting... Hold that thought. I might be getting confused between characters. (laughs) Oh, Schmidt can drive. I can drive. I just can't drive well or good. I'm an excellent driver. I thought Matteo was a good driver. I vaguely remember you driving across Peru like a madman. So long ago, Peru, Peru was so long ago. 36 episodes ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, it takes most of the day to hire everything, buy everything, get everything you need, Chai, because um, mm-hmm. obviously it takes time to purchase stuff. Uh, there's no Amazon Prime. You have to actually go to the shops. Uh, you take Peggy with you, just so you've got someone else who speaks Arabic. You taking anyone else with you as an escort? Uh, I'd probably be inclined to bring either Matteo or Jack as general muscle. I'm, uh, I, I'm happy to come along, given that I, I look like a weak bookish nerd, but I've, I do have a gun. Yeah, see, that's the thing. If you've got a gun, you, you still count as muscle. <laughs> you take Jack. Matteo, are you going with the girls? Sure. Okay, uh, so the four of you spend most of today out buying supplies, listening to the girls talking Arabic and haggling for stuff, and Matteo handing over money. Good thing you took Matteo. He has all the money. <laughs> sure do. Thankfully, they accept British pounds here in British um, Egypt. Um... Thomas, Mitch, and Rebecca, what are you doing? Um, just around the hotel. You're just having a day in the hotel with your feet up by the yeah. pool. I'm going to try and learn that spell a bit more. You can roll me a hard intelligence roll. Yeah, Yay! Yeah. You can add that spell to your spell list. I don't think Soaring, was it, it was soaring, wasn't it? You said you wanted to learn Fool's Fading. Fool's Fading, that was the one, sorry. Do you want me to add it, or are you okay to add it? Uh, <laughs> uh, there you go, now I found it. I think, yeah. Edit mode, so learned, yes, yes. And that's pipe song, shit. Um, Thomas, is how, what are you doing? <sighs> Looking after the cats? Yeah, I guess so. I'm assuming you brought your cats with you, rather than leaving them on your boat. Uh, yeah, because otherwise, if we, for example, we can't talk to Bass or do that song again if we had to. Okay. 
the day in Berenice passes uneventfully. You buy the various things you need. It's the 6th of October. What was that, Chai? Including cat food, if the cats are with us now. Including cat food. Not I assume you didn't want to leave the cat behind. Because of me. I assume you bought the cats because you've been taking a basket full of cats of you everywhere since Shanghai. We sure have. Aroni, you're muted. Why does it keep doing that? Mm-hmm. You keep leaning on it. It's it's a button. You have to you have to press a button. Sometimes you press a button and it doesn't. You got okay, it. Okay, it did work then. But uh, I need to buy a new headset because mine's on its way out. Um, right. Uh, next day, you load up the jeeps. You all dress in your long cream white robes with headdresses and hats. And you are ready for the journey across the desert. It's probably going to take you about three to four days. Your jeeps can probably make the journey in less, but you have to stop and refuel and stop to eat and everything. So looking probably for about three days across the desert. Everyone who's driving an automobile, which is Rebecca, Jack and Matteo, roll drive auto. Um, am I driving? I thought Mitch was driving. Mitch is driving. So yes, they would only let Jack behind the wheel of a car in an emergency. That's yeah, Mitch. Fuck this up. Mitch is driving because my drive auto is forty-four. <laughs> you will drive very well. Rebecca and Mitch really well. Matteo okay. Who's in what jeeps? So who is driving or riding along with Mitch? Jack. Who is riding with Rebecca? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Thomas, you're going with Chai? No, Chai's with Rebecca. Yeah, you can fit. Someone's, one Jeep is going to have to have three people in it. Oh, yeah, sure, fine. So, I guess I that means Peggy with Matteo. Fine. And uh, Rebecca's Jeep has a whole bushel full of cats in it. See, this is the fun Jeep. Now, I'm a very good noun for. A collection of cats. I don't think so. Now, I'm a very good driver, but I can only focus when I'm making a very high-pitched noise. <laughs> I hope that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you, you know that's not true. Uh, apparently, apparently, it's a cluster of cats. There we go. Uh, Rebecca's Jeep has a cluster of cats in it. Driving through the desert. Especially if you count um, Chai and Thomas as cats. Oh, that's <laughs> true. Which which Bast does? <laughs> where she does. Yeah, where are we going? Lake Nasser. You're heading for Lake Nasser and the city of Aswan, which is at the headwaters of the Nile. Oh God. What's up? Uh, so, sorry, uh, just all of Death on the Nile popped into my head there. <laughs> the entire script. Stuff mm. happens at Aswan, doesn't it? Yes. Is that where they leave from? Uh, I, I don't recall specifically. Well, it might be where they're going to, I can't remember, but yeah. Aswan is mentioned in that film. It's involved. Fine, I'm sure there isn't a murder mystery on a Nile steam paddle boat. We're not taking that boat. Oh, there you are. But we are. That was the plan. Oh yeah, that was it. We're just we're just doing this bit first. You got to get to the river. 
Uh, you drive throughout the day. Uh, you don't really have to navigate. There is a road to follow. It's a bit of a zigzaggy road. I mean, you could go off-piste no. and cut off this big loop if you just steer out into the desert. No. <laughs> what a good idea, Games Master. <laughs> don't trust his lies. Look, it's not my fault you almost triggered the call of Cthulhu earlier today. Once, once again, yes. Yes, it literally is your fault. Sorry, that, that just tickled me. Like, like poor Fox B was stuck in the dream for, like, hours, and he was, like, holding it off, ignoring everything. I'm fine. Nido turns up, and the first thing Nido does is go, Awaken, great Cthulhu! <laughs> Cthulhu, I'm one of your biggest fans! I've got some things you could sign! <laughs> Look at you! So there's some sort of light aircraft making a lot of noise outside. Can you shut the window, no, please? I'll close it again for a bit. It's very I, I, thought, I thought I got panicky because I thought that was the idea. meant there was a light aircraft near our jeeps. <laughs> yeah, it swoops down and starts to, you know, <laughs> pepping you all with machine gun fire. It's only like this big, so it just kind of. I gotta say, is this is this a weird is this a weird way of um, getting uh, Richard to do a cameo in this game? Uh, no, don't let Richard do a cameo. He'll kill my character again. Oh, God. he's still not over that. Uh, <laughs> e- easily eight years later. <laughs> <laughs> what what did he do? He uh, killed Finn's character. character. Well, he made he made me realise that my horse was undead. It's I failed a guts check and went mad, turned into my werewolf self. Chow stopped my heart to calm me down and forgot to restart it. <laughs> it was a whole mistake. Yeah, <laughs> Chow and Craig stopped to have an argument with Arona over whether or not they should kill Flinty or give him medical aid, and then I was just like, "He's dead, Jim." <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we 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 were trying one of those uh, science fictional defibrillators. It's okay. You got to play Evelyn after that, and she was clearly your best character ever. Yeah, I, I think um, Valerie was my best. I really enjoyed Valerie, but Evelyn's a good second. Anyway, uh, you're driving across the deserts of Egypt. All is going well. It's really boring. Is anyone doing anything exciting who's not driving? Is this the GM's way of saying I want to kill some of you? I can GM exciting to do something. <laughs> he wants to fill one of these one of these lovely trucks with magic. I mean, I do kind of want to learn a spell, but would you like to learn a spell, Chai? You're not driving. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, cool. I'm going to try and learn shriveling. Hey, roll me a hard intelligence and don't fuck it up. Oh, uh, I'm going to fuck it up. Don't worry. Can I pay attention to what she's doing? You want to learn it too, Flynn? Oh, yeah, I'm trying to teach him too. If he's in a car, he needs to protect himself. Roll hard intelligence. The intelligence. Only a normal. Not have done this. Not you, Mitch. Yeah. Yeah, Mitch, you had me going for a split second. You're in a different Jeep. How are you learning? I didn't hear it. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. You misheard it. You heard swiveling, and then you just. You both make a start on it today, but you haven't finished learning it. Um, it's very bumpy, it's very dusty, it's very hot. Yeah. Occasionally you have to stop and refill the Jeeps. Just install a sign, like, no magic while driving. 
Maybe tap the side. <laughs> now Rebecca's probably sat there listening and not paying attention to the oh, road. Right. <laughs> Uh, but the first day of driving through... The, oh, um... Jack, are you doing it? No, you're driving. No, you're, you're not driving. What are you doing, Jack? You doing anything during the day, or are you just napping under a hat? That's that's the, the most confusing question I've ever been asked. <laughs> um... I finished reading the Livra Ivonis, didn't I? Uh, and there was nothing in it for you. Are you uh, spell? That's yeah. true. Uh, um... Would you like to use your new spell to perhaps look around Egypt? I do, but I need to talk to Matteo first. No, he's in a different jeep, but you can and talk to Matteo. You can talk to Matteo during the day when you stop to refuel the jeeps. Uh, uh, we we stop to refuel the jeeps, and I go to Matteo. You go to Matteo, who's refueling a jeep. Hello, Matteo. Not now. Um. <laughs> oh. oh, sorry. I go. I go and get back in my jeep. Uh, uh, oh, hello. No, I want an apology. <laughs> um, Matteo, I've been meaning to ask you something uh, for some time. Well, listen, I'm very flattered. But... <laughs> But he's truly still pining for us. Where, where are you keeping all that cursed gold that you stole? Um, <laughs> um, I, uh, Mateo, I, um, I, I would like you to teach me uh, to meditate. I have seen you do it, and I know you can do it. You must show me. It is of utmost importance. Of utmost importance. I, I, I'm, utmost. I, I'm, I'm relaxed about this idea until you're like, it's of utmost importance. <laughs> now, and now I'm wondering about your meditation agenda. <laughs> I so provide like, no further details. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you're going to have to tell me what you meant by that. Oh, sorry. I, I just attach that to the end of every sentence so that people do things quicker. <laughs> Mateo is never teaching you meditation <laughs> he's teaching you anti-meditation anytime he sees you trying to relax he's going to be like Mitch to the harmonica just, just starts quickly singing drum and bass songs no really what, 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 what has you so a quiver uh, perhaps we should speak alone okay we're in a desert. I look around <laughs> and say, proceed. I'm, I'm making sure nobody's in earballing range. Uh, uh, who's in Mateo's Jeep? Uh, Thomas is in Mateo's Jeep, but he's probably one. No. no. Who? Oh, Peggy. Peggy has. Where have you gone, Peggy? Mateo is refueling the Jeep and talking to Jack. I'm staying in the Jeep. You're staying I'm the... not going out in the sun. <laughs> Yeah, I'm regretting wearing this great coat out here. <laughs> um, yeah, you are currently alone. No one is nearby. Peggy is in the jeep, but she's like hat over her eyes. Fuck this! It's hot out there. Yes. Um, I I recently researched a new ability that I wish to try. Uh, but one of the most important steps of it is meditating. Once I am able to meditate, I will be able to use this new platform platform 
<laughs> yes. Um. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't love this, but des- <laughs> describe the new ability to me. Um. I will be able to astrally project my body, uh, my my consciousness away from my body, to uh, hunt for my enemies and see what they're up to. Seems like it might be useful. It does seem like it might be useful. Uh, Promise me one thing. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Uh, I mean, I mean, what thing? Yeah. Do you do you want to learn this or not? <laughs> I mean, it's just sitting down and going. Oh, I just thought I'd try and get a head start. Uh, just don't go the way of several other people who we've had in our uh, little group who have decided that they would like to try and learn how to do a thing because it seems neat at the time, but ends up exploding them. Uh oh, yep, yep. I definitely promised that. Yeah, I promise. <laughs> Proceed very carefully, is what I'm saying. I promise that, absolutely. Mm. Felix, okay. that, and then he wound up ascending to Godhood. Um, I'm mainly doing this to make myself feel better about agreeing to this when he explodes. I definitely <laughs> warned him that this was a bad idea. Right, uh, are you going to start teaching him tonight when you stop for the night? Uh, yes, perhaps when we stopped the night. I don't want to be too relaxed driving. It's <laughs> <laughs> behind the wheel of a Jeep in a pure meditative state going at 100 miles. Um, well, not even 100 miles, they're not the best Jeeps. Your top speed is about 30 to 40 miles an hour. Not even that. And it's a very windy road. Um, through the desert. Um, okay, Peggy, are you doing anything during the day? Or are you just sleeping to pretend? I, I'm using practically Park, and there's nothing ready for me to do at the moment. Okay. Well, the first day passes uneventfully. It's quite nice. Um, that evening, everyone rolled Desert Survival to help set up the tents. I mean, what if you don't have Desert Survival? Then roll your, um, Survival. I don't have that either. That's not a thing. Well, yeah, won't boy. survive then. I fucked it up. We're dead. I no, I, I did real good. I did, I did real good at desert survival. There's no such thing as base survival. Hang on, Peggy. Let me look at your count sheet. Yeah, I don't have survival either. I don't think it's on the online version. I mean, if, if you don't have survival, how do you survive? Well, at least I'm being useful if they're all failing. Even if it means I end up doing most of it myself. Grumble, grumble, grumble. With a bit of a hand from Jack. Uh, Survival starts at 10%, so put in basic survival 10%. Yeah, the online version changed it to individual survival specialisations, but survival is just supposed to be survival... And then you can specialise. So you're supposed to just have a basic survival of 10. I'll luck that. Oh, yeah, see, Thomas has learnt lots about survival as a cat. Yeah, I don't get the ticket, though. <laughs> uh, oh, dear. Uh, 
Oh, Peggy. Um, I can't see my... 99 out of 10. Um, it's going quite well. You're building a um, the camp when Peggy utterly destroys one of the tents. She just trips on a guy rope, crashes into the tent, and all the bamboo poles snap as this tent collapses around her. Peggy just approaches one of the tents with an open can of kerosene, and she's like, I know what I'm doing! <laughs> No, 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 no. I, 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 you just sort of see, there's just this sort of pause, and then just a sheet rises up, and I'm like... <laughs> like, like, this is true survival, you say, as you fire holes through our water supplies. I just stand there, and I just point at a jeep. Yeah, some of us are sleeping jeeps. No, 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 just, just stay in the jeep. <laughs> Thanks, Etienne, I say quietly. Peggy <laughs> <laughs> is banished back. To, maybe that's my long game all along. Nino's new character is here to derail the plot. Russ, you don't Mate, have we ever been on the rail? When, um, when was the last time that happened? 36 sessions ago? At Peru, when I was like, good morning and welcome to Peru. Yeah, 36 sessions ago. Um... Yeah, Peggy, you're banished to a jeep. You're not allowed to help set up camp. Yay, no work for me. You also uh, no longer have a tent. Everyone has unanimously declared that that was your tent. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is is that I get to sleep in the um, not likely to be eaten by wild animals canvas-based material. I get to sleep inside the nice metal box. Yes, They're but nice um, have fun with how your back feels in the morning after that. You can sleep. You can sleep there, but but each, each of us is going to bring you a scorpion just before bed. Oh, it's gift, I see. Um, you you camp. Uh, you you eat some of Mitch's delightful food. Mitch, are you cooking? Well, I made all those uh, supplies, so I don't need to really. Yeah, but you can heat some of it up. They're mostly a lot of them are designed to be like you know heated up over a fire. Okay. Have a hot meal, Rebecca. Do you want to try and help Mitch? Yeah, I can be helpful. Mitch, you let Rebecca help you with food. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Long consideration. <laughs> right, roll, roll cooking, Rebecca. You're under pressure here. Oh, okay. I'm watching. I'm watching. I am watching. I am watching. It's good. <laughs> it's not bad. She, 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 she can heat up these pre-made meals you prepared. Keep turning them. You can't let them like stick to the sides. You need to keep them moving. An AT with pre-cooked meals. This should be great. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh wow, Rebecca, this tastes amazing. <laughs> this is so much better than anything Mitch has ever made. Technically <laughs> <laughs> made it. It's so much better. <laughs> I walk over and snap everyone's neck. And, uh... <laughs> no, you don't. You tootle the spell on your harmonica that snaps everyone's necks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Where's that brood spell? No, no, no. What, what you really need to do is do what you did last time you were in a desert and summon a snowstorm. I have been looking at that spell. Stop. Oh. <laughs> Just I, remember, I, you were in the great western sandy desert of Australia and Mitch was like, you know what we need now? And... Much to the chagrin of all wildlife. <laughs> 
much to everyone's disappointment. Keeping yours. Alright, you sleep. The next day dawns hot and scorching. You break down your tents. Um, oh, I did mine last night. <laughs> but before we move on, uh, would you like to teach Jack some meditation, Matteo? Um. Um. Yes, let's do that. Okay, Jack, roll me your intelligence. Matteo, roll your meditation. All right. Am I rolling my intelligence? You are rolling your intelligence, Jack. I'm a dubstep. Okay. So, think of an egg. Uh, nope, sorry, you've lost me. Um, oh, I have, apparently. <laughs> oh dear, you've <laughs> critically failed that. Uh, Jack, ah, explosion coming. less than you knew at the beginning of the evening. You're so confused. <sighs> like, Matteo starts talking about like the philosophies behind meditation, and you're, you just can't stop thinking about Tibetan monks and... Mountains and Peruvian llamas. Llamas come up for some reason, and Mateo like starts doing like comparisons to the tranquil nature of the llama and the state you need to reach. You're just completely baffled. Excuse me for just a moment, Mateo. I say, and I walk behind one of the trucks and I scream as loudly as I can for forty or fifty seconds, and then I come and sit back down. Um. I'm learning so much, I say, absolutely <laughs> dead, man. I, I should really be like, Jack, add the meditation skill at minus ten. <laughs> <laughs> I, we'll, I don't understand where the windmilling comes in. We'll try again tomorrow, I say. Uh, good, yes, I, I'm sure with this solid background you've given me, the rest will flow naturally, I say. Yes. I'm not even going to try and cast it tonight. Yeah. You, can, you, Jack, you should just open the medicine supplies and be like, I'm taking this opium. I'll make you relax. If where, only you were a better student. Um, where, where in this big, expansive desert are we? Um, you are... Uh, you are... Let me mark it down for you. I will... Draw a red line, because I know you like travelling by red line. So you started off in Bernice. Thank you. Are you all sleep. Per chance to dream? Would anyone like to dream? Get fucked. Mm, you maybe. Guys, a dreamer. She might want to go to the dreamlands. Hmm. I mean, it could be quite a nice, relaxing way to spend an evening, or a useful job to kill Chai off. Hey, yeah, that, ne- that nearly happened the last time you dreamed. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd forgotten about it. No, no. I, I've got a bit of a phobia. <laughs> Where did Hugo? Yeah, I forgot about Hugo. It's been ages. Two months. Two sessions. Yeah, no, ages. Like fucking attorney. Uh, no, I'm sorry. That, that still was the best. Like, you were like, yes, we've got a really cool, very modern plan to fly to Egypt. And then your pilots were like, I nobly sacrifice myself. No, no. Our pilots like, I nobly sacrifice myself to stop you dying from the thing that I caused. Mm. I did not cause that. 
You were the purpose of us going there. The fact it was your dice rolls just, yeah. (laughs) Wouldn't have been there if it hadn't been for you. Anyway. Responsibility. Next morning, you had to leave once more. Everyone roll drive who is driving a car. Driving. I'm driving okay. Yeah. Driving in a car. Yeah. They are driving a car. <laughs> I'm not driving a car. They are driving the cars. Driving, driving once again. The cars. <laughs> driving. No. Oh. no. <laughs> not a critical failure. So it just means you're going a bit slower because the terrain is a bit more dusty mm-hmm. and rocky than you were expecting. And you're, it's taking, you know, you can barely get above 25 miles an hour. Sometimes you have to slow down for about 15. Um, just because it's so rocky and sandy and it's bakingly hot and you don't want to overheat the Jeep because it's 1925 and these things don't have the best radiators in the world. Um, but you you make some progress throughout the day. Is uh, Thomas and Chai, are you going to try and relearn that spell? Yes. Sure, why not? Yeah. The worst that could happen. Nope. Just a regular pass this time. Yeah, you still have not made the um, hard success required. Peggy, you still sleeping in the back? Nothing else, nothing else for me to do. You could do some science! Magic! You could call Etienne and be like, make it be that we're there already. I mean, one, I'm still feeling a little bit fragile after I went to Bradley. And two, um, I know better than to do random magic at the back of a moving vehicle. <laughs> what, what are you saying? <laughs> uh, Mitch, what are you doing? You learnt your spell yesterday. You just have... Oh, no, you're driving, aren't you? I'm driving. Jack, are you doing anything? Um, you're reviewing the notes that Matteo gave you, you know. No, I'm trying to forget what Matteo taught me yesterday so I can be ready for him to teach me not more stuff tonight. No, you need to understand a bit about llamas. Yeah, you got to compare the clouds to the llama wool. I don't. He said some weird stuff about llamas, and I don't. I don't want to be involved in it. Uh, okay, you're just having a relaxing day in the back of the jeep with your kitten uh, friend. Uh, yes. Oh, that's true. Yes, I, I will. I will work on increasing my relationship with this kitten. Okay, are you talking to it in feline? Um, how do you have feline? No. Then are you just like petting it and feeding it and grooming it and and letting it use you as its human slave? I go, oh, who's a good cat? Who's a good cat? For twelve hours, <laughs> <laughs> it slices your throat open. An hour two. Bass decides that you've been a naughty boy. Cat decided to murder you. It must have been your fault. Quite. Uh, the second day ends. You haven't got as far as you would have liked um, because the road was so rocky and mountainous. Everyone, roll survival. Survival. Nido! Oh my fucking god! Same rule. How? I know you only. <laughs> She's like, this is the true test of our survival and throws a lit flare into like a barrel of kerosene. 
Well, the jeeps are like, boom, boom. <laughs> now, what have we learned? That's right, nothing. <laughs> this is um, I, I would have been keeping an eye on her after yesterday's colossal fuck-up. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, let's see. Who rolled low enough to be keeping an eye on Peggy? <laughs> Mitch. I think it was Mitch. Only Mitch. Mitch, I need you to make a hard dexterity roll, please. <laughs> oh, oh, no! All right. Peggy's lifting down a crate that's full of all of the delicious foods you've made, and you see it's going to slip, and you dash forward to catch it, and you make it worse, and it drops, and it just lands on the fire pit, and all of the lovely food is now in the coals, burning. You... Um, can I try and grab some of it out? You do. You burn your hands and it's all ruined. None of this is salvageable. It's completely ruined. You've knocked over some water. You've knocked over the fire. Yeah. All of your food supplies are now, like the pre-made food supplies at least, are ruined. You need to make me a sanity check. Uh, (laughs) Mitch... You're okay. You haven't lost any sanity over this, but you're very angry. <laughs> Would you like to like just snap Peggy's neck and so? Yes, yes. Uh, brawl, brawl. <laughs> everyone, I like to imagine everyone else is like like Peggy's not allowed to help with the tent. She can help unload a jeep. That's safe, and she's completely fucked all of your food. I somehow managed to make the smashing sound, even though we're on a desert with soft sand. So why did Etienne bring her along? <laughs> I, mean, I know, I know, she set up a, a, a ward. She's not a survival expert. Clearly. <laughs> so what gave it away? What was that Chai? What gave it away that she's not a survival expert? <laughs> I don't think you need to like quantify the bit on the beginning. I mean, it's just expert. She's not an expert in anything. If that's rude, I do know some occult please. Also, Bet you my occult thing is higher than yours. Because we both went mad in places that we should not have been. <laughs> Knowing occult stuff is great, provided you don't kill us before we get to use it. Alright, so you're now halfway between the Red Sea and the Nile, and most of your food supplies are currently on fire in the fire. The, the, the bits that Mitch has raked out are not good. You've got some, like, in backup emergency supplies, because Chai isn't an idiot, but it's going to be hard-packing jerky all the way to Aswan. Well, it's a couple of days. It'll get us there. Uh, jerking it all the way to Aswan again. <laughs> what do you mean, again? Um, never mind. <laughs> I mean, can I? Can we try? Oh, I don't know. If, does it survival include hunting? Um, like meat. You need to use track to track things down for hunting. No. Guys, we've got a problem. We've got most of our food is now destroyed. 
because of someone glands. You spent days preparing all of this delicious food so that whilst you were travelling in the desert, you could all have good, healthy meals. Is anybody here got any experience with like hunting or tracking like snakes? Because we can, I can prepare a snake, but mm. I've done Did some hunting of the, devil- um, of, of the of uh, the of the deadliest uh, animal of all, but uh, that may not be appropriate here. Do you mean the Peruvian death adder? Yes. You see, the thing about desert survival is you survive in the desert by taking food with you, not <laughs> by hunting it in the desert, really. Because the thing about deserts is there's not a lot in them, unless what? you like sand. What skill is hunting, Russet? Yeah, you get adders. You get adders. Crack. 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 The tracking animals. Ah, base. Sure. No. Uh, surely we can roll desert survival to see if we know the best thing to do in this exact situation. To leave the desert. Surely it's kind of... to buy food. Well, I thought we said that we still had the hardtack and rations. We've got hardtack and rations, but it's not going to be very palatable food. So it's not going to be fun. We're not here to have fucking fun and gourmet meals. (sighs) Yourself. (laughs) Only purpose to have make gourmet meals. (laughs) Well, look, look, we're saving the world, but can't we like do it? You know, in a nice way. Yeah. Not if we throw it all in the fire. Have a bit of fun while we're there. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. When when someone explained to you that we needed to do desert survival, did you think it was too easy or? Wait, you said desert survival, so I assumed you meant we needed to survive not having dessert. <laughs> uh, while while I'm eating a big salty biscuit, <laughs> I'm like, can't wait to see what she does tomorrow. Okay, are you are you going to try and land some meditation tonight, or are you feeling too sprawled? <laughs> I'm I'm very grumpy, but I'm going to try. Right. Mateo, uh, I say I put I put your hand my hands on your shoulder. I'm like, just show me the practical bits. We we can discuss the theory later. All right, I think you're ready for part two, the basics. Lamageddon. Right. Uh, roll meditation, Mateo. Roll me intelligence at hard, please, Jack. Ah, uh, my dump stat. <sighs> I'm not spending 20 luck on it. Let's see how Mateo does with his meditation roll. And it's some success. Jack, please add meditation at 2%. <laughs> 2? 2. Oh boy, uh, where, where does this go? Is it additional skill 1? Uh, no, don't use them because they never work properly. Add it to arts and craft or science or somewhere. Oh, well, or it's, not, it's not a science, is it? <laughs> yeah. definitely not. No, there's definitely yeah. science behind it. Mateo explained the science. Lava. Yeah, not, 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 after, not after what I heard yesterday. Yeah, you're getting it. I would say that now you could probably get this right two times out of every hundred. <laughs> well, I, I have a quick meditate while no one's looking. <laughs> nope. <laughs> not there so, yet. You, you had a crafty meditate? Yes. Like the idea of Jack lying in his sleeping bag before bed trying to meditate. All he can do is think of pink llamas. 
It's like yeah. the elef- elephants on parade, but it's the llamas instead. Knock off for a little, uh, a little meditate while uh, while everyone wasn't expecting it. Now I remember. Ex- <laughs> I mean, I know Wamawink isn't a llama, but she's the closest I've got going. <laughs> yeah, you send me gifts of Wamawink. Now remember, if you're having trouble uh, getting into that state of relaxation, try not to think about how much of a failure you are. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You can say if you had succeeded, it has like a fifty percent chance of being really, really awesome. So. <laughs> Your second night in the desert passes. Everyone is slightly hungry. Come the morning, jerky and hard biscuits isn't the nicest of meals. At least Peggy didn't destroy the water supply. Yes, I'm. I'm watching her fucking closely though. And then she's been locked in a jeep and she's been told to stay there. In the back of the jeep, not near any of the controls. You didn't leave me with any food or water. Yes. <laughs> Alright, um, the third day in the desert. Everyone while driving. Let's see if you can make up some time after yesterday's slow going. Oh, oh. Freaking is Mateus is going to drive off. No, we're all shit. Oh, <laughs> it's a bad day. We're, like three, day, three days into the desert and we're all starving and furious. <laughs> I could uh, call some different weather if we're too hot. Would you like Mitch to call some different weather? Probably not. No. Yeah. Everyone is really hungry and furious and the path is rocky and there's sand blowing all over the place. And you don't make as much time as you would like today. You should be... You're barely halfway there by the end of the day. You should be much closer to Aswan by now. But everyone's just having a really bad day. Try and Thomas, do you want to finish learning this stupid spell? Well, fucking try at least. Fucking... You're just hungry and grumpy, and like the only thing you—I mean, the cat food, the cat food, the dry kibble cat food—is starting to look tasty. You could both just turn yourselves into cats and have done with it. Ah, let me check my spell list. That's almost tempting. Um, I mean, yeah. Hang on. I mean, I could do mastery of shape and turn into—I don't know—a. A seat cushion. <laughs> <laughs> Could you? Oh, and then get someone to sit on your face. I see where you're going with this. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think that one through. This is flinty. He wouldn't be a seat cushion. He'd be like the foot rug that goes <laughs> down by the oh, right. <laughs> That's calling out there. <laughs> flinty knows it's true. Don't remember these jeeps having such a luxurious shag carpet. Don't think shame me. <laughs> right. we're, we're all friends here except Peggy <laughs> except Peggy the assassin that uh, <laughs> that um, the Etienne saboteur. placed amongst yeah. them it's... Peggy the saboteur you park up that evening um, it's getting cold and dark and everyone's rather grumpy um, do you let Peggy near anything or do no. you leave her in a jeep no, no. Leave her in a jeep. I want a survival 
I want to roll it. You're no. not rolling it. Everyone rolls survival except Peggy. Oh. <laughs> Banished to a car. Now watch me fail my main... Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, you had me going for a second. Chai, Chai, you've saved us. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have posted a gift to the chat. Is <laughs> <laughs> that from? I have no idea. I just typed in tent collapse and that came up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone is grumpy and tired and hungry. And isn't much help, but you're sort of like just following Chai's directions. And tonight, no vital travel supplies are destroyed by Peggy. Can I I do a pretend roll and see what would have happened? No. Oh, please. Oh, fine. Roll it. Wise. And you're really (laughs) glad Peggy is not allowed. Ah... Everyone I... needs to roll a constitution roll, please. Who? Everyone. Oh. Yay. Constitution. Constitution. Boom. Anyone who failed um, will have to make another one before they go to sleep. Wait. Um, are you doing any more meditation training, Jack? Not tonight. I'm hungry and grumpy. <laughs> can hungry. I can I spend some time reading? What would you like to read? My spell book. You can read your spell book. What are you What are you learning today? I am. Um, I'm in the bountiful feast of heroes. Yeah, why not? Um, Melody of Constantinople. Melody of what? Constantinople. Oh, the melody of Constantinople. And oh. um, by they might be giants, I think. Yeah, roll uh, intelligence at hard, please, Fox and B. No, you're grumpy and tired and hungry, and all of your gorgeous food that you spent weeks preparing whilst at sea has been destroyed by Peggy. Oh, actually, I know where there is some food. I didn't. I didn't actually ever pick that four course dinner up, did I? Go back, pick it up, bring it back. I'm fantasizing about lobster. <laughs> I was I like, yeah, it was under the it was under the call of Cthulhu, but fuck me, that was really good lobster. I mean, yeah, Mitch is right though. He did leave a perfectly serviceable four course meal in Raleigh. Probably yeah, but the dream's good. done. The dream's gone. Yeah, that dream is gone. But Mitch could bring that dream back. Yeah, just to get the food and wake Cthulhu up. Is it worth destroying the world just for a four-course meal? Yes. Oh, ask me tomorrow. Everyone yeah. who failed their constitution check must make another one as they sleep. I want to try dreaming. I did. I succeeded in my next one. Jack. Nope. You are a penalty dice for everything you do tomorrow because you're hungry and grumpy and didn't sleep very well because you're hungry. Well, it's lucky that I'm not driving. Chai is dreaming. Roll dream, Chai, per chance to... Wait, what? I do not dream. 
You're hungry and grumpy. Normal sleep for me. Everyone is grumpy and hungry, and you're nearly there. Well, no, you're halfway there. Um, drive, people who are driving. Gonna drive. Gonna drive. It's going well. Drive. Yay, extreme driving challenge. Today you make up time. You're coming out of the deep desert and you're heading downhill. So you're driving, driving, driving. You're going as quickly as you can. You risk a little shortcut. You risk another little shortcut. And you're just pushing on. It's quite late when you get to Aswan. You probably should have stopped an hour or two <laughs> before, but you were so close to, like, the luxury hotels of Aswan. You were just like, we're not stopping! As Aswan's a resort destination. Yes, it is. Oh. The end of the Nile cruise destination. As you pull into Aswan, you see, like, on the outskirts, there's the small buildings, and then there are the luxury hotels down towards the riverfront. And, um, um, Rebecca just pulls her Jeep into the, like, entrance hall of one of the swankiest looking hotels. And it's like, we're here. We're like, room service. <laughs> All pile into the lobby and are like, we're going straight to the restaurant. Good evening. I destroy the restaurant. <laughs> no, Peggy, you're left behind to unload the jeeps. Very well, smash. <laughs> but you have made it to Aswan. Yay! Can I double tick my driving? You can all double tick your driving. Can I double tick my desert survival instead? You can. Why allowed to tick anything? <laughs> no. Yes, us off. <laughs> You're all staying at the Sofitel Legend, the old cataract hotel in Aswan. It looks really nice. Ah, yes, this will have food. Right, you all have a really good meal. You all sit together at a nice group table and banish Peggy to a table for one in the corner. No, no, we, we've made Don't. it now. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're, we're not shunning her. We've just determined where her loyalties lie. That's not the right word, but it'll do. You know, you're never letting her near any supplies ever again. Yeah, she's good at the occult. And uh, for the rest of the things, uh, we'll have a chaperone. <laughs> You've made it to Aswam. Now all you need to do is... Hu- um, Book some rooms on a paddle steamer going to Kaibo. And uh, whatever it is, make sure it's one that doesn't have Hercule Poirot on it. (laughs) You're out of luck there. The HMS Poirot. Flying under the Belgian flag, yeah. (laughs) Right. um... Chai. Hello. Roll your Arabic, please. Nope. Yeah, it's too late in the night. No, nothing's open. You'll have to try again tomorrow. Good book somewhere. But that was an exciting uh, three days in the desert. Four days. Four days, sorry. 
still can't take quite on a medical journey. Mm-hmm. Well, whose fault is that? <laughs> it's now the 10th of October. By the time you slept, when you all come down to breakfast, the river is outside, there are tourists everywhere. It looks really quite relaxing. Um, there are baths. There are baths. There uh, is a bath house. There's a spa. And my morning has been great already. <laughs> we should probably get straight to this boat. We need to like make up time where we've not got a lot of time, right? We're back here currently lying in the spa with cucumbers on our eyes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, gotta save the world. <laughs> like, <laughs> Martini. <laughs> Been in the desert for four days. <laughs> this will just be a morning. But yes. <laughs> All right, uh, Peggy, you speak Arabic. Uh, who wants to leave Peggy in charge of booking the boat to Cairo? Oh, surely she can't fuck that up. I just like to imagine Shai propelling herself out of her chair, being like, nope, I'm on this, it's fine. <laughs> I, I, spa, look, but I guess I'm not then. I would like to book a boat, please. <laughs> are you letting Peggy go to talk to the boat people, or are you going, Chai? Just hovering Peggy. over that bingo tile, you know. Peggy, dear. That? I'll let you go and book the boat. Yeah, done. Right, but I'll if it's go. wrong, no, I on. might kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd I, like to book a boat. To I the might Ocean, and kill. Please. I mean, I'm going to eat your soul if you get this wrong. <laughs> I'm definitely going. I'm to... going to the spa now. I'm definitely going to take. It can't hurt. Hurts a lot if this goes wrong. <laughs> what right, possibly go wrong? All your Arabic is you speak to the concierge. Uh, wait, 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 Russet. What's the? I know there's a thing where, like, basically, it's, it becomes an automatic pass once you're above a certain number. Unless you're talking to something or doing something complicated, like booking passage. Mm-hmm. It's 50 is fluent, so you can talk it quickly. But can you, like, you know, interpret if this guy is trying to sell you a... Yes. Exactly. Fucking hell, Nido. <laughs> Success. You book passage from Aswan to Cairo aboard the Royal Nile steamship Memphis. It's going to take 14 days, and it stops at a whole bunch of tourist destinations on the way. Is there not a better... Is there not, like, a trade boat we should go on instead? There aren't, really. Is there, um... Is there a more direct one? Because that's 14 days there, 14 days back, that's a month. 14 days then down to where we need to go, that's run out of time. It's really down to time. going back... Yeah, is is there is there not is there not like a uh, a huge stack of mon- of vanda money we can slip them to only stop where we want to go? Also, we 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 threw the idea of maybe flying to Nairobi. Yeah, isn't isn't that the point of the envelope of cash? I mean, this yeah. is this is what uh, Peggy has booked currently. She comes back and tells you it because you know there aren't any direct boats because you know this is a tourist destination. The tourist boats kind of stop here. Cargo boats, not so much. I hand a wadge of money over and say, um, perhaps this will make there suddenly be that sort of journey available. 
<laughs> she tosses the, tosses the notes into the fire. <laughs> I was I was going to ask, like, if we stop in one town, can we not like ask if we could just hop onto another boat that's just leaving, so we don't have to wait in the town all day? It really depends on the schedules, because remember, um, you're mostly going to be encountering tourist boats at tourist destinations. Mm. This is the only boat that's leaving in a reasonable amount of time. This one leaves tomorrow. Um, You could wait three days for the next one, but then it's going to be another tourist boat. No, that's fine. I mean, just like, we'll, we'll get this one, start the journey... When we get to the next town and the boat stops, you know, we could check if there's a boat that's leaving in the direction we're going sooner than the one that we arrived on. It's possible to check for that, yeah. Um, but the Royal Nile Steamship Company, uh, you might find a um, cargo boat at a larger town that you can hop onto. All right, uh, Peggy, are you going to try and negotiate to hire... What are you trying to negotiate for? you want to hire the whole whole boat? I mean, I could go and say, yeah, like... like, I'm sorry, I I didn't make it very clear. Uh, This is a Vander expedition. Is there anything more private we can do? I guess just before before we, 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 we kind of end up there, is is that something that's going to draw too much attention? Yes. Also that. Um, like, like buying an entire boat is the kind of thing that gets you noticed. And I mean, how much time do we actually end up saving? Like, what's the minimum this could be? Seven days? Ten days? Like, hmm. It's a 14-day journey from here to Cairo. Uh, we've st- Some of these stops are only for a few hours, not all day. Um, if you stopped nowhere, it would take you... Ten days. Oh, so it's only four days. Oh. Mm-hmm. Fine. Fine, just go with it then. Yeah. Okay, okay. it's not all a bad right. fault. But you all have cabins on the Memphis, which is leaving tomorrow at 11am. Mm. Everyone has a day off in Aswan. Um. What would people like to do? What if there's a spot? With Ch- Chai, you're going to the spy? Spa. Spa, spy. not spy. The spy. You go to the spy. No, <laughs> having a relaxing spa day. Okay, <laughs> Thomas, what are you doing thing today? I didn't want to happen. Um, hmm. <laughs> yeah, I might, I might have like a, a little bath or something, but then I might have, well, I'll go for maybe a run or something and then a bath, yeah. You, you spend the day having some exercise and fitness. Mitch, what are you doing today? Um, I think I might uh, try and learn that spell. Otherwise, I'll just, like, for the rest of that, just chill out, relax. Good plan, good plan. Um, roll inte- hard intelligence to learn the spell. You learn that spell. Matteo, what are you doing with a day off in Aswan? Um, what am I doing with a day off in Aswan? You could take in the sights. Yes, let's do something vaguely normal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
goes out to visit Abu Simbel. Yes. Temple complex on the riverfront on the edge of Aswan. You join a tourist group and just have a nice day enjoying some Egyptian ruins that aren't trying to kill you. Nice. You take some photos and buy a postcard. To whom? You know, it's going his little book. (laughs) To his his llama farmer. Uh, what was your llama called again? Mine? Uh, yeah. Because he says so. Yeah. No, that's that's in Anton Cthulhu. I meant the llama that Felix fell in love with in um, Peru. Oh, I don't know. I assume it's dead now. Felix Felix doesn't exist anymore. Cat, uh, what are you doing with a day off in Aswan? Uh, I am also on a spa day. I think that will be excellent. You're having a spa day. What about you, Jack? Um, I am going to try and figure out how to telegram ahead to hire a private detective to investigate those things that we wanted them to investigate before we arrive. That's a good plan. Roll me your credit rating. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, right, what are you asking them to investigate? Uh, out of character, I'm going to need some help with this because it's been about 3,000 years since we discussed this plan. Right, uh, Rebecca has the notes, I think. I have some number of notes. What have I got? Uh, I have three sets of notes. There's a contact in Cairo called Nigel Wasif for the Cairo Bulletin. Uh, I know that the English expedition was lost with all hands when something collapsed at their dig. And we're trying to find Warren Bassat, who might know about Nuri and the missing half-seal for Deshaw. So we're looking for Warren Bassat. Looking for Warren Bassat? I wrote them down. Yeah, and you wanted to speak to Bondari in Nairobi, didn't you? Yeah, but we we have to go and find them. Uh, I don't think this is a thing that we can do just now. Okay. I'm just making some Egypt notes on my secret Egypt notes. So you're asking the investigators in Cairo to look into Warren Bassart. Mm-hmm. You just want them to track him down so you can go and talk to him when you get there. Yeah. And what was the other one? Rebecca? Um, and there's a well, the contact that I've got was Nigel Wasif for the, the Cairo Bulletin. Are you going to let him know you're coming, or again, you just want the private detectives to work out where the office is so you can turn up unannounced? Yeah, I think just work out where we need to go. Was there anything else? Like, perhaps the location of the Temple of Bast? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, we know it's in Alexandria, don't we? But we don't really know how to get there. No. 
But admittedly, Thomas and Chai should just be able to call Bast on the, the cat phone and be like, send us directions, mummy. Ring, 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 ring. Kitten phone. Meow, 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 meow. Okay, so your private detectives are going to look for Warren Bassart, track him down so you know where to go. Nigel was the for the Cairo Bulletin. Uh, yep, you take care of that with no trouble, uh, Jack. You give uh, Paul's name, I'm assuming. Uh, yes, my name is uh, Peggy, surname. Peggy LeBlanc? Yeah. And, okay, uh, you all have a lovely day off in Aswan. Um... Mateo sees the sights. Uh, Thomas does exercise. Uh, I've forgotten Mitch. Should give Mitch a room. Sorry, I was just setting up the map for the the, the boat. Oh, I'm uh, so excited for his death on the Nile. I'm just saying, yeah, uh, you all have a lovely day off. One, two, three, four. There's six of you, so there's one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven of you. Who am I missing? Chai. Hello. Jack. Hello. Rebecca. Hello. Mateo. Hello. Mitch. Yeah. Thomas. Bonjour. Peggy. That's everyone, right? Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Sure, why not? Okay, uh, we'll stop there for this month as you all have a lovely day off in Aswan. You arrived in Egypt and tomorrow you get on the RNS Memphis for your trip to Cairo. Oh, excellent. You sure it can't be the Karnak? (laughs) It's not the Karnak. You'd kill me if it was the Karnak. I would. I would kill you. But you can see what the boat looks like in the handout. It looks really swanky. Look at that boat. It's a nice looking boat. Good bit of the cabins for like a murder to happen in. Fast to solve. We've got some paddle steamers for someone to end up being like their body caught in the paddles. Oh, gross. Um, you there, boy, say the thing that you say. Oh, uh. Join us next time for the exciting continuation of. Mitch Jarvin's Kitchen Nightmares. (laughs) 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 All right, that was a pretty good one.